to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulper Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday night, October 16th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Another fun-filled episode coming to you from Las Vegas, right outside the lines, Dan. Uh, great to have you guys here, and uh, we're going to have a great show tonight. I'm looking forward to tons and tons of Monster Energy Cup talk that just happened. It's, uh, it's come and gone. We'll talk about the MEC, and uh, we will talk about the upcoming Red Bull Straight Rhythm this weekend. That's also exciting. And, uh, and Bench Race, yeah, and take your calls at 702-586-7857. What's up, everyone, from RacerX Facebook? How you doing? Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. You can uh, watch in and check in in the studio and see what's happening and, uh, and uh, figure out a little bit about the, uh, about the show. Uh, speaking of the MEC, the man who swept all three main events, $1 million richer, Marvin Muskan, will be on the night. The Red Bull KTM rider Marvin Muskan will join us tonight to talk about the MEC and his domination of all three main events. Jeremy Albrecht. From the JGR Suzuki team, he's the team manager there. They didn't have the night they wanted with Justin Bogle, but uh, we love having J-Bone on the show anyways. And so J-Bone will be joining us uh, to talk about 2018, a little bit of the Monster Energy Cup, and uh, and whatever else is on his mind. Also, Team Green manager Ryan Holiday will be on. Uh, his riders, Jet Reynolds and Seth Hammaker. Hammaker, Hammaker, uh, won the two amateur classes and uh, Team Green dominating that. Well, he'll be on to talk a little bit about that race and also more talk about uh, amateur racing in general. Everyone's heard me yell and scream uh, about amateur racing. And let's ask, let's ask Ryan Holiday about that right from Team Green. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. You can get this on the Pulp Mix app. You can get it on uh, pulpamexshow.com. You can get it on pulpamex.com. You can get it on the Stitcher app. You can get it on iTunes. Any kind of podcatcher will catch it also. And uh, so please, yeah, thank you. It's been going great. Downloads are up, and we'll be here almost each and every week in the offseason. Lots, plenty to talk about. Like I said, straight rhythm coming up this weekend. Um, BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, NFAP Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works. X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brakes, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, and uh, all on board with us tonight, as well as two under, the best men's underwear out there, number two, UNDR, all on board with us tonight, and, uh, and thank you as well. You people are on board as well, and uh, plenty to talk about. These two co-hosts tonight always seem to end up in the co-host chair together i think this is the third time it's happened uh first up he is a former national championship winning mechanic former pro rider himself he's got a lot more wins than i do as a mechanic but he doesn't have a summer cross win now he's the pro taper brand manager paul parabinos what's up paul steve what's up nice to have you here thanks so much for having me thank you you don't have a summer cross win well can't win them all apparently nope how's things at pro taper 
Good, good. Yeah. We're busy. Um, that never seems to change, so uh, uh-huh. but it's all good. I'm glad I got to get up here and hang out with you. And, and you were at the Monster Energy Cup also? So, yep. I was there. Yep, so lots, pl- plenty to talk about. Also, a man that uh, has been on a show, he's on maybe yeah, a month ago or so. He needs no introduction. Uh, he works closely with the Red Bull Straight Rhythm folks. He started the U.S. Open that is now the Monster Energy Cup, uh, founder of Enduro Cross that he now runs. Uh, a lot to do with Geneva Supercross, a lot to do with Paris Supercross. He's the promoter that everybody likes in this sport. <laughs> Eric Pernard. What's up, Eric? How are you? Uh, thanks, Steve. Always, always good to have you in here. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here. You know, Vegas was my town. It was, I started yeah. that crazy project 19 years ago. It was a pretty good uh, emotional weekend, but it's still uh, kicking ass yeah. one way or the other. And I want to talk about that because we did a, a review podcast on RacerX Online today, and we talked about bringing the MEC back indoors and i want to talk to you about that a little bit it might be time also uh stefan lebig is here to promote a supercross book that we will talk about uh it is fresh off the printer and uh, we'll get you a head maybe grab this headset here lebig if you can um uh used to in the corner the guy in the corner used to be travis marks but we just we needed to up our perfection level we needed to up our level of professionalism on the show so we brought back prodigal son the Tits Legendary. What's up, Tits? What's up, Steve? How are you? <laughs> it actually feels good to be back. You're back it. in command. I'll be First happy time. to be here for the next two hours, First. and then after that, I'm probably not going to be very happy to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, too late. Again, the, the reason you left the show in the first place was due to, to the yes. extreme hours of the show. <laughs> I cannot stay up past 830. And, uh, well, thanks for coming me. back. Marks is, where's Marks? Where is he? I don't know. He's just like, yeah, I don't want to come in. I was like, well, okay. I, Can you believe you that, Parabinos? Yeah. No, uh-uh. Marks. He's uh-uh. talking about he needs vacation. I'm like, dude, you live a vacation, so yeah. I don't know. So Tits Legendary back everybody here uh we are going to give away a set of fly racing le paint gear that's uh hammaker took to the win uh and seemingly everybody that wore fly had it on paul i saw a lot of it right i saw Saw a lot lot of it um so the they will uh we're gonna give that away to a lucky caller today uh muskan jay bone and ryan holiday on the show tonight 702-586-7857 we really appreciate you guys uh coming in and i think it's just going to be Great radio all night long. Uh, LeBig, there's your there's your headset. Uh, is that is that on? Are you on? Yes, I'm on. Hey, uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, no problem. Thank Ve- you so much. Vegas, Vegas local. The Vegas local. Yeah, I'm live like what ten minutes from here. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um. So what's the book all about? Oh, uh, so it's a book about it's a uh, it's called What's Once Upon a Time uh, American Supercross. So it's all about you know Supercross in the in the U.S. So it's been it's like a it's like a my baby. It's been uh, nine months. In the making, <laughs> so I just got it from FedEx like an hour ago. So I'd say I need to stop by and show it to you guys, uh-huh. and especially to Eric because he wrote the first page. He wrote. He wrote the uh, uh, first only one page, and yeah. it, that's true. It was like having a baby. He was unbearable for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked to every past Supercross champion, uh, mostly except for Most, one. I st- <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, 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 no. I talk about everybody, starting from Jeremy to oh, from only from Grath up. Yeah, okay, from all right. to now. Yep. And the one you're talking about, I mean, you, yeah. no, no, no. Couldn't get a hold of that guy. James is in there, <laughs> but I didn't talk to him. But no interview. Yeah, um, I tried. I tried many times. Oh, of course and you know you, that. Oh, I know you did. You, you, you know that. Did this guy try to help you? I mean, everybody tried to help. <laughs> I mean, from Feld to you to I mean, to, I mean, any. If he's I, not answering Eric's texts or calls, then he's not answering anybody. I no. mean, <laughs> Eric, do you want to comment on that? 
Uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a big challenge. I mean, James is a mystery to all of us, and uh, the sport is missing him. There's no question about a- it. Absolutely. And so it's French now, but English in December? Yeah, English okay. version is going to come really soon. I mean, we, we hope for December you yep. know, to be ready for Christmas. And it's and a coffee uh, table book. It's yeah. a coffee table book yeah. for people who want to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 35 bucks, uh, 192 pages. Uh-huh. And uh, that's about it. So awesome. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect gift for Christmas. Do we have a Tim Ferry section at all? Uh, I have a Tim Ferry photo. Yeah. I'll take a photo. Yeah, okay. I'll take a photo. It's right there. He is a, he, he didn't win a title, a, but... He, yeah, he did. It's right wow. there. Yeah. Just, just oh, that's a pretty small photo. <laughs> that's a pretty small photo. Um, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you back in when the English version comes out. Maybe we'll do a giveaway yes, or something. Exactly. And, yeah. that, was, that was exactly the goal. Yep. But look, once again, I just wanted to stop by, show it to you. Yeah. I mean, I'm so proud. And I'm, no, I'm that's glad awesome. you should be. It's beautiful. I'm glad FedEx you know, yeah. came today so I can, you know, you be, be the first one to see it. Fantastic. He was, he was breastfeeding on the way in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's let's talk a little MEC uh, right off the bat. The Truck Hero question of the day, truck-hero.com. They're a proud sponsor of the Auto Trader, JGR Suzuki uh, team, as well as they're a premium supplier of vehicle accessories uh, made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper, back industries, undercover, NFAB, bed rug, husky liners, all under the NFAB. Uh, our Truck Hero umbrella, I should say, truck-hero.com. Here's the question for you. Easy, easy. We'll start this right away. Let's start with the founder of the U.S. Open first. Does the Monster Energy Cup need a facelift? Well, it's a, it's a tough question because, honestly, they're working very hard to make it different. You know, I mean, there was a lot of creativity in the track design, in the way the race was run and all that stuff. Um, it's just, uh, I mean... We all agree on that. Sam Boyd is not the MGM. Yep. You know, that's, uh, I don't, I'm not going to want to go any further than that. It's just Sam Boyd is, is a normal stadium. The MGM was something quite spectacular and unique. I'm not sure we can go back at the MGM. I wish we could do that next year for the 20th birthday oh, yeah. of uh, US Open. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think they, they're doing the best they can for what we have, which is some boy There's stadium. a new arena in town now, you know? It's not, it's not started. Oh, yeah. No, right. T- yeah, T-Mobile. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I felt like the U.S. Open was time to go by the end. I felt like uh, the bikes had outgrown the track. Correct. Um, the crowd wasn't great. There wasn't much going on. I felt like it, when it went away, I'm like, okay, I get it. And, you know, looking at the time frame, we're almost there, Paul, with the Monster Cup now. We are seven years in Mm -hmm. to this race. And, you know, they originally designed it to attract a lot of Europeans to the race, to make it a super cross of nations, no whoops, of course, Um, wide open rules with the bikes that we haven't seen too many people take advantage of, but some did. We'll talk about it this weekend. We're almost at the point where Monster Energy Cup, I feel like, needs something. I I enjoy the the, the format of three-man events, and I, I enjoy the Joker lane. It doesn't really come into play too much, but I like it. But, Paul... What do you think? Truck Hero question of the day. I agree. I think it's time. I mean, I think that's that parlays with everything in in life. You know, whether how, however long a product's been out there, it, you can't run with the same business model or format forever. Look at Blockbuster, for instance. So um, I think it's time for a switch, and maybe there could be something done to the classes. I agree the venue would be really cool, but um, Monster is not going to be able to find easily find a venue where they can accomplish everything that they're trying to accomplish between sure. the freestyle, the yeah. truck stuff in the parking lot. So that's a lot of, um, uh, whatever the word is, infrastructure, logistics stuff they have to worry about. But I agree. I think, um, it's starting to run its course a bit for me. So maybe 
bring it into yeah. the city. The MGM was so nice, but um, listen, I would say we were, were jaded industry people, except I looked around and the fans, the, the, the stands didn't look packed. I would say maybe seventy percent. I yeah, mean, there was, but, was I mean, fair, fairly the fairly Vegas finals, turn. generally speaking, are are loaded. What's that? Yeah. Bit? Uh, I mean, you have to remember what we're coming from the massacre in Vegas. It was two weeks ago, so I think people, you yeah. know, they're not ready to go okay. up maybe again. Good point. I mean, maybe we we saw the tribute. It was it was very emotional, and I th- I, I, I was surprised that there was so many people. there was so many people yeah, because okay. yeah. as yeah. a local, and you knew that. I mean, I thought. I mean, it's a, it's a tragedy. I mean, everybody is is involved, and I think I think I was I was happy to see the, the crowd. Mm-hmm. I would agree because it's been only ten days, and uh, you know, my sister works in Vegas in a restaurant. She said it's been pretty quiet the last mm-hmm. ten days, so okay. it's definitely been hurting the economy beside yeah. of a, a lot of well, lives. Yeah. I went to two hockey games, and they were packed, but again, they were brand new team. Yeah. It's you know, people were excited to see them, so yeah. that may be a different different ordeal. Um, but whatever you do, don't take away the three-man events. Don't take away the Joker. I like all that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That's that's cool. Security was tighter getting to the event, I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah a little <laughs> bit. Um, maybe the Super Minis. Maybe the track. These, if Super Minis went away, we could do something with the track. I have an idea. We okay. talked about it on the way over here. Yeah. So there's the talk of just one class, run what you brung type bike, but that's not working, especially with the track layout. It's so fast. There was one guy that... It's a 250 guy, and he showed up on a 450. So maybe we have a 250 class, but you do something different. Instead of everyone competing for themselves, maybe we can do some kind of a manufacturer's type thing where Pro Circuit brings three guys, Star brings three guys, Geico brings yeah. three guys. That was the SMX concept in Europe yes. last week, which yes. didn't work very good. Yeah. You know. But the racing and yeah, the entertainment the was, was great. I don't right. know why no one yeah. showed up. Yeah. I was one of maybe 15 people in the stands. But <laughs> yeah, you it, was, it, was, it was exciting yeah. racing. No, no, absolutely. So it's uh, And, you know, I think I brought the Super Mini class and all the support class to mm-hmm. the U.S. Open, so it's been lasting almost 20 years. Uh, it was kind of a challenge to bring the kids in in front of a big crowd yeah. in, in 1998. You know, it yeah. was a. I, I got a lot of slack, almost as much as bringing four strokes. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I raced it in 2000 when it was a the engine ice manufacturer's yeah. cup, yeah, yeah. and each so, manufacturer had two two guys. Yeah, but it was sort of, it was yeah. still an individual race. Right. It wasn't a team format. Yeah. So. That's, I think it's I think it's time to do something. I don't know, may, but maybe I'm just jaded industry guy. You know, I don't know. I just you're an irritated industry guy. Okay, thank we, you. We all, we all are. We all I are. wasn't. I wasn't entertained. I wasn't thrilled. I wasn't stoked for this race. Yeah. I was excited to see uh, Tim Geyser. Oops, gone. Yeah. I was yeah. excited to see Justin Barsha and see what he had. Eh, kind of rode okay. Yeah. Tomac crashed out. Marv rode perfect. Yeah. Marv grabbed two out of three hole shots. He led twenty-eight out of thirty laps. Mark my words, he's going to win every race until the end of the year. <laughs> uh, well, just Geneva, though, right? Uh, no, and straight, yeah. rhythm? Paris. straight rhythm, Paris, Geneva. Oh, is he going yeah. to Paris? I yeah, thought he was out yeah, for no, Paris. No, no, okay, it's, yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good. so uh, you know what? I wouldn't bet against that. Yeah. No, I would not bet against that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, uh, maybe maybe it was you know maybe it was something uh, more me than than them. But I just yeah. felt like uh, I mean, Jason Thomas talked about it a little bit on our review pod. He wasn't wasn't that thrilled into it. Tits, did you watch it on on TV? That's affirmative, yes. And what did you think, Joe on the couch? Joe on the couch. 
my interest level went down drastically as soon as I saw Eli wasn't coming back because mm-hmm. I didn't think. I mean, Anderson could have uh, battled Moose Cam, but obviously he wasn't quite on that level. So it was pretty much a snoozer after that. I actually did enjoy the uh, the super minis just because of the carnage level. Uh-huh. But other than that, um, I wasn't super excited going in. Obviously, I didn't hit you up for tickets or anything like that because I was like, yeah, I'll just right. watch it and that's about it. So. It's fun, but yeah. not nearly what it used to be. So Eric knows the the big names bring the bring the fans. Uh, yes, I mean you're talking about MEC, right? In general, in general it does, but it's not a guarantee. You know, I mean that's uh, so. If there is a 250 class with some Jeremy Martins and Savacis and you know whoever the guys are in that class, does that? bring more attention or it sure does but it's i think it's a big question about our sport right now is we don't really know what works and what doesn't anymore but it's the same it's the same with a lot of sports nascar football they, everybody's, everybody's kind of, trying stuff everybody's trying it's everybody's having a slight erosion and uh i mean there's so much available it's that's crazy. how it is in business yeah. in general right yeah. now so much I think available. In our, in our and we are the old guys talking about how it was yeah, before yeah, no, but you yeah. know like like i said when i studied the u.s open in 98 there was four races in socal vegas and phoenix now we have eight yep. you know so yep. it's you know, it's, it's time time of change can we talk about the purse being the same as 1998 <laughs> <laughs> gas I prices mean, are the same can too. we can we like come on guys come on man yeah. like i it's it pays really well it pays good but in 1998 it was amazing and now you know i mean you go throw hundred thousand dollars at Eli Tomac or Marvin if they if they win the main event and not sweep it. That's not that's not moving the needle. I don't think. Well, I really you, don't. And you touched on it earlier too. Maybe it needs a date change because not only may it help this race, maybe it'll help our chances for MXON too. Yeah, separating them a little bit because it next seems, year it's one week apart. Yeah. I know. I know. I think yeah. you guys are going to win. Win in what? our own damn country. He, he's American. Now. American. He, he, he's French, but he's American. <laughs> um, um, why doesn't Monster, Eric, want their riders at MXDN over this race that we just saw? The There is no doubt on my Twitter feed, on my emails, on any kind of mention that you want to talk about, the motocross the nations moves the needle worldwide. Crazy. People go crazy. Yeah, people yeah. people get in huge fights about it. Okay, yeah. This race... Doesn't mean much. I can't tell you all the past winners. I don't exactly know what happened. Uh, and me and many men, other fans can tell you exactly what happens at MXDN. But yet, Monster can tell Eli Tomek and Kawasaki that they have to go to two USGPs and a Monster Cup. But they can't tell them to go to the Motocross Nations. Why don't they tell them to go to Motocross Nations? It is a Monster event. That's a good question. I wish. Well, uh, you're plugged into these things. I think there's a lot of politics in there. You know? But it's a Monster event. So what kind I of know. politics? What do you mean? It maybe requires more involvement and more investment to go to more across the nation. You mm-hmm. know, it costs yeah. it costs more money. So it's uh, it's you know we all know that our system in U.S. doesn't help the U.S. team that much to go to a more across right. the nation when a lot of other countries like France uh, they, they take it very seriously as a team as a country and it doesn't cost money to the team it doesn't cost money to the riders. In, in U.S. we we believe in a, in a you know. Uh, subsidy-free society, yeah. and um, that that hurts in situation like that. So I mean, you know, teams get tired of spending money, and I don't blame them. Yeah, no, I don't blame them either. I just yeah. don't know. They spent a lot of money going to Glen Helen and Charlotte last year. Yeah, 
But it's still went. easier. There's still their trucks. It, it, it's okay, still, but there's no there's no international travel. Right. You know, I mean, I think the situation the solution is there. If if the AMA was looking at Motocross of Nation at, as the most important event of the year, and you know, put aside 200 grand for the budget and make sure yeah. everything works, you know perfectly and nobody spent their personal money to go there well that's, yeah. that's, that would help a lot i mean now they pay for a rider and a mechanic thanks guys thanks yeah and meanwhile there's 72 people on team usa that i don't know who they are i think they, <laughs> I think they can buy packages through the ama yeah. <laughs> honestly they ought to start selling those maybe to raise them down. no they yeah. do they do yeah. sell them oh good yeah, i don't understand they do sell them but they should sell them and then give the team more money yeah that's, just that's pay what for i was two getting coach at. tickets yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know, hopefully next year in U.S. we'll have a yep. super strong Team USA. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, let's hope. But my, my point was... Take it away from I just dark I French people, right? Yeah. <laughs> open it up for Team Canada. I just... I wasn't, enthu- I wasn't enthused this year. I, I'm sorry. Uh, after Tim Geyser went out, and we'll talk more about him, I just... I'm like... And Tomac's out. Oh. I'm like, what's going... Like, you know, Anderson rode well. Marv rode perfect. What are you going to do? I mean, Marv got all the starts, Anderson got starts, and that's it. See you later. Turn out the lights. I guess if you're Todd Gender on the Feld folks, do you want Marvin to win the one million? I mean, they buy the insurance policy, right? They buy an insurance I policy. Heard. <laughs> I, I would think they would. So do, do you care, or does it not matter? You, do you want them to win it to get the race publicity for the one million? I think the one million is definitely generating a lot of uh, talk. Buzz, yeah. You know, yeah I mean, yeah. It's, there's no question about it. Uh, Why would I, they want them to win it, though? Yeah. The, the, the tickets are already sold at that e- point. Exactly. You know, well, so. and, and their premium would go up exactly. in the next yeah. year. So. so I would imagine it's in their best interest that they use it as a marketing tool, and then hopefully mm-hmm. no one wins it. I can't believe they have a million dollars just in that case, just hanging. But- <laughs> we should ask Marvin if he was That's the no, case. no bills yeah. missing. It was only nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. But it is a marketing tool. I mean, I got people from Vegas. I gave them tickets to go to the race, and they didn't know anything about Supercross, and they were all excited about the million. Yep. Yeah. So I think okay, I think someone can win a million dollars. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's the draw. That's that's the thing. And I you mean, know, it's the first time it's publicized. We know our champions have been winning millions of dollars. You know, yeah, by the title, yeah, yeah. but it's never publicized. Or even you know, a yeah. hundred grand to win, big deal. Yeah. yeah. At, I, at a time, know. it was big. Oh yeah, yeah. ninety-eight. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah. Now that these guys are not getting out of bed for a hundred grand to win when they can win a hundred grand in one of the seventeen rounds, five guys, yeah, are, are not getting right. out five of bed. Five guys right. are not getting out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they got to increase that purse. Yeah. I'm sorry, they got to do it. I've written about it. I talked about it. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, take my credential away. They got to increase that purse, man. It, <laughs> what about what about cost to run the event? Is it was it more expensive to put it in the U.S. Open without the all the pit party and all that stuff happening? Well, now or you're going to get him in trouble. Now you're going to get him in trouble. He can just say I, yes. I, yes I, or no. I, I don't know what kind of deal is cut with uh, Sam Boyd. So I know what it was costing me and my team to run the U.S. Open. It was very expensive in 1998 terms, mm-hmm. close to seven figures to run a race, which was... And put- you're convincing them to bring dirt in there when they can have a boxing event and they exactly. can clean up in one night. So um, I I don't think it is that expensive to run it at some point. They have the dirt pile there. They have a, I mean, it's it's perfect to run the race, right. you yeah. know. Yeah. So uh, Marvin Muskan coming right up. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht coming up. Also Ryan Holiday, all in a Pulp Mech show, presented by BTO Sports.com and uh, folks at Fly Racing. We're also giving away a set of Fly Racing hot pink gear uh, to do a lucky caller tonight. Uh, let's get to some phone lines right now. People have been on hold for a little bit. Uh, Robert, what's going on? Thanks for calling. You want to talk about Barsha? Um, about Barsha? Yeah. Barsha? <laughs> no, no. No. I want to talk about that amazing pass that... Uh, All right, well, Tits is, tits um, is on it tonight. He's already screwing <laughs> it up. Well, 
hey, you know, it's, it's, this is a day off, right? Yeah. What's that up? amazing pass that Josh Grant uh, did on Tim Geiser somehow threatened the needle between Geiser and his bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when Geiser went down. Yeah, I know. He grabbed the brakes. It was pretty pretty gnarly. Um, oh, I, I was truly impressed. Yeah. That's that, and uh, congratulations on the Nets. You Thank know, you. Yes. Told you that yet. No, we are, we are, I have uh, I have a whole segment prepared for the Nets without a doubt. So, um, but that's how the revolution starts with one. I agree. Thank you, man. It looked more like a fly and, uh, swatter. One last thing. Sure. What is up with Cameron Steele's hair still? This isn't 1998. So we need to talk to him. Oh, stop it! Come on, Cameron. Cameron's no, a good guy. You, you gotta know that. Yeah, he's a great guy, but you can at least like I don't know do something with that. Come on. Thoughts on Cameron Steele's hair? I don't know. I didn't. I don't look at other dudes' hair that much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Derek. Derek, what's up, man? What's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Sure. What's up? So, I have a hypothetical question for you. I, I like to think about that. So, with uh, Colton Haker getting on the uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, um, I was just curious what you thought out of like K- Caleb Russell, Taylor Robert. Colton Haker, those three, you know, where one's GNCC, one's Works, one's Enduro Cross. Which one of those would be the best rider to translate into motocross slash supercross? I think we Haker for sure. Haker for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 How was uh, Blazusiak's uh, moto skills? Oh, very, very Were high. They? Okay. He, so he might have been he good. Was, yeah. He was a, a supercross rider that was locked into an enduro cross body. Okay. He couldn't yeah. get out. But <laughs> right, he wanted right, to right. be a supercross so, rider. So, yeah, Haker, you uh, know. I think uh, I think Haker would be the guy. And he's going to race uh, straight rhythm. So that's awesome. Yeah, really excited to see him. I don't know, but Caleb Russell, he was down at Baker Factory. I saw him riding with Muscan and Dungey and those guys. He looked pretty freaking fast himself. Yeah, yeah, Russell's good for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, all these guys. I mean, to be a champion in any of these things, it takes a lot of skill, man. So yeah, I don't know if people know, but uh, Colton was racing motocross and supercross. He was actually dicing with Josh Grant, and he's about the same age. They, oh, okay. they, they raced together, yeah. and, and he, got, he got injured too many times, and his parents told him to go to something safer, yeah, which I'm not go. sure he did a good move yeah. on that. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Durocross, Cody Webb got another win, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so. So, yeah he's, he lost the first one, but yeah. he's won the last uh, he's, he's killing three it. races. Um, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, let's speak of Durocross. Corey, what's up? You want to talk to Eric about Durocross? Yeah, man. This was my first time ever racing that, and I want just tell how awesome an event that was. Thank you so much. Appreciate so, it yeah. tremendously. I raced local local A class up here in Washington, and you, know, you guys all t- kept talking about how you know yeah, try this. So I figured, what the hell? I got a two fifty two stroke. Let's give this a shot. And you had the and right then, bike. Yeah, I went through you know two exhaust, two header pipes, oh. and three levers. Hell of a time. It was fun. Um, how'd you do? Uh, I made the V B main. And I was in first, and I just threw it away on the first lap on the finish line, and I was the guy that went over the handlebars. Oh, shocker! Yeah. So now but, you yeah. can now you can see uh, A Ray and uh, Colt Neck and be like, yeah, I know what you guys are talking about when we had him on the show. Yeah, the, the tires on a jump. I don't know who puts those there, but they just sent <laughs> me over the bars. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome, man. No, that's good. Glad you had fun for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, was, we, we appreciate you. You gave it a chance. wants to do it, go ahead and do that because it was awesome. There we go. Directly endorsing, Corey. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Endurocross.com uh, for tickets. Also, uh, so Everett, uh, is Everett's done. Phoenix is done. No, no. Phoenix is in oh, two Phoenix weeks. Oh, Phoenix is 
Oh yeah, two weeks. Phoenix coming up. Boise, November, three rounds up. Phoenix, Boise, and Ontario, California. Uh, Endurocross.com, the 17th year, that the 14th year that uh, Endurocross has been happening. And uh, Cody Webb right now at the points lead. Haker is uh, injured a little bit, but um, also crashing a little more than he's used to, than, than we're used to seeing from him. Yep. But uh, that battle will go down to the wire. We have, um, we have a Boise. We have a motocross guy for Boise. And we're working on a guy for Ontario. So all right. uh, Austin Koba is going to line up for Boise. He's a, he's a privateer guy, makes the motos all the time. Sure. And uh, working on a guy to come down to Ontario. So it'll be fantastic. And, um, and maybe when I turn 35 next year, I'll give it a try. Okay. I'm going to go to one that not many people are at, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and courtesy. Not, not, not as other riders. I mean fans. You yeah, know, yeah. Or, you know, I want so many people to witness and, and, uh, how and awful we, it'll be. We love Vortex. We love everybody at Vortex Racing, but courtesy the Pro Taper tonight only because of Parabinos. Uh, we have a pair of tickets for Ontario, California, and a pair of tickets for the Boise rounds, courtesy the folks at Pro Taper, Vortex Racing. And uh, so please give us a call, 702-586-757, uh, if you want a pair for Boise or for Ontario. Tits, uh, just get their information, and uh, we will give a each. We'll give a, a pair of tickets th- to each round away. So thanks everybody for uh, for that. Endurocross.com. Please, if it comes to your area, check it out. I, I've always told you guys, uh, tickets are cheap. Entertainment is very high. It's nonstop action, and uh, so please check out Endurocross.com. I wish we could go to Ontario final. Uh, we'll be in Paris for the Supercross. Yeah, but yes. we, have, go to we, Phoenix. Have, we have such a terrible life, you and I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just Actually, so. you won't be in Paris if you don't come to Ontario this weekend. Oh, boy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Leverage it. I like it. Oh, boy. The straight rhythm. Leverage him. Um, let's go to uh, Rainy Yellow. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, does that finally... What? That video game looks incredible. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it looks good, man. Uh, I didn't play it, but uh, the folks that do the I'm imagining the MXA TV guys just shit themselves. Mm, I don't know, bro. The one thing I've learned about these video games is that uh, they're like Republicans and Democrats. If you like the one physics, then you hate the other physics, and, and vice versa. And none of these video game nerds can agree on which game is the best. They'll fight you to the death. For their game of choice. So I don't know if that's true. I don't think you can say that this milestone game will for sure be the best game. You know what I mean? Is it as good no, as Supercross I, Circuit? Right, yeah. Paul wants Supercross it Circuit. It definitely looks good. And then uh, another thing is, the you know, the, the straight rhythm. I mean, call me crazy, but it really seems like they're getting people's attention by having all of James's bikes. So they're getting everyone bonered up. And then... How are they get getting there. attention by James's bikes? I, I, I'm not, not sure crazy. I follow you. Have you seen the, 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 the commercial they released for it showed the 259 Kawasaki two-stroke? Well, that was when they, they were showed, hoping to get James, yeah. But that's how they, they promoted the event, the, the commercial Hold on. for it. I got a voicemail from you that you're off of James and you're off of 7. You're, no, 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 no. I'm on 7. I was just... Remember, that was... That's a, that's a whole nother... We're good with seven. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. We're we're good, but um, I just feel like, you know, they showed that commercial and then say the, the uninformed motocross fan is going to get there and be like, what the hell? Where, no, where's- no. Nobody's, no, nobody's going to do that because they're, they're talking about who's in the event for a long time now, and James has never been mentioned. All right. Well, I just don't want anyone getting massive blue balls at the event because they're looking for James. I know. I hear you. <laughs> like yourself. I get it. Um, oh, yeah. And, and then um, one thing. I hope you guys are picking a lady to give that fly gear to because 
It, it, that's women's gear, right? Looked really good on top of the podium. Says, says the guy who loves the gear company that's skin tight. I like that skin tight stuff. You got to have yeah. a sexy body. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you got it with a chick because I just want to see chicks and skin tight stuff. I don't want to see dudes. Oh. It's like oh, wh- whoever saw a dude in a Speedo and was like, yeah, that looks awesome. You're the biggest fan of James, and, and when James bursted onto the scene, he all he wore was pink. Yeah. That was cool. All right, Randy, yeah, we got to go. Uh, we, we, got, we have our winners. We have our winners for the tickets, courtesy of uh, Schmo Schmaper. Uh, thanks to those guys uh, for calling in Ontario, and Boise tickets are gone uh, for Enduro Cross. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht coming right up here on the show. Eric Perinard, Paul Perbinos, Stefan LeBig, all in studio here tonight, and... Um, Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, Going to do more um, surprises and disappointments from the MEC coming up. One of the things, though, um, is uh, Geyser was there. It was exciting. Did you talk to him at all, Eric? Did you get yeah. a chance to talk to him? Uh, how was he? He was um, He was a little bit tense. You know, I, I've known him for a couple of years. And uh, I have to say, he was, he was taking it very seriously. You know, I mean, you could see in his eye and talking to him that he was, uh, it was not a vacation. It was not a, it was not a California vacation or mm-hmm. a Vegas vacation. He, yeah. he, he took it very seriously and I think he didn't get very lucky, but uh, he showed, he showed some good speed. Spike setup was off, man. It was too soft. Yeah. I heard he was trying suspension stuff. I heard he went a lap and a half and couldn't ride with Brayton's supercar stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay. That's GP riders for you. But yeah. dude, his stuff was too soft out there. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but imagine he's he's testing. He's got a couple days. He already feels out of place on a Supercross track. Then they put him on suspension. He feels out of place on. At least he was comfortable in the turns before. And now he's like, man, I can't even turn either. Yeah. He's like, I'll re- I'll really be bad on this stuff. So I know, but I feel for him. But yeah, his suspension obviously got him in trouble. But. He had so many close calls because yeah. of it, and just. I mean, I felt like a crash was inevitable. I really did. I hate to say that, but you know, if he can't want, he went long or short, it was bouncing, it was compressing, it was sending him off. But it's you know? the first time we have a really big shot coming from Europe. Yeah, so yeah. It was kudos a, to that him for trying oh, yeah, coming, yeah. Apparently he wants to do more. I talked to somebody yeah. today that said he wants to do seven, uh, 18 supercars. Yeah, that's his plan. That's the plan. So, But the plan can change. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the guys watch them at Monster Cup, they might... Yeah. They Did might, you say he wants to do 18 supercars? Yes, no. some 18 supercars. Oh. Yes, not, not yeah, all he wants not, to do yeah. a couple races at the beginning of the season. Cool. And... Uh, but that was a plan. Yeah. I don't know if it's still yeah, yeah, a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey Hurlings was coming to race Supercross yeah. at one time, too, yeah, right? Yes, and, exactly. And, and it happens. So yeah. you never really know how these guys are going to adapt. And, uh, and hey, and Tomac's crash, Paul, was a good one. Like, yeah, that was a that good was a one. high-speed high, uh, high side. <laughs> did did, did he get fun. hurt? Or? I think he just hit his head. To me, yeah. it looked like. I don't know for sure, though. I didn't hear, uh, hear from those guys. But, yeah. I mean, I think if you're Cowie, you're immediately like, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Right? Like, Yeah. I mean, they're there to win. They're not there to... Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I went back to the pits, you know, right after the crash, uh-huh. and nobody was working on the bike at all. So it was, it was the bike was right there sitting yeah. in the pits, and it was like, we yeah. done. We're and, not even going to try anything. And for Geyser, I heard that he might have came back out, but his bike was hammered. They didn't have some parts or something. I don't mm. know how true that was. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, yeah. like he, was, he took a shot to the stomach, but he was okay. Huh. But they said the bike, or they couldn't fix it, or they wouldn't fix it, or I don't know. But um, that's just what I heard. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Pivot works. If it pivots, it works. If it works, it pivots. We love those guys at uh, Pivot Works, and uh, do it right the first time. Grab a Pivot Kits, Pivot Works kit, and save some money. A premier aftermarket solution for rebuilding your wheels, forks, linkage, swing arm, shock, and steering stem. 40 to 50% off of what the OEMs charge, everybody. That's a hell of a deal, Paul. 40 to 50% off. 
Why can't would like that? Uh, PivotWorks is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. He is the manager of uh, JGR Suzuki and uh, a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Albrecht. What's up, J-Bone? How are you? What's up, guys? Hey, Jeremy. What's going on? How you doing, Eric? You got all my buddies on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what. That's, well, we've we've been trying to get you on that's here, why but I get uh, yeah. on tonight. Yeah, that's that's why. You know, uh, don't worry. I took the uh, I took the number nineteen JGR Suzuki that's in my garage out to the track today and had a hell of a time. Don't worry. Yeah, about yeah, he got all dirty. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Hopefully, um, you have it on display while you guys are on the show. I Thanks should down. try to bring it up here in the studio, right? Yep. Um, you got it. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Look, it didn't go well for you. Bogle had a bad crash. I saw the video. Did you guys see the video of it? Yeah, that um, wasn't Bogle's fault. No, no, it was not Bogle's fault, but holy smokes, uh, J-Bone, it was a good hit. Yeah, that's why we actually decided to put that out, because no one knew what happened. They they missed it somehow on the right. broadcast. Yeah. And that was actually Yuzo's uh, video from our team. Okay. So yeah. he was yeah. uh, filming that. So, yeah, I asked Prater if it was all right to put it out there so people knew what happened because it wasn't his fault and everyone's saying it's jgr's bad luck but yeah it's really no. just racing accident nothing no. anyone did wrong no absolutely Except for a bad start the only thing could have did better is whole shot and go yeah true yeah. that right that didn't happen yeah. um was there anything good that came out of mec then for you like did you did you learn anything in practice yeah. or, or anything like good Honestly, yeah press day was really good he rode really i thought he rode great the whole time I actually, going into the race, felt like we had the best shot we've had at that race. Mm-hmm. Got to get to know Bogle a little better. I don't really know him that much. And, uh, you know, he got to work with Ben for the first time. So that was in a race situation anyway. So that was the main goal anyway, to go there and kind of do a little pre-race, get ready for Anaheim, see what... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's never worked out of the truck. Doesn't know the, doesn't know any of us. Yeah, really. Yeah, so that was really what the main purpose of it was. So sure, um, we worked with each, with each other. We were there Thursday, Friday, obviously most of the day till the end of the night. There, we were all together. So, J-Bone, we got to it? hang out in the Alpine Star Medical Rig <laughs> together. So we got to bond even more. <laughs> yeah, we got to know the parents more than. Yeah. Uh, we planned on at all kinds of different ways, but yeah, it was, it was still good. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, what if the race was the first week of December? What are, what are your thoughts on that? No, it would have been terrible, but uh, well, in some ways it's good if you if it goes better than it did for us. Right, so just injuries good. are the main concern. Injuries are the only thing you'd worry about, but as far as when this race is, it's a little too early for when we all get our contracts started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, then you go to a motocross of nations the week before this, even a worse idea. Yeah. Yep. And that's like, I, I feel like there's no way anyone's going to want to go. Like, that's the worst thing they could have done. That's how I feel, too. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be yeah, tough for us to get a good time. team next year. <clears throat> yeah, like, like I, don't, I don't see how any team is going to do it. It so, barely makes sense now. Just, I mean, does Giuseppe not even care, Eric, you think? You stream guys? I mean, do they, they don't even care? They're like, yeah, whatever. You know, they, they're dealing with their own schedule. Right. And, uh, you know, sadly, it seems like everybody does their schedule in dark room without looking at anybody. Right. schedule nobody else calls anybody they or anything, skype right? yeah <laughs> i don't think they can start theirs earlier because they have to respect all the all the european championship yeah. races you yeah. know yeah, they have a race before in in italy yeah yeah, yeah. Imola's yeah in, the, Imola's so be, they're racing yeah. all year so 
Um, but too much yeah, racing. Too much racing. Yeah, you know, there's I mean, always that's the hard part. There's there's always a time that's better for somebody else. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for for you know, the crazy part is that race. You know, it's now only won twice as a million dollars, but it's pretty crazy. You can offer a million dollars, and they still don't all want to race it really bad. Yeah, like Eric started that race with a hundred thousand. We we all uh, yeah went for a while, and then people just realized it's just another race. Yeah, like it's hard. It's 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 a really cool race, but if you're not ready, you're not ready, and if the timing's not right, doesn't matter how much it pays. Yeah. No, I mean, look, you had a guy Weston Pike, perfectly healthy, ready to go. Just said yeah. he didn't want to go. He actually rode great. Honestly, he was riding probably the best at our track. He looked great, better than last year. Mm-hmm. And, and he, if the team could win a million dollars, I would have had all kinds of people under that truck. <laughs> yeah. To me, that's what you do. You offer teams money, and you will see me telling people if you actually win the race, you will have a deal. Right, and, right. Yep. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Some, incentivize the team somehow. Yeah, it's not a yeah, bad we, idea. We did that yeah. for X Games once. We I, I got a lot of slack for that. But uh, the last X Game actually, well, Eric, we we got it. We yeah, did. you got it. Why? What'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do? Oh, we get yeah, we gave a bonus great. to the team. Oh, you did. Oh yeah, last oh. X Game in yeah. Staples Center, and uh, and uh, Jeremy won it. Yeah. How much? What, yep. what are we talking? Uh, 20, we would go twenty-five, thirty grand. Oh, okay. Wow. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Um, we would have went anyway, though. Yeah, but it did. It did make it, it. It made the idea, and me having Coy have us go a chance to win money was a big, big mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure, right? I mean, it, it does help. It helps a ton. Like the problem we have in this industry is, it's it's tough for everyone anyway. For a team, you you need to figure out how it makes sense for a team because it really doesn't. Like we're lucky that. Our our guys just love racing because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really make sense all the time. Well, J Bone, the purse has not been changed since <clears throat> Eric put it out in 1998, which we were just talking about. Like Eli Tomac, Jason Anderson, Marvin Muskan, Ken Roxon, and whoever else is like a hundred grand, big deal. It's not that big of a deal, um, you know. And it goes down from from there. The drop off in the purse is pretty is pretty high. So to me, the purse when Eric started it, I remember a definite buzz about the purse. And how much it was yeah, paying, and, I, sure. and nobody thinks that anymore. Nobody mentions it. The Feld guys do, but as far as the teams and riders, no. They but, could. Uh, why don't they chop up the purse half for the riders, half for the teams, and then you do a Pike and Bogle versus Grant and Tomac versus versus uh, Muskin and Tickle yeah. versus Wilson and, and yeah. Anderson, and that way. I'll, t- I'll tell you why it's not going to work off record. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Eric, Eric, knows, Eric knows where all the Literally, bodies are buried, yeah. <laughs> including mine. <laughs> What's that? Things do need to change a little bit. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, uh, hey, Jim. It's just, it's just been tough. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what have you learned about the 18 RMZ, brand new bike for Suzuki, and um, um, what have you learned as a team? What feedback are you hearing from the engineers, from riders, and everybody else about the new bike, what it does really well, and what you're working on, and everything else? Yeah, I mean, really, what it, I mean, what Suzuki's are famous for is how it handles. That's the first thing everyone liked about it. Right away, like, the, it was better in the corners, better in the ruts. Um, the power is a little more, but that doesn't really matter on our at our level, because we don't leave it stock yeah. power anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, the main thing is just getting the suspension balance right, and that's, you know, us on the weekend playing around fork heights and mm-hmm. suspension clickers, stuff like that. Um, 
really that's the thing. I think the main, you know, if you would say there was something, they didn't, it didn't have electric start, so that was a big thing that people were all bummed on. But it starts good when you do kick it, so that's nice. <laughs> One kick, you don't really need electric start. Yeah, yeah. So that's not that's not terrible. Obviously, we'd all like it, and I'm sure it'll get there at some point. But uh-huh. you know, the one thing I'll say about all the Japanese brands is they're real. You know, I'd say they're real careful, and they don't put anything out till it's perfect. So good or bad, mm-hmm. you, you know it'll be good when it comes out. But it doesn't always come out as quick as we all think it should. So uh, I don't really know why it didn't come out, but I'm sure there's a reason. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Pivot Works bringing you Jeremy Albrecht from Team uh, JGR Suzuki. 702-586-7857 if you have a question for the great Jeremy Albrecht. Uh, uh, in the order of mechanic wins in this studio right now, it goes J-Bone, Parabinos, and then me, everybody, in case you're wondering. I'm, I'm, I'm third best mechanic in this studio right now. Do you, are you claiming the Summercross? I do. Yes, he claims well, it. I claim Summercross, yeah. Mike Craig was there, Jeremy McGrath, Pedro Gonzalez. <laughs> I'm not even sure his AMA sanctioned that race. It, it probably wasn't, but McGrath and Pedro Gonzalez and I Mike Craig were there. I don't think it was. It That's doesn't matter. I didn't call it. No, it was no TMA. It's a fake Eric win. Already, it's a fake win. Eric already figured out you can't call it Supercross. Yeah. Hey, J-Bone, so for 2018, Pike and Bogle, 450 Supercross. Uh, looks like uh, Justin Hill will be 250s. Uh, Phil Nicoletti will be 250s. And we're hearing Jimmy Dakotas, and we're hearing Mitchell Harrison. What can you tell us? I can tell you that the only one that is signed – Right this minute, that's announced. It's Hill, which you know. Yep. There's another one going out tomorrow, the other signed guy. Okay. So it'll be out in the morning. And then the other two have not signed any contracts yet. So when okay. those are signed, then I'll be able to put those releases out. Okay, 90% of our people listen to this on downloads. So tomorrow morning. <laughs> tomorrow morning. It'll be, it'll be an old news. So can you just tell us what's coming out tomorrow morning? <laughs> No, you'll know tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right. Well, we think it's the code. You'll know in the morning. I was, I was actually uh, hoping I would have all the information, but yeah, uh, we were trying to. All right. I put contracts out last week, and not all of them were signed. That's bullshit. But I gave all three right. out the same day. Um, what are you going to do for the? Now I've been to your shop. Um, mm-hmm. you've, you're adding four 250 Supercross guys, two, two 250 Super Motocross guys. When that time comes, you've got your 450 guys. And you've expanded by hiring a ton of staff and, and another semi truck and another driver. Do you have enough room in the shop, or do you have any plans to blow that thing up and, and make it bigger? Because man, you guys have expanded. Yeah, we have expanded. I think Coy's probably going to kill me, but <laughs> um, <laughs> his favorite thing, staff. Yeah, right. uh, I mean, pretty much. So we had an engine department that did retail engines, and we no longer have that. We moved it. Uh, we gave it to Bundy, moved it outside the shop, and really that's one of the main reasons was to focus on the race team was one of them, but the biggest reason was the room. So moved that out. So the whole lower level is all going to be race shop. Mm-hmm. So actually starting tomorrow, now that I have more staff that started today, they're going to help build benches because we help everybody do everything at our team. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't know how to weld, you can hold something. Oh, yeah. They're, uh having a bench building party tomorrow so we're building eight new benches and um just going to change the shop around and yeah yeah we have more office space upstairs if, when i get more people and yeah oh, there'll, wow. be, there'll be room yeah. I mean, you always can use more room you'll sure. fill up what you have yeah you can you can move to we'll the other big building you know where they do the cars maybe push them a little 
Yeah. Well, I mean, when they built that, they thought they were uh, <laughs> building it big enough and they keep having to build it and make more room. And you never have enough room because all you do is save more stuff. So yeah, the good part is we will have to clean out our old stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, we're, we're holding true. on to that we don't have room for. So it's Yamaha so, yeah, no, like sales. Renee, we have a lot of Yoshimura people coming there. We're, we're going to have a parts guy, so he can help us organize it all. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we're doing all the engines there, 250 and 450. So, yeah, there's a lot lot going on. That's is, what I've been is doing, Leroy, trying to hire people. Is Leroy still involved, or what's Leroy doing? He ain't moving North Carolina. Yeah. Leroy is moving, believe it or not. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Leroy, moving to North Carolina. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Chasing the dream. Well, he does live in California. I don't yeah. love it either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and J-Bone. Yeah, he really yeah. got his house up for sale, so if it's not sold yet, maybe someone on your show will buy it. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine all the old RM maybe parts that are in? A, maybe he'll throw in the attic. RM in the deal. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if you go in an attic, there's like <laughs> cylinder yeah. heads and, and things like that. Number plates and all right. kinds of crap. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. No, okay. Well, good for Leroy. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on, yeah. so that that's awesome. Um, all right. We got a phone call for you, J-Bone, from Skippy. Skippy, what's up? How are you? Doing good, guys. How are y'all tonight? Good. What's going on? What's your question for Jeremy Albrecht? Man, I was asking, uh, you know, my brother the other day, if a modern version of Fresno Smooth came out, then who would the cast be? And I was uh, wondering if Javon uh, could even uh, put his hands on uh, an idea of who could be a modern Fresno Smooth. What current writers would do it? What do you think, Javon? Well, the problem is we're having a second one come out, and it'll have to be all the same guys except for me. (laughs) <laughs> is it All really? The same guys are still on. Yeah, they're, they're getting ready to do one. Oh, I didn't know that. I heard and, uh, rumors were, but yeah, Emig Emig wants to be in it. Seth Enslow. Hey, but I don't you, know if Jimmy Button be in it or not. But you can't be in it though. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not getting in trouble anymore. I'm staying out of that. Uh, I was telling somebody a story today how dumb it is that I. It's going to be like knowing grumpy old man. Trouble. I don't understand. Yeah, you you did that thinking this this can go over well with Kawasaki. Yeah, and for some reason I still did it. I don't know why. <laughs> Being young and dumb, I guess. Right. But yeah. Um, you and it, and it turned out to be fine. Obviously, the movie is funny if you look at it as entertainment. Yeah. But if you look at it as something that'll help my kids and the sport, probably not. <laughs> yeah. no. I, if, if Jason Anderson isn't in the new Fresno Smooth, then it's not it's not worth shit. He he would he would be a good yeah. good guy for it. Yeah, good there, fit. There are a few. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, Jason Lawrence would have fit pretty good when he was racing. Yeah, there's, there's a couple. Right. What about um, what about? I feel like Mohead Wilson's mechanic would fit right in mechanic <laughs> role over there. I, I, I've actually never seen the movie, so you haven't. No, I need to watch it. Oh, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. You don't even have any excuses. Well, I got a three-year-old. That's my one excuse. So watching well, a whole movie it. is tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, no kids. You got to for sure be over eighteen. Um, all right, Skippy. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. <laughs> Hey, also, uh, real quick, wanted to uh, give a big shout-out to our uh, you know, rep down in Dallas with uh, WPS. We had a big customer appreciation day, uh, and Fly Racing had a real big presence out there. And our rep kicks butt to uh, you know, represent Fly Racing. And, awesome. You know, What's his name? Appreciate everything. What's his Craig name? Craig Martin. Oh, Craig. Yeah, Craig's listening to the show. I know Craig Martin. Uh, Team Craig Green Martin. Days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I know Craig, good, too. Good dude. I just saw him not long ago. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, he was at Bud's Creek. I didn't know he's a WPS right. rep. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know That's cool. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Skippy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, by the way, J-Bone, yeah, um, your rider, Weston Pike, um, 
fellow fly racing athlete was really making fun of me hard at the race. Uh, I like to lodge a complaint with HR at, at, really? at, at JGR. Yeah. He was, he was making fun of you? Yeah. And he's the only one. <laughs> I think that's maybe. He was. Cargo shorts jokes don't count. Flip-flops no, don't count. It wasn't that. It was, it was, oh, he, saw he went me, deeper. He, he saw me riding. Oh. Saw the video of me riding a dirt bike. Oh, was, I did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> right. We were, we were wondering if the gear really fit or not. Yeah. They made that side. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it wasn't. Uh, so make sure you tell HR over at the JGR <laughs> that I'll be I'll be contacting them. Much yeah. Know, much like that person did with uh, with. I'm you. lucky. I'm lucky that I don't get called in there. I'm not going in anywhere else. <laughs> I'm not helping you. Yeah, really. That's that's the worst thing, right? Um, well, hey, uh, J-Bone, thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Um, no problem, yeah. It's been fun. And uh, too bad it didn't go well, you know, better for you at MEC. But, uh, I mean, Bogle won a, a moto. He won a national at the end of the year. Um, hold on. we got one more call for you. Hold on. Before that, you yep. Nick, what's up? You want to talk to J-Bone? What's happening? Yeah, I just uh, happened to listen to an interview on another uh, podcast where Marshall was talking about his, I guess, switch. And I was just seeing if uh, J-Bell had anything to say about that or if he heard it. What was he, uh, what was he saying, Nick? I, I'm, not, I'm not aware of any other podcast shows out there. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it just didn't seem like he kind of spun, uh, spun it, I guess, very good. I guess his relationship with uh, being on the team and right. his enthusiasm. Um, yeah, Jay Bone, anything, anything? Who was that? Uh, Barsha. Anything? He, oh. Anything about... Someone leaves, they don't have anything good to say. Right, right, right. But I'm not going there. Oh. It was, it was uh... Yeah, I, I, I feel like obviously it didn't work. Yeah. We, we tried to make it work. I think he's a cool kid. And, uh... Yeah, I'm not going to say anything, say anything bad, but it, it... Anytime they don't get a job... And it would probably be the same thing for me. If I was working for him and he didn't give me a job, I'd probably be bummed at him and say whatever. Right. Well, the, yeah, not, it's, not, it's, that's not, part not, of it. Not singling out Barsha, but the the next rider that gets an in, gives an interview about leaving a team and says, yeah, it was my fault I didn't ride yeah, that any well, rider. will be the first rider. Yeah, no one, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no one, no one will say that. And, and you know, you, you have to take blame on both sides. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't figure out how to make him him do better, and he didn't figure out how to do better either. But yeah, I mean that's just it. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't really know. It's, it's hard to say. If we would have figured it out, he'd still be here. Exactly, so and you know, didn't. teams are like it's relationship, and sometimes the best people don't get along after a while. You know, it's just it's a strange thing in life. I, I think Justin, this would be. I think this would be. I don't know that he doesn't like me and everything else, but I think this is a wake up call for him. And he has talent. Yeah, I think and, he's and, trying. Yeah. I think he's definitely trying really hard right now to turn it around, which is what he should be doing. And, I mean, honestly, the last race, I gave him a hug. I hugged his mom. We have no hard feelings. We didn't leave as bad as it probably comes across on whatever podcast. But, yeah, I mean, how could he say it went great? Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. He can't. Yep. Um, he didn't get rehired. Right. We didn't, like, it didn't go perfect. So, yeah. I get it. He should be a little bummed. For sure, but I don't. I don't think that he doesn't like the team. I mean, he's obviously bummed that we didn't sign him. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't have anything bad to say about him. No, and I, I actually told his mom the truth. You never know. This sport's so small. I almost hired Josh Grant a third time. So yeah. <laughs> you, you honestly, yeah. if you don't burn bridges, you never know. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Uh, so. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, we will see you, I guess, at the at Anaheim One. You aren't coming to straight rhythm, right? You're not doing no straight rhythm, even yeah. though it is a cool event. You know, the hard part is there's 
we have lots to do and there's lots of races. You can pay a million bucks and it still doesn't really mean it's going <laughs> right. to be the one you choose. So it's just, it's just hard. I, I wish there was, you know, you could pick and choose what races you do, but you know, the only one I really let tight pick and choose was the monster cup. Mm-hmm. And then I did offer it up because I wanted to do it because of Eric, but no one was up for it right now because we're trying to yeah. focus on new bike and, getting everything set sure. in the shop. So it really has nothing to do with the event itself. It's just more the timing and what all we have to do. Well said. So, um, I'll watch it. Yeah, no, we uh, we will too. Absolutely. I think um, it's fun. And I think this two-stroke piece of I will. it. Steve will be there really in person. Cool. Uh, I think the two-stroke thing is awesome. RVs, pump. Yeah, I talked great. to Chad it's today. people need. Yeah, people, yeah. Are, people are stoked on this thing. So. Yeah. Um, great idea. Good job, Eric. If it was you. <laughs> Whoever thought of it. Great idea. Uh, uh, that's not. Thanks, uh, Javon. Appreciate it, man. You got it. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Hey, can Jeremy, I, Jeremy Albrecht, everybody. Can I give a couple tickets for straight rhythm? Yeah, absolutely. There we go. So, we uh, just two tickets? Get, two tickets. Let's ask a trivia question or something. Yeah, exactly. Let's, just let's, 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 get, me, get yeah. me people excited about straight rhythm. And okay, we'll when give, we come we'll back, we'll have a trivia people. question. We're going to commercial exactly. break. If you want to stay on hold, we've got questions for uh, Paul Parabinos about some handlebar stuff. And uh, we'll get to more to that. And a question about Barsha, we'll get to that. But we're going to commercial break first. Eric Perinard. Paul Perbinos, Stefan Legrand, LeBigUSA.com, uh, all in studio. We'll be right back after this commercial, everybody. Thanks. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet, it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. 
The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines. Great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services. Whatever it is, rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS, featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, 
and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands... Please tell them. No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet, you're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at Michelin Motorcycle. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services 
are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking here. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy Wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild. Whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit, PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, 
or just like restoring bikes like Mathis. Pivotworks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, Pivotworks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And Pivotworks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to pivotworks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride Pivotworks. E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks to NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, 29% stronger handlebars, everybody. Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas, Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, all on board with us tonight. 
All right, we're going to give away a pair of uh, tickets to Straight Rhythm coming up this weekend. Paul Parabinos, what is the trivia question? And this is the first answer. First caller with this answer. And you need to tell him the answer because we didn't tell Tits the answer. So after you tell the trivia question, yeah. tell him the answer. Name a rider All right, that here we go. debuted with his new team at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. How many? Just one? Yeah, well, oh, you want to go two? We'll make it. We'll make it two. Name two riders. Two riders. Name two riders that debuted at Red Bull Straight Rhythm with a new team. Now go tell Tits the answer. Okay, I'll go tell him. Okay, and uh, coming up with Marvin Muskan right now. Let's get Marvin on the phone. And uh, first, let's do that, I guess. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, Parabinos, have you tried the mission? New mission Starcross Five? No, I haven't. Because Castle has a set. I heard. And he's dropped three to four seconds of his lap times. Really? Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. The Michelin Starcross 5, completely redesigned casing, more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall, and more pliable bead mounting for easier mounting. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com. They can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. Terrific feedback we're getting from you people on social media that have, uh, have uh, put these things on, Paul. So uh, I suggest you get some ASAP right away. Um, can Randy... Uh Mount them and bring me pizza as well. <laughs> that is a common question. I don't believe he's in that business. Okay. Uh, I think he just did it for paying, and that was it. Um, but uh, thanks everybody for listening. Pivot Works uh, brought to you Jeremy Albrecht and um, Vortex Racing bringing you Marvin Muscan on the show. J- uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com if you want a hell of a deal on a sprocket and chain. The same sprocket that Chad Reed and Cooper Webb used this past year. Bars and sprockets uh, the Babbitts Kawasaki uses to dominate arena cross. The V3 MX SX bar, 29% stronger, Paul, than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that the Vortex has put years of R&D and testing into their super strong bars without sacrificing weight, Paul. That's awesome. Vortexracing.com bringing you uh, Marvin Muscan on the show. Um, Line 4 says Tickle and Bogle. Does, does he win? No. Oh, no. No win. Um, all right. Keep, we're keeping looking for the, uh, for the right answer here. Um, coming up for two, name two riders who debuted at Red Bull Straight Rhythm, uh, which is coming up this weekend. Monster Energy Cup last weekend, of course. And uh, lots to talk about when it comes to tonight. Uh, TheBigUSA.com. Uh, go there. Get a Supercross book in French. Or wait till December and get it in uh, – get it in um, – uh, English. So fantastic uh, uh, to hear you guys uh, tonight on the show. Don't forget, sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. If you want all the discounts, you want all the deals, uh, you can get it right there. And uh, we appreciate you guys uh, downloading the show and listening to it. Don't forget, coming up uh, on RaceRx Online, we have a, a podcast, uh, Steve Mathis Show, coming up this week. Uh, Cole Seeley with his music guest. So that's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to uh, to have that on and all his music choices. So uh, it'll be fun. All right, uh, we have the btosports.com tweeted tits segment. I almost said Travis coming up right away. We have the uh, NFAB uh, JGR Suzuki check-in. Actually, that was supposed to be Jeremy Albrecht. But maybe we'll do something else. Uh, NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in. Gear Alley cold call. We are going to try to call Mr. Mac tonight about the Red Bull straight rhythm. I don't have his number, but I'm guessing it's 669-6969. Probably would be uh, would be would be Mr. Max phone number, race tech suspension emails, X brand goggle tear offs, all coming up uh, on the show. And uh, f- without further ado, let's welcome our next guest, 
This man is $1 million richer. He, as we said, he, he uh, led 28 out of 30 laps, two out of three hole shots at the Monster Energy Cup this weekend. He simply dominated. He's a Red Bull KTM rider. Marvin Muscan. Bonjour, Marvin. How are you? Hey, bonjour, everybody. <laughs> yeah, th- hey, we, got, we, got, we got a lot of French guys in the house tonight, Marv. I know, yeah. I know. I heard that. Yeah. We welcome our American friends. Listen, was it enough that you kicked our ass at Motocross the Nations? All right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, come on. Um, <laughs> hey, fantastic to, uh, to have you on, Marv. Congratulations on it. Um, are you taking the payout or the lump sum? What are you doing? Uh, we haven't decided yet. We have to, to figure things out and... Uh, but uh, definitely uh, working on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so sitting on the line for the third main event, I mean, you're thinking about it, right? It's got to be going through your head. Well, I thought about it uh, <laughs> when I crossed the finish line for the first model. You oh, know, okay. Winning the first one. <laughs> I was like, gosh, there you go. Now, now for sure I have to win the next two models. So, um, yeah. And then I just won the second one. And, yeah, even more pressure yeah. for the third one uh, sitting on the line. Uh, just thinking about my start, uh, thinking about guys like Trey Connard, um a couple of years ago. I don't know when it was, but when he threw it away on the last model. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and even, even Vitopoto when he crashed uh, battling uh, um, like a couple of years ago. So I was just thinking, like, like what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> because anything can happen. And all yeah. I didn't want to do is, like, to get, like, a second or third place start. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I, I needed to get up front and and because honestly i didn't know where basically where to pass like i didn't want to uh, try to pass anybody so i I, my my start was just unbelievable and Mm -hmm. and i was able to to run away and be uh, be leading right away so that was perfect uh paul you sat next to me all night at the monster cup yep did marv make one mistake Uh, If he did, I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, seriously. Like, was there one? Okay, your bike, your bike malfunction in the first practice, Marv. That's about it. Yes, that's about it. Um, Yeah, (laughs) you just rode perfect laps, man. That rhythm section. Actually, I saw you clank it one lap coming into the rhythm, coming into the stadium. Uh, Mm -hmm. One lap, you did not go like four all the way over or whatever it was. Uh, But other than that, Marv, it was perfect. I mean, he he made passes too. I think didn't you pass Tomac at the end of the long rhythm lane in the first moto? Well, I think he made a mistake at the very end, on the, on the very last uh, double. He, yeah. he tried yeah. to, you know, to overjump or and to go a little too fast. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, the 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 most difficult, uh, you know, part of that the race was the the first model because outside the stadium they they watered those berms yeah, a little bit too much. So mm-hmm. and there was like no rut, no line, nothing to, you know, to to go against it with the with the wheels. So. It was really slippery, and 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 Tomac passed me. I passed him back. It was a lot of bottle. It was it was pretty muddy, so that was tough. Uh, was there ones? Okay, so you went on the left side of the start, two out of the three, right? And I noticed Anderson went on the right, two out of three. Um, so did did Anderson just see you where you were? Did Anderson want to go on the left, and then he saw you, mm-hmm. Marv, go? So he went on the right, and and why did you pick the left? Uh, Jason told me before the third moto, he says, wherever you're going, I'm going opposite way. <laughs> so, uh, okay. and, uh, but, but you know what? Um, obviously, everybody wanted to go left because you have your, the rear brake to, yep. to turn and to help. But, uh-huh. but, but the first two hole shots, I mean, the first two models, the hole shots came from the right side. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so you know what? I, I went for the third moto, and me and Frankie were, were talking about it, and I was like, man, I, I mean, the whole shot came from the right, like, but I, but I want to go to the left, right, the right. rear brake yeah, on, the, rear on brake. the right side. Sure. 
And I just, I just, you know, chanted, and I just said, oh, "Okay, let's go. Let's go to the left." And and you know, it was perfect. Uh, yeah, Paul, I didn't, I couldn't figure it out which because there were pros uh, and cons to both. Yeah, right? if you yeah. don't break, you go faster. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, you that's just got to do the start better. Or yeah. my dad always told me that when you want to shut off, count to two and then shut off. And then shut off. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not a bad idea. Uh, uh, Marv didn't have to deal with the guy in the middle of the track, the announcer in the middle of the track. For the one minute. Dude, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I actually just saw that today. It was yeah. Crazy. You guys not see it? No, oh, there was an that, announcer sorry. that ran out there and Anderson almost hit him. Wow. It was scary. Um, yeah, I didn't know which way was better either. But yeah, like you said, the, 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 the left side, you could use your brakes. So there you go, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, it, hey, we, we talked about the uh, Geyser crashed out, Bogle crashed, although it was not his fault. Uh, but, uh, Hef came over on him. Uh, Geyser crashed, Tomac crashed coming into that section. Now, Tomac's crash was a little different, Marv, but was there something sketchy about that rhythm? Was it just the speed and then you had to slow down and time it right uh, in that first rhythm? Well, it was. I mean, when you come in with so much speed and if you don't let off, you, you can jump double the size of of the triple you have to make it if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh so so you had to slow down and and just wrap gas it at the last you know on yep. the takeoff and 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 time it that little triple i mean that triple is not big considering the speed mm-hmm. we were coming to so and you have to land it perfectly to be able to gas it perfect on the downside to hit the next triple so yeah guys like guys are just clipped the first one he had a big crash. A guy like Bogle, yeah, that was not his fault. But another guy, yeah, yeah. Like cross jump, maybe because he kind of like sure. over jump, yeah. and like the G out was was so, you know, so important that that it compressed the suspension and it throw him a little bit left. So, uh, I mean, yeah, that second triple was uh, actually yeah pretty difficult. It was it was a big a big triple. Um, hey, do you th- we've been talking all night about the motocross nations and and Team USA, but it also applies to you because you live in America. Uh, the Monster Cup is going to be one week before or one week after the motocross nations next year, and certainly you had a knee issue also that was hurting you. But I mean, what do we do with this scheduling? Would you like to see the MEC Marv pushed back to December, let's say, and maybe guys like you and American guys can do the this nations a little bit uh, easier? You mean in December? Yeah. No, no the Monster December? Cup. Put the Monster Cup in December. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always said, said that. I mean, I, I kind of <laughs> you know, wish. Right. I mean, those races like like Bercy, uh, Paris, and, and Geneva, you know, they are later in the year. We're already in boot camp training. We're already, you know, in, in like full mud training. So yeah, yeah. Those, 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 you know, races are, are in a good time. But, yeah, Monster Cup is a little bit early. I know it's not like a full supercross track, and I, was, I just rode for two weeks, and I was, you know, able to to feel good uh, physically and on the bike. But um, but yeah, Morocco's of Nations, you know, a week after uh, the nationals for us will be the best. I know the MXGP schedule is a little bit different, but yep. yeah, for us, American it will be. Uh, I mean, American schedule will be the best after. Uh, the outdoors championship and and Monster Cup uh, a little bit later, uh, right. maybe yeah, a- end of October max, but or, or December. Uh, I'm sorry, November would be. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, it uh, it's a little bit uh, uh, weird the the timing of it. It, it. Eric started the U.S. Open and put it. Eric, you're to blame. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's because you put, the US so open, you put the U.S. Open in the middle of October. You're the reason why we lose to nations every yep, year. Good job, Eric. Uh, exactly. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Marvin Muscan on the show. Uh, email Jake at Vortex Racing for the same sprockets that Chad Reed. Cooper Webb used, and uh, LeBig has a question for you, Marv. Yeah, I have a question. I mean, uh, I've seen it in the stadium. I mean, everybody was cheering for you. I mean, was you surprised about that? Because, I mean, as a French guy, you know, winning in the... Marvin is French? Yeah, I, I think he is a little bit. So, I mean, did you see all those guys cheering for you in the stadium? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just I think if it was me or somebody else from, from another country, I think it would be the same. I, I think so. I mean, it just, it just the fans were, like, so happy. I mean, so so excited to see someone maybe getting, you know, the three models win and then, you know, leaving Vegas with $1 million. I mean, that's yeah. that's why... That's why you know the fans. You know, come to this race. They they want to see uh, us battling for that. And uh, I mean, when I get the whole shot and and right before the finish line on that straightaway, I honestly, you know, I heard all you know the crowd because oh cool. I mean, they saw me uh, getting the whole shot, and they were probably <laughs> thinking like, dude, he's gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was yeah. that was. I think that was super exciting for them, and um, that's that's why this race is is so crazy and exciting. Marv, um, what was more nerve-wracking, the last lap at the Monster Cup or the last lap when you won a 250 Supercross title? Uh, I mean, I'm really happy the way I'm, I'm, I'm able to, you know, focus on my riding and, and, you know, not think about, you know, like, like, like for example, this weekend, you know, the money or stuff like that, you know, when, when I'm on my bike right now, I'm able to, you know, really focus on on the riding. So I was really happy about it, and then the pressure was not as as big, and I was super confident. So, um, yeah, maybe more in 250 because I had maybe less experience. You know, what I'm saying now uh, with all the, all the training and um, and the experience. Uh, that's all. Um, so there was more more nerves before than that. I think obviously on the line it was pretty pretty stressful this weekend. Um, but also when I won my first uh, 450 main in Dallas, um, yeah, 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 that was that was kind of the same. You know, a win is a win, and uh, it's pretty stressful. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for the million dollar winner, uh, Marvin Muscan, call in and uh, ask him a question. Uh, Marv, you got a new teammate, Brock Tickle, a uh, good guy. I've known him for a while. Uh, he's going to join the Baker's Factory. He's going to join you at Red Bull KTM. And uh, you I, you two are going to get along uh, uh, famously. Like He's a great dude, so I can see this working well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, I had also a good uh, teammate last year uh, as, uh, you know, uh, Trey Kennard. And, mm-hmm. and, and Brock is kind of, you know, the same guy. I mean, I don't, I don't see him... Uh, you know, having any problem with him right now. So uh, right. he's a good guy. He's you know he works hard and uh, and he, he's a good rider. Uh, you know, technically and he's pretty smooth right now in the KTM already. So yeah, I can see him. You know, doing really well uh, actually this year on the on the new team and uh, you know the way uh, uh, Red Bull KTM team and Alvin Baker we all work t- together. I think it's gonna be uh, gonna be good for him. Yeah, Marvin, I wanted to congratulate you because I just realized that you're the first Frenchman to win the U.S. Open Monster Cup. So <laughs> it, it took 19 years to have, a, to have a French guy winning in the race created by a French guy. So it's, it's doubly special. So congratulations again. That was a, quite, a, quite, quite an achievement. Yeah, thank you, Eric. I mean, it yeah, makes me really proud right now for sure.
Uh, so you're gonna do you're gonna do straight rhythm, and you're gonna do Paris, and you're gonna do Geneva, Marv. Yes. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, same schedule as last year. Yeah, um, that's good. That'll be fun. That'll be. Uh, we were talking earlier in the show. Eric said that you might not lose a race the rest of the year with these. The way you've been riding, and and these, you're so good at Geneva. You're so good at Paris. Uh, you could have a nice little off season here, Marv. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's the goal. When when you see how it went last year, I just just want to you know have fun and uh, do those races and win in front of the the French crowd in in Paris and and the the Swiss and French in Geneva. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I had such a good time last year, but. But you know, Eric uh, got some, you know, better riders. Oh <laughs> yeah, nice job, the, Eric. Races, uh, yeah, 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 so yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, be, yeah. gonna be tough. It's, it's just, to, um, just to make you better. You just honestly, have to work harder. Hey, honestly, <laughs> yes. is this okay? Is this? No, this is just me. Go. I've been to Geneva a ton. Been to Bercy, Lille a ton. I feel like they go crazier for Marv in Geneva than they do mm-hmm. in Bercy and Lille. Am I right or no? I think it's because of the stadium. Oh, okay. Because yeah, right. uh, Geneva now was was the biggest supercross in Europe. Yep. Now it's the smallest. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we, we have Geneva is turning to the new Bercy as far as okay. closeness of the fans to the rider. Yeah. And that makes a difference. You know, I mean, you hear the mm-hmm. fans better when they, and it's a smaller environment. They, yeah. they lose their mind for Marv in yep. Geneva. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to I see. Just hope, I just hope Xavier is not listening. Oh, that's, he is listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean honestly. I, that, I mean, the, I'm just saying Geneva. Maybe the building. Then it just sounds oh, like no, exactly Geneva it's, is is yeah, is yeah. is out of hand. It's for the loudest like, place in the world. When Marv passed Brayton or whatever a few years back, like the place just went nuts. You yeah. know, and I'm just yeah. Like, but um, to be honest, I'm excited for for Paris. And, I yeah, am too. A couple couple pictures of the new stadium. I mean, it, it looks it looks big, and the, the track's going to be nice. And I think the fans are. Are going to be, you know, yeah. excited to see the, the new stadium, and uh, and I think it's going to be, you know, a lot more people than what we saw in Bercy and Lille. So yeah. that's going to be awesome. It'll be right downtown Paris, which is going to be so cool. Have the electric atmosphere yeah. of of Bercy, you know yeah. what I mean, on a Saturday night, which yeah. is always so awesome. Uh, LeBig, you got a question? Yeah, I got a question. I mean, you you won a million dollar on, on Saturday night, and uh, you and the entertainment capital of the world. But you left. I mean, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Which, I mean, you, not, you, you took not, your call and you, you, Wait, you drove for four Marv, hours? Marv went home Saturday night? Yeah. Marv. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, but how nice was it to wake yeah. up at home on Sunday morning? No, it was. I mean, it was the plan anyway. And that's, you know, I mean, that's not really my style to go out there and then just, you know, like pretend that I'm partying like crazy or something. You know what I'm saying? I, we just... We just love. I mean, we are. We just want to, you know, to enjoy our our people, our friends, and you know, like, you know, my wife's brother was here, and then a couple of friends. I mean, it's just we went back to the hotel to to you know to say hi to more, more friends and with Roger and Ian and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just to have a you know a little drink and then we drove back. But uh, I know it's just. It's just not, you know, my style to go out there and just so, like party like like you guys, American. No, but we we, Steve, we we need party for you, so yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. We all go party together yeah. after Geneva. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and Marvin yeah, is yeah. buying. Oh, yeah. fantastic! <laughs> wait, though, wait. I don't want to go to that place. I don't want to go to that basement. I do no. not want to go to that basement of that hotel. Marv, do you know what I'm talking about? That basement of the old hotel. No, Marv oh, is yeah, too young for that. Too young for that. Marv's too young for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> that, was, that was before Marv. Okay, uh, don't take me there. Uh, I'm booking. I'm booking the club just for us. But uh, Paris will be fun. Absolutely, yeah. Paris will be a good time. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so Marv, how was 
the new bike. We saw a shock looking different. There's a different frame, a different little motor configuration without getting yourself into trouble. What would you think of the new machine? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's orange. No, no, no. no. I, I, I let KTM do, do their job. But uh, now, just to be quick, I mean, it's, you, you know how the factory, you know, of KTM are working so hard. I mean, they, they show, you know, from many years ago that, you know, they, 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 they try, you know, to get new stuff, new bikes. I mean, mm -hmm. they were the first one. That's just an example, but the, the electric start, I mean, I had the electric start on my bike since 2010. I mean, that's seven years ago and, and since then on the production bike. So they work so hard. So yeah, we're looking for, uh, for new, new stuff, uh, for the future. So that's, that's super exciting. And, and obviously the bike was working pretty, pretty yeah. good already this weekend after uh, a couple, couple of days on, on it. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited and, and thanks to the team for all their work in the factory. Yeah. Top five Husky and KTM. So I'd say it looked, looked, looked pretty good this weekend. Without a doubt, yeah, that's, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that, but the KTM and the Husky look like the easiest bike to ride. I mean, the riders are exceptional, yeah, right. but a lot of other bikes feel like they, they are not working as good with the riders. Uh, I'll ask the 2-2 when he gets on a Husky. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask the 2-2 what he thinks. Um, all right, Marv. Hey, thanks. Uh, oh, wait. The big one more? I have one more question. Okay. I mean, in a press conference, you could just call him. Yeah, but, okay. I know, but okay. in a press conference, no, I never, I never answer him. That's why he <laughs> get on the show. And exactly. No, with uh, Marvin, we text. I mean, it's better. Yeah. So anyway, uh, during the press conference, you said that uh, you're gonna, you know, with a million dollar, you're gonna buy anything your wife wants. So what, what did she decide? What did she want? What does she want? I, I think you, uh, you're not gonna be so so pumped because she said, "Hey, can we get a new?" Uh, a new uh, dryer and washer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, that's big time. No. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah no, nah, but no, nah, but I'm, I'm, I'm really lucky, you know, to have met you. I mean, she's very smart and I mean, she's already, you know, working on, on what we're going to do with that money. And, you know, that's also for the future and mm -hmm. to invest and stuff like that. So it's, I mean, yeah. I know she's not going to get a Ferrari or something like tomorrow. You know? right. Right. It's, not, so, it's not what she told me. <laughs> yeah. Probably some Louis Vuitton. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's not a, that's not a problem. And I know we're going to Paris, so we might you know do a stop over there. <laughs> last last time I was in Paris, I went I went with my wife. I think no no not last. But there's nations. I went brought the wife. We had to wait in line to get into the Louis store on the Champs yeah, Elysees. That's right. Oh. Yeah. We had to wait in yeah. line. Yeah, I went with yeah. James in the in the Vuitton store years ago. It was pretty entertaining. I don't want to wait in line to go in a store to spend money. It's not a movie. Anyways, um, Marv, thank you for your time. Congratulations, man. You rode fantastic uh, uh, this yeah. weekend. And, and thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, for sure. It was a fantastic night. And uh, for sure, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to forget about uh, this weekend. So, no. uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be awesome, you know, to think about it. And, and just to realize, you know, every time I think about it and I look at that trophy and the check, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's, it's and yeah, yeah, that trophy goes with you all year uh, in the truck. Yeah, that giant yeah, trophy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, he gets a little version too, though. Which yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah and that's what. Yeah, so I got the small version, and then they took it uh, in, in a pickup truck, and 
it's at the KTM uh, uh, shop right now, so it's pretty cool. And they're gonna fix the the misspelling on the check or not? Oh boy! Oh yeah, boy. they're sending a new one. I think. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> and I told and when Mattel told me that, I say, oh, that's cool. So I'm gonna have two checks. <laughs> <laughs> <It's double. Yeah. laughs> uh, and the best part, Marvin, is the fans. They have three more chances to see you this year. So next week, straight yeah. rhythm, and then we have a couple European races for the for the fans outside of America. So that's uh, that's really cool. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Awesome. awesome. Th uh, thank you. Thanks, Marv. <laughs> Don't come for me. We'll talk. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Thank That's you, awesome. Marv. Marvin Muscan, everybody, uh, the winner of the MEC, uh, one million dollars. French people are very nice. Oh, Marv's great. <laughs> well, how come DV comes on here and just starts yelling? <laughs> you, you know what? You know he, he won a million dollar, but you know he's not going to change. Great radio. He's a cool guy. He's a cool dude. He's yeah. not going to change. He's, no. He's a, he's, um, can, we, can we talk about his name being misspelled? I didn't know. Yeah, that, I mean, how come do you on. blow that? Uh, come on. He's been here for 10 years, uh, five years, six years. I mean, uh, I mean, his name is getting misspelled too. Mine is getting misspelled too all yeah, the time. Uh, you always come down. <laughs> yeah, but you. 95% of the time. I, it I'm is. with you. I mean, don't come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Don't you think that goes under the filing of uh, you had one job? Exactly. You had one job. Exactly. Yeah. Can we talk about Tomax number three on the on his back? Yeah, you had Instead one job. Number one. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, you know what right. I mean. That was. I, I mean, the happen. bike is number one. I mean, the uh, jersey is number three. I mean, it's ridiculous. But the check from what? I mean, I mean, it's, it's not. It's not a big deal. But I thought it was like, come on. I mean, you don't oh, do I that. Know. I know. I'm I mean, with you. Um, in front of everybody. I mean, no. Uh, Ah, all right, get let's, better at your job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get to some phone calls. One for Paul right here. Ryan, you got a question about micro bars? I do. I do. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. All right, so for microbars, first off, best bar I've ever used for my son. My son's six, went to Loretta's, cool. went and did the whole Cobras thing. Best bar ever. I won't let him ride a bike without the bar, That's hands awesome. down. Um, quick question, though, the, the, the bar pad, the one-piece bar pad, is there a reason why you run the one-piece? Is it for, like, you don't want kids taking the bar pad off? No, it's it's or, just it's just different. Um, I, I, that's installed, obviously, during manufacturing, but if you want to remove it for whatever reason just just slice it and it yeah, acts, like, it, a, slice yeah, it up. Yeah, acts like a normal bar pad so i mean uh no i mean we probably saved honestly we probably saved a couple pennies by not having to put a slice in it oh, there you go okay okay cool because yeah certain angles on the bar to get on certain bikes it's kind of hard to get to with that um on there so i just had a question about that but uh also one more question with the monster energy cup sure. um Whatever happened with uh, Craig and you said freeze, right? Yeah. You yeah. Guys, yeah. You guys already get get to it or no? No, we didn't, I didn't really see it too much. I saw the first one in main number one, freeze parked Craig. Main number two, Craig went for revenge and they both ended up on the ground, I believe. And then and that then was did it. it. End up in, did it end up in the tunnel or anything? Or no, did anything happen? Or? No, I don't think so. I went to go find Craig. He had already left. And then I went by the Moto Concepts truck to talk to Vince and I didn't see him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how bad it was. So, all right. Well, yeah, that's it. So, all right. Okay. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Uh, next up is, uh, Tyler. What's up, Tyler? You won the tickets to the straight rhythm. Was it Tyler? Yeah, yeah. guys. Well, congratulations. Thank yeah. You. All no right, problem. Tyler. You're going to have a good time. Yeah, I actually, uh, I just went to monster cups the other day and, uh, that was an awesome experience. I ended up getting a free, uh, like, Anywhere access pass to go anywhere in the stadium. No, wow. I got, uh, You're nailing it. You're nailing yeah, it. And, and then the people I was sitting next to ended up giving me, uh, like, VIP passes to go to Club Dre and hang out with everyone at the Monster after wow. party. I was like, no yeah. way. Yeah. Did, did you gamble? No? That was a good time. Did you win? Did, yeah, did, you, did you leave <laughs> up as well? 
It was my first time in Vegas, and I put, like, a $5 bill in a slot machine, right? Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, all right, I'll just run through, like, a dollar a game or whatever, because that's what it costs, and ended up eating my five bucks. And I'm oh. like, well, that must be a sign. I'm going to end it right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, not all of us get to go to monster parties, yeah. so I hope you enjoyed yourself. So. No, I really did. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience for sure. Uh, what's your question, man? Um, I actually was well, more concerned, like that new Honda, I'm actually was thinking about buying it, and now I'm seeing so many people go over the bars. And oh, stop it. it stop <laughs> it, dude. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no. you're fine. It's a good bike. No, I really, though, I, have, I know it's a good bike. I've ridden it a few times with uh, friends that own it, and obviously they've gotten uh, a lot of money put into their bikes. I live in SoCal, so pretty oh. typical everyone's got modded out bikes down here yeah. and Keith, i don't know it's just Keefer uh, likes it felt good for me yeah Kiefer yeah, likes I it like paul it did you put it your winner i put it fourth really yeah oh wow i couldn't it was a little it felt like a little stink buggish to me okay and i, don't, I just felt more That's comfortable on the other I bikes got. so yeah. it likes a lot of sag i know that it won the Kiefer um, shootout though so something to think about trust me though roxon's bike and geyser's bike has nothing to do with your bike Nothing. So, really, I hope not. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, thanks for thanks, man. Congrats on the win for the tickets. Thanks, Steve. All right, thank Have you, night, guys. Uh, no problem. Uh, we've given Durocross tickets away. We gave Red Bull Straight Rhythm tickets away. We are just givers tonight. Uh, nobody we can, wants to listen. We can, give, the we can give Paris Supercross and Geneva <laughs> yeah. tickets away. I just see anybody expensive. in France go see Xavier, and, uh, and, and he'll give you VIPs. Um, all right, let's get to uh, the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. This is always a fun uh, deal. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, Brock Tickle wore X-Brand Goggles to just finish off the podium at MEC, beaten by some guy named Dean Wilson. Uh, rode great, though. Uh, Fast Freddy Norn also wore X-Brand there, uh, and uh, and we love it, and we thank the thank the X-Brand Goggles for support. If you want a discount, email or just use uh, code pulpamx17 at eksbrand.com. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win, Paul. It's that simple. I heard that. Yep, absolutely. Michelin Vortex X-Brand, Paul. That's, that's the winning combo. That's the winning combo. <laughs> These questions are submitted by not a Corey Moser, but a Swiss Corps. And the last time he submitted questions, we thought they sucked. And Paul was in for that also. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, redemption for Swiss Corps. 30 seconds on the clock. LeBig, we don't have any for you. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. We didn't know you were showing up. All right. <laughs> Eric uh, Bernard, Paul Perbinos, myself. Yeah, I was told that Corey was drunk, and so he couldn't do that. So okay. I'm that's assuming awesome. that's why. But uh, I read through these, and I'm hoping they go better than they did last time. Yeah, so let's hope so. We'll see. All right, so, Paul, you're going to be up first. Um, how much money would it take to get you t- to line up for an Enduro Cross right now, not next year or in the future? They're right ch- now? They're cheap. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't be much. Phoenix. Cover my week. expenses. <laughs> buy me a nice dinner. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. You're done. Maybe. That, that I, sounds I, like a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah because you're going to be Phoenix much. with some company. You should do that to impress your wife. Well, I'm supposed to be walking around with my boss there. That's also. Um, <laughs> but I can call the Husky guys. Tell me. Tell, Think tell about them. P- testing product at EnduroCross. That's perfect. That's yeah. definitely good product testing. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Uh, we rely on your age and your right vet class. Okay. Uh, okay. 34. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> the promoter sitting right here says we're going to lie we're on your age. fudge my birth certificate. <laughs> um, you know, I talked to the Entignaps. I talked to uh, Pipes. I talked to a bunch of guys. They're like, hell no. Yeah. Congratulations, though. Paul will do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll they're, do it. They're wrong because it's not really 
that hard. Yeah. It's hard, but not that right. hard. Uh, well, Austin Coble will have him on the show, and he's going to do it. And uh, Colton Eck almost won the, yeah, the B main. Yeah. So, uh, all right. All right, Eric. First question: If you could choose any rider ever, who would be your first choice to race in enduro cross? Wow. Uh, you know, Justin Barsha was ready to do one, and he was really enthused about it. He had, he, he had the bike, he had, he had the bike ready, and Honda stopped him when he was actually leaving Geico to go to race Ontario Enduro Cross. And I think he would have been pretty good. What do you mean? He was all loaded. He did, he, yeah, it, it was. He was locked and loaded. You and, think he'd be good at it? I think he would have been good because he he, he has good off-road techniques, and I think he would have been pretty. What about Osborne? He's too aggressive. I mean, Osborne, of course, is a natural. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he's he's kind of an off-roader as well. But yeah. we're talking about right, right. a guy that didn't excel. Stu. Oh, he could—he jumped yeah. the whole water Stu pit, yeah. jumped the log yeah. pit. Yeah. <laughs> Stu would send it. Yeah, Paul Sell wanted to do one at the time, too. I bet he'd be good at it. He'd be, yeah. Yeah. It. He'd be yeah. really good. And, uh, All right, next question. All right, so Steve, what is your most proud moment? Beds, Bud's Creek 2003 first moto or Nets at the Monster Cup? Uh, um, I got to go moto, like moto win with Tim Ferry. Yeah, absolutely. The Nets were good, though. The okay. Nets were great. The Net. The Sing- net. Singular. Thank you. The yes. net. And we're going to okay. talk. You know what? Let's play those voicemails we got. We saw a net this weekend. Right now? Something okay. I've, I've always talked about. <laughs> the fly uh, swatter, I like to call it. And, and they finally brought it up. Eric, I talked about getting rid of putting, putting bull berms back into Supercross. Yeah. And everybody said you couldn't do it because bikes were flying in the stands. And I said, put a net. I've been talking about putting a net. What, tits, five years? Oh, at least uh, yeah, but, 15, maybe. <laughs> no, no, for real. It's five no, years? No, it, uh, three years? Three to five. Three to five years of me around. saying, get bull turns back into Supercross and put a net up to catch anybody, like a foul ball. Or, Just like in Arena Cross. Absolutely. Yeah, nets. Um, yeah. Three strong And there was years. one at Monster Cup. And uh, let's play these voicemails I got. It's the next Nets one, right? Yes, yes. The one that says Nets. Thanks. God, you guys should see the smile on this guy's face right now. <laughs> they can. They can see it. Uh, I'm attempting. Still waiting. There it goes. Fucking net! Fucking net, Mathis, you fucking did it! The memorial net! You'll be remembered forever! Net! God, I hope they call From him the frozen prairies of Manitoba, Canada, to the hot, mean streets of Las Vegas, Nevada, there was a man with a wish, with a dream, and his man, his name was Steve Mathis, a hero for all people. And this man had a dream and a mission. I did. And a hope that one day, Bowl turns would return to Supercross. And behold, on Saturday, October 14th, and for the thousands live at Sam Boyd Stadium and the millions watching worldwide, that man's dream and that man's hopes became a reality. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the return of the bowl turns to Supercross with Nets. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Get on your knees and thank the Lord himself. The big supersexual, Canadian slash American, master of none, leader of all. The yes. man who runs and owns Paul Motocross. Uh, see all the passes in that oh, turn, Steve. Yeah. All right, that wasn't the greatest spot. <laughs> the disciple. The Messiah. Keeps going. Oh, yeah. The resurrector. <laughs> Of bull turns with nets. Steve Mathis. May the blessings be bestowed upon you forever. 
Pookie, oh. all Pookie has to do is play this I'm message later. And Nets, it's on. everybody. They did it. They listened to me. I can't believe they actually listened to me and they put a net up. Maybe in Supercross, we will no longer see 60 horsepower 450s tiptoeing around the inside of a turn, <laughs> thrilling Supercross ways. Tip, 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 around the turn. Maybe we'll actually get a bull turn with passing everywhere in Supercross. Bring bull turns back. Put up the nets. It's fantastic. Make Supercross great again. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next question. Okay, Paul, question number two. You have to quit social media or quit social media. fantasy sports forever. Quit social media. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the easiest fucking question. <laughs> I could have said that, too. Yeah. Paul is not big on the social media. He, he does it, okay. but it's... All right. Well, Swiss course questions. That's Swiss so course questions. All right, Eric, second question. What is an enduro cross obstacle you want to implement but have not? Shark pit. Uh, no, just a lot of elevation would be really cool, but it takes a lot of dirt, and uh, we don't have the time usually, and it's, it's just very expensive. I would like like a 50-foot climb. Hill, hill climb. climb. Yeah, 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 into the stands. Would, you, you, know, st- got, you need to go to the, the Coliseum. Go yeah, up the peristyle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just That's flood it. it with rocks. It's just logistic. <laughs> logistic <laughs> reduce that kind of dream. You know, you just yeah. have to be, you have to what do about, what you can. What about one obstacle where Stank Dog mm-hmm. is in the corner with a chainsaw? And he, he's chasing you. you got to get through the rocks or he's going to cut your arm off. Pro Taper will spend more money if you can go to the Coliseum and a rock hill climb up the peristyle. Okay. That would be awesome. We'll talk about that in Phoenix. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> spoken, like a, spoken like a true promoter. There's serious shit going on with those guys. All right, next question. All right. So I had a this good is conversation with Tony Lassie, by the way, at the MEC. Yeah? Oh, 20 minutes. Wow. Tony and I. Jake says nothing, awesome. n- nothing yeah, but yeah, good things yeah, about him. Yeah. We were just broing down. We were just broing down. As I sit, like as I sit next to the contract. Of MX Sports. Yeah, yeah, that's the man. The guy who wrote that letter. <laughs> that contract. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Next question. <laughs> 2021 Supercross Series future me? headline. Yeah. Yes, this is for you. Yeah. Okay. Future headlines. Alta, the dawn of a new era in Supercross or Alta, close but no cigar. They will not be the new era. I, they will be in Supercross, I think, but I'm not going to say they're the dawn of a new era and everybody's going to race them. So I'll go with uh, close but no cigar. But I rode an Alta last week, and I love it. It's uh, You have one. Yeah, I do. And, and I can't tell you how much fun it was. Paul, you've got to ride one. I'll come do Endurance Cross if you bring me one. I did. <laughs> come to my place yeah, in Florida. Okay. You rode one? Yeah, yeah together. We, we all rode. Yep. They're heavier than a 450. They feel 20 pounds lighter than a 450. Yeah. They, they're so fun. They're so much. Oh, I mean, I loved it. I only My only regret was I rode at the end of the day when all my hands and arms were already beat. Oh. But hmm. um, what fun. That's it's just unreal. It's unbelievable. Put, put you just you get on, out of the put, bike. You get a big smile on your face, and just just what what, what the fuck happened? Put yeah, Steve like, on yeah. a track with bull berms on an Alta with, oh, nets. with nets. Oh <laughs> my god! It, they, honestly, heavy nets, heavy nets. I I, I think the I think the Alta is awesome. Uh, I think everybody should try one. You'll love it. If you if you if you hate the idea of electric bike, you're just an idiot. Uh, there's a spot for an electric bike. There's a spot yeah. for a few, for a gas bike, and and it's an alternative. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's yeah. not a solution. It's just no. a, it's a choice. Yep. Yep. And people need to realize it's a good one. All right. Okay, Paul, third question. What are your thoughts on the dumbing down of the starting technique in Supercross? Grades, whole shot devices, traction control, etc. Um I'm on the fence a little bit, but I, I like I like it because uh 
I, I think it'll speed things up a little bit, like make it easier to load the gate and all that stuff. It doesn't it doesn't really bother me. I still think the best guy yeah. the, the good starters are still gonna get starts. Yeah. The the best guy won Monster Cup and the track was easy. You put him on a circle track, the best guy's gonna win still. So I don't think there's um it's not so much of a conversation. But you can nerd out on it now. Like all the teams can set throttle position sensors and put you know, uh, mark, tell their guys where to sit, and you can really nerd oh, out. Yeah, true. So I never thought of that. You um, can because re- you, you know your surface. Yes. You, so, so you can super nerd out. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll help the bad starters, but I still think the good starters are going to get starts. I don't seconds, think much is going to change. Uh, I don't care about also, too, um, uh, mechanics don't have to wear those stupid A star boots anymore. Ah, Big plus. Yeah. Big plus. Yeah. 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 They don't got to wear those stupid boots. They start wearing regular tennis shoes yeah. from now yeah. on. Yeah. All right. Next question. That's a win right there. All right, Eric. Third and final question. You are a promoting genius. How does Eric Perinard fix the Monster Cup and the MXDN? Wow. First, you don't put them one week after the other. That would be the first thing because that's going to hurt both. Uh, I think it's just, you know, it's just TLC. You need to go into details and realize what's uh, what doesn't work and what works, and and fix it. You know, it's just uh, it's it's not that complicated. It's what I I, I reject that genius word. It's just uh, <laughs> it's not that it's not rocket science. You just have to look at every aspect of a of a race and event and just uh, fine tune it. So okay. it's it's a long story how to fix everything, but there's there's basically uh, you know it's just work. You just have to get into it. All right. Now, uh, Swiss Corps gave a bonus question for Eric. Is that okay, right? Yes. Go ahead and so give it to him. Sure. All right. How much so, would you like to wager? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. How do you implement Steve's B main idea? He just probably doesn't know my B main idea. Uh, so we're going to, if we do some Monster Cup main events in Supercross next year, which is the rumor, three yeah. of them, yeah, yeah. we're going to need races to take up the space of semis and heats. Because all the qualifying is done during the day. Correct. I said put the guys from the LCQ that didn't make it into one B main. It's funny because we just did that for Super, for Enduro Cross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, so. you put you put the seven deuce deuce and a seven deuce trace exactly. and dusty pipes in these dudes yeah. and tether and you let them loose. That's great racing. Yeah. Well, I think it's a great idea. And like I said, we already yeah. implemented it for Enduro Cross and it's working out pretty good. Because yeah. you, you give you give the B guys, and I hate to say B, but B is it's better. Yeah. It's better than LCQ, yeah. and you give B guys a chance to shine. And at, at the end of the day, it's exposure that makes us stronger, not not reducing the exposure. And uh, we want all the riders and all the team to to have their time in the light, you know. And that's uh, sometimes we forget that. All right, Steve, so, I'll give a plus. Third and final question for mm-hmm. you. Judging from the boar fest that was the 2017 Monster Energy Cup, are you nervous for the interest level of 2018 Supercross, specifically the MEC formatted races? No, no, I think that's going to spice things up. I like it. I, there's going to be new points, be new point schedule. There's going to be more 250 East West combined races. There's going to be some uh, bull three, berms for bull berms with nets. <laughs> I mean, no, not at all. Now, look, if Roxon isn't back, and I, I heard from somebody that rode with him. I'm not going to give give up his name, but Shmadam Shmim Shvillo, okay? But I'm not going to tell you who it was, but that's what his name rhymes with. Uh, I heard from Shmadam Shmim Shvillo that Kenny was as fast as him on the first day at Supercross. So Roxon looks to be on point to make A1 and be very good. Maybe not elite, but very good. But we don't know. But if you take away Kenny, is this going to be Marvin Tomac? 
Most you know likely. what I mean? Yeah. Most likely. So yeah. that's a little scary because, you know, so. Here, I'll make a bet with you. Okay. Here's who I think wins a race next week, next uh, year. Uh-huh. If he races all 17 races, I think Tickle wins a race. I wouldn't take that bet. I, I think he does too. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think Tickle's going to no be. No bet then. Tickle's going to be an Osborne guy. Maybe not that big of a step, but absolutely. I think Os- Tickle, Tickle's going to be great. So yeah. without a doubt. Um, <laughs> so. That's xbrandgoggles.com. Uh, please check them out, eksbrand.com. Are you guys uh, heading out? Yes, unfortunately, yes. we have to go back to France. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a problem. Are we you, can win a race now. now. Now, you can't go to Paris Supercross, right? Because of your your buddies at Motovert? So no, you, I'm going. Uh, you're going? He's going to yeah, be there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Well, you never go to Bercy a little. Yeah, but that's it's getting it's, better. Look, getting look better, at me. I was working know? for Fell this weekend, so like, times are better. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, you know? that's a good point. That's yeah. an excellent point. We're getting smarter. No, yeah, what, yeah. what I was going to say was I'll see you at Paris, or maybe this weekend. We give people second chances. You know, I heard we're French are lovers. Yeah. You know, we're not haters. Right. Love. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you're going to Red Bull straight rhythm this weekend. I'm going to Red Bull straight rhythm. Yes, you uh, are. Yes. And uh, I'll, I'll send you the Red Bull private jet tomorrow. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I come too then? <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that. Uh, Eric Pernard, thank you, as always. Uh, thanks thank for you coming so much. in. Uh, yeah. it's been thanks fun. to the Pop MX fan because, uh, you know, it would be no fun to be here without yeah. plenty of people listening. Yeah, and I think the Enduro Cross, our listeners have enjoyed the uh, Moto guys lining up for Enduro Cross and that, yeah. and that sort of that report, you know. So, and it's, uh, a, it's a small part of my life nowadays, but it's just, uh, you know, so much yeah. fun to. To, to be engaging with the moto guys in Enduro Cross. And, you know, I mean, we're talking about it with uh, freestylers this weekend. You know, maybe McNeil wants to do one as well. Oh, you know, okay, it's like yeah. everybody is, yeah. uh, it's just, it's just exciting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. EnduroCross.com, please check them out. Eric, thank you. Uh, LeBig, thank you. Book coming out in December in English. Yeah, I'll be uh, back so we can talk about it yeah. and uh, we can get some books, you know, we can give away and uh, yeah. everything when it's going to be in English. Sell some too. Yeah. yeah. Sell some too. No problem. Thank uh, you. All right, boys. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Uh, Lebig, uh, USA.com, and Eric Pernard uh, in the studio. And uh, we're going to come up. Let's do, um, let's do Race Tech email segment. Let's do that. Hot off the presses. There's no intro for that, right? No, there's not. Okay. Lebig, hawking the book as always. <laughs> Just. All right, everybody. Uh, thank See you. Boys. Thanks Take again. Care. Appreciate it. Uh, Racetech, racetech.com. Yep. Please check them out. Pulpamex yeah. 17 is the code. Uh, Racetech suspension and engines. Uh, they can uh, get the gold valve system, of course, which is their world famous uh, kit that works uh, well for uh, any bike. Uh, they've made their name on the on the gold valve, so please check it out. And uh, the OEMs, they have a tough task of making an okay suspension setup for a wide range of riders. Combine this with trying to keep costs as low as possible, Paul, and you're left with suspension that cannot can be improved greatly. Racetech provides personalized suspension setups designed specifically for you and your type of riding. Racetech. All right. Uh, this is from Gordy. It w- MEC. Talk, by the way. Put your mic down. Uh, it was painful to watch. Boring. It's too slow. The whole format moved along way too slow. And for Christ's sake, how many bells and whistles have to be on the track? Since the track layout was posted on Racer X, I could not figure out what the hell direction they were going to go. <laughs> Just make a typical Supercross track and put an extra time into building the track. Let the three-moto format be the difference. They don't want to do it. They don't want to make it a typical Supercross track. Yeah, they, they want it they, to be different. They don't want to do it. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. I was a big advocate for the quicker joke lane for many years. Uh-huh. And now that I saw it happen, I wasn't as pumped on it because everyone took it so early. I'm with you. So maybe they yeah. can complicate it even further and do a, a joker lane and a no-joke lane, and the no-joke lane is like fire pits and shark and pits. And Stank Dog? 
stank dog with a chainsaw. Yep. Something where yep. it's likely to you're likely to crash and you lose some time. Yep. You got to okay. go through it. It's like, like a, maybe, obstacle maybe a rock pile or something. Yeah. Um, American gladiators shooting shooting Nerf yeah. guns. We can have laser and blazer and taser. I didn't think the f- the Joker lane worked either. Well, as I thought, I know, and I was excited yeah, for it because I was like, "Oh, they're gonna you can set up passes." Everyone just took it the first lap. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Next uh, email from Alex. A uh, few quick thoughts from the MEC. The depth of the field looks thin. I know people are missing Tomac Bale, Tickle getting results with a little time on the team, and Bike Wilson getting third. Smith, come on. No disrespect to those guys; they are bad dudes. But really, yeah, I mean, you know, that's what you're gonna get. The TV coverage is terrible. M.A. and Ralph with RC piping up every now and then doesn't really work. They are far too concerned with reaching out to the occasional viewer who in reality doesn't really exist than trying to focus on the core fan. I've been saying, I mean, that's what they do every show. Yeah, they, that's what yeah. they try and do. Um, all right. I don't know. I agree and disagree, I guess. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, far play to Marv going for the kill on Barsha on start two. About time someone dealt with that clown, looked really aggressive on TV. Keep up the content, Al. Yeah, Al was in the UK. He just didn't like it. Um, uh, he said there was no spot. There was no. I mean, tits. I heard this from a couple people. The TV show, and I skimmed through it today yes. when I was prepping for the show, so I didn't watch it all. Uh-huh. They didn't show like like Bloss and the Bear had an incredible battle, and Craig and Freeze. None of that made it. You mentioned a number of things. I saw stuff on Twitter and violence and stuff like that, and I had zero knowledge of any of that stuff. And I watched every bit of what was on yeah, I mean, the, the broadcast. There wasn't anything going on up front, so you know you can't blame. Yeah, right? Yeah. I guess that's a downside of a short race. You know, it's it's harder to show yep. more action happening, but yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, okay, from Zachary. Uh, Zach says, I was thinking about how our sport has such a problem getting sponsors from outside the industry, and I was wondering if one of the issues is how small the logos are on the bikes because of how small the shrouds are. You can't see them on TV, unlike NASCAR. Um, They don't get mentioned much unless they're part of a team named Geico Honda. Just a thought, curious to see what you think. I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think it's the only thing, but it definitely is enough. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. all right, Alan sent us in. Uh, excellent interview with Jeremy McGrath last week. Keep up the good work. Second other competition at 2000 Anaheim was the best part, hearing Jeremy discuss how they jump everything on the track the first lap of practice and blitz the super deep whoops. I did like that. Yeah, thanks. I was laughing out loud at my desk. Yeah, yeah his little deal with Button. No wonder I was such a fan. I remember going to the Supercrosses as a young kid, and they're like, the bad dudes are jumping stuff with their perfectly jetted two-strokes, and it right? was cool. Oh, I know. It's phenomenal. They're, they're gnarly. <laughs> Um, all right. Warren sent this in. Hey, Mathis, I love the show and I haven't missed a Racer X podcast in two years. Enough brown nosing. Listen to the Monster Cup Joker Lane debate. I think they should make the Joker Lane a whoop section that is similar time to the regular section. That way the guys can blitz the whoops will gain time and the guys who aren't as quick will lose time and the super minis will miss it all altogether. What do you think? Warren from South Africa. What do you think, Paul? It's, not, it, a ba- it's not a bad idea because it's a, a set of whoops. It's, an, it's a... So I guess... If you can do them good, you gain time. But if you screw up, you lose time. That's a decent idea. Yeah, and this the little the super mini and the all stars they don't go through the joke lane anyway, so they don't gotta worry about those guys. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Uh, good job, Warren from South Africa. Great job. Great job. Uh, <laughs> all right, Steve from Eric. Steve, I have a theory that might play out for the uh, that might play out in the future for Tomac to race MXDN. I think Monster has a huge investment in Tomek as their number one athlete. His shoulder surgeries have been an issue with him getting back to the Tomek warp speed we have seen out of him. 
I think the stomach, his shoulder is fine now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, he's showing a lot of speed, and of course, the starts are his nemesis, but he's close to that final dominating talent we know he has. That being said, he still doesn't have a Monster Energy Supercross title. I believe Monster Kawasaki has no interest in exposing Tomac to another injury until he has a Supercross title. It's smart. Now what I hope happens is Tomac can find the space where he can comfortably and consistently ride just to the next edge and dominate Supercross. I think Monster will change their position once he wins a Supercross title. What are they going to change? They're not the ones who say don't race the MXDN. That he chose not to, but they are saying race the MEC. Yeah. And they say race the USGPs when they were here. Yeah. Maybe it's because they... Do they sell more energy drink in, in our country than in others? Uh, Europe just drinks coffee, right? Coffee and wine. Yeah. All right. That's the Race Tech suspension email segment. Uh, Racetech.com, please check them out. We uh, we thank those folks also, too. Uh, net. Alex Ray rode the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha bike this weekend, and they, Roost MX does the graphics for that team. Uh, use the code Pulp Nation um, to save at RoostMX.net. Full customized graphics, uh, pitch shirts, um, uh Jackets, any kind of thing, stuff like that. Official Cobra uh, merchandise. So if you if your kid runs a Cobra, uh, go to RoostMX.net. You can get a full line of Cobra gear. And, uh, and again, uh, you can put Pulp MX graphics kit on your bike. I've seen some of those out there on social media. And thank you for that, people. I appreciate it. The folks at RoostMX.net can make it for you. Please check them out. Uh, number plates and graphics and quick turnaround and all of that. And we thank those guys uh, for coming on the show. Uh, Ryan Holiday still to come up. Team Green Manager. A good friend of yours, Paul. Yeah, I was in his wedding. He was in, I don't know if he was in mine or not. Can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> really good friend of mine. Um, and so he's coming up, a team green manager. Thanks to Marvin Muscan and Jay Bone, Jeremy Albrecht, of course, for coming up. And Eric Pernard and Stefan LeBig as well. Uh, LeGrand LeBig, whatever. Um, all right, the NFAB JGR Suzuki check in. We were supposed to do this with Jay Bone, and I forgot. N fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. And uh, they support the sport, whether it's the NFAB Ampro Yamaha off road team with uh, Ricky Russell, Josh Toth, or it's the NFAB JGR Suzuki team with Pike and Bogle and many others. N fab.com, please uh, email us using contact form on Pulp to save with NFAB and uh, the fantastic company. And uh, we're looking forward to. Uh, Promoting them as always. The uh, Paul, the Infab JGR Suzuki check-in is this. With who? Who are you checking in with? I'm going to check in with you. Oh. Um, Mitchell Harrison and Jimmy D yep. are what we think is going to happen. J-Bone did not confirm that. I don't know that the Mitchell what Harrison we, thing happens. So a little, we had a little uh, bombshell with Mitchell Oldenburg, who was supposed to go to Husky. Yep. He ends up at Star Yamaha. Yep. Now the rumors have that Husky might go after Mitchell Harrison. I would think they do. I, I, to me, I, mean, I Harrison's think the best guy available. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so here's the check-in then. Okay. If they don't go to Harrison, who do you get? Who do you get? If who doesn't get Harrison? JGR Suzuki. Um, man, I thought about this, and I had a great answer, but on the spot now I can't remember. Um, throw some names at me. How come I can't think? I don't know. Um, I mean, Anthony Rodriguez is available. No. Okay, I'm just you're saying throw your names out. Throw yeah. Some names out. Uh, who do they get? Uh, well, is it a okay? What do you is think it a get? Supercross spot or is it a, no? Yeah, Supercross only spot because uh, they're because I go. think they should put put Bowers maybe on there as a Supercross only spot. No, why not? There's no bigger fan of the Bear than me. Okay, you know that. Who who can they get that beats him on a Supercross? You know track? I'm a fan of the Bear. I'm aware, but who who can they get that beats him on a Supercross? Bike's not track? good enough for the Bear. 
What do you mean it's not good enough? It's a factory motorcycle. Yeah, it's still not that good. I'm, you're, you're asking my opinion. If it's a Supercross only spot, he's a guy that is. Did the bear impress you this year? No, but no, me neither. Who? Who? Nobody else is impressing me more. Hayden Melrose. That's a good pick. There you go. Oh, there we go. That's all a good sudden, pick. All of a sudden, Paul's uh, on board. But does Melrose beat Bowers on a Supercross track? I, I mean, maybe. I guess. That's a good pick. What about Jim, Jimmy D? How do you feel about that signing? Yeah, you got to put him in there for Supercross. He was the only Geico guy that put right? any results together last year. Yeah. No, he's he a great good. Supercross rider. I, I think that's a Supercross I, only I spot. I would back for him. it down on the great. He's a good Supercross rider. Yeah, okay, he's a good Supercross rider. He was fighting for podiums. He, yeah, I know you're trying to be friends with him, but I would back it down on great. I, I'm not trying to be friends with him. Just it's, he's good. He's good. He was very good last year. He's a great Supercross rider. <laughs> Keep going back and forth between good and great. He is. He yeah, is changing he is. everything. He's yeah. a great Supercross rider. But now he's great again. He's not. He's not as good outdoors as he is in Supercross. No, no, he's not. He's, um, he's a good Supercross rider. You know what? There was a lot of money spent at Geico Honda last year, and none of it much on Jimmy D. And he was beating everybody. Yeah, he was great last year. <laughs> so, um, all right. So you would go the bear. What about Sewer? He's he's out. I guess. I don't know. He doesn't want to race over here. I guess not. I don't know. Um. So you're okay with Jimmy D? So who? So they have Hill indoors and outdoors. They have. Jaybo uh, wants me to be more positive about that. They have Dakotis, who is maybe Supercross only. So there's an indoor outdoor spot. He's going to announce one tomorrow. So is are, is he talking Bichelia or uh, no, Cunningham? Jimmy, no, they're out. They're both out. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy D gets the spot announced tomorrow. In or out? Both. Is it? Oh, just Supercross. Okay. So then they need another inside and outside guy, and they need another Supercross only guy. They got Phil. Oh, Phil's inside only. Yeah. Okay, so they need an all-around guy. Yep. Okay, so now I'm not so much on Bowers. Would you rather have outdoors? Would you rather have Bowers or Jimmy D? That's tough. Because <laughs> Bowers is just too big for a 250 outdoors. Yeah, no. And Fab JGR Suzuki checking everybody. I think I go, Mel- I think I go Mel Ross. Okay. In and out. Yeah. There right. you go. Probably will do it pretty cheap, too. Save some money. Right. There you go. Boom. Boom, right Mathis. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> thank you, GL. All right, that's the NFAB JGR Suzuki check-in, and uh, we thank those folks at NFAB for all they do for us. Uh, Paul, surprises and disappointments from the MEC. Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Give me two surprises and two disappointments. Surprise. And while you do that, I'm going to grab a water. Okay. A surprise. Two surprises, two disappointments. i got to run the show while you're gone. I'll just talk to, I'll talk to you, Tits. Can I throw one in? Yeah, please. Let's start. Uh, the surprise was also the disappointment. That was Tomac crashing out of it and then not coming back. And they're just like, yeah, I'm sore. I'm just going to call it good. And I understand it. He hit his head, was, bro. No, I, I understand it. But that was a surprise that he crashed out and also a disappointment that that was just it. I mean, that was the, that was the end of the night for as far as the excitement goes in the pro class. I tell you what surprised me. The green number ones on his bike. That surprised me. That they went with a green number one? Cowie guy's not happy with me. I think they looked They're good. not happy with me either because I looked told way them I didn't like Barsha's it. bike, by the way. What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Barsha's bike, the lines didn't flow. I was not a fan. Your mom doesn't flow. That is true. <laughs> 100%. That bike looked awesome. No. Mm-mm. Everything except, I liked it all except the green number ones. Couldn't get on board with that. It yeah. looked like 250 being a beginner class at Dade City. I me. agree. Can't get on. Can't, I can't get on board with green number ones. I can't. I can't either. They're really mad at me though over there. I, I think I might have cut off my coffee supply. Ooh. Yeah. They were yeah. not pumped. I was scared to go get a snack too. 
These are things we got to deal with at the <laughs> yeah. races. But good <laughs> news, good news, Barsha and his family are no longer around at JGR, so I feel a little more comfy going over yeah, there. That's good. <laughs> so I can move over there. They got the Snickers bars in the freezer. It's fantastic. The Snickers ice cream bars in the freezer. Um, all right, disappointments. Um, I don't know if it's a disappointment, but guys are. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of expected him to crash, I guess, which sucks. But it was a little disappointing because I think. Um, uh, no, I did too. I, I, I guess to, I don't want to be Johnny negative here, but I, I him crashing out was as 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 surprising as as uh, to me. There tits, was tits that, not wanting to be here tonight. There was like right. there was three rhythm sections that. One was, yeah, difficult because you entered it with so much speed, and then there was that big kind of three in the center of it, but I just didn't think that three rhythm sections would get him into trouble. But right. uh, I, I maybe I thought that in the race, but man, he the, his practice crash wasn't good either. I just felt bad for him. I wanted to see him in the mix, but Supercross is hard, apparently. It's harder, I, than, harder than motocross, or it's just different, you know? I got one for you. Was it a surprise to you, and also was it a disappointment that when Hamaker, Hamaker, whatever his name is, Hamaker. cut the the start, was he making him? Was he making him? They didn't do anything about it. Did that surprise that was surprising. you? And Absolutely. Did it disappoint you that they didn't? Because I was expecting something to happen, but clearly they didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna call Tyler Keefe about that. It's his fault. But in hindsight, I guess even if they penalize him a few spots, he's still winning the overall because everybody else was all messed up. I think inconsistent. Yeah. 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 But um. You know, then you just make a he show. Was, of he it. was a bit surprising, I think, but um, and I and I like that this race for kids like that for a number of reasons. Not so much because of the track, but I think it gives these kids an opportunity to see how they perform on a big stage. And the kids that have won that race in the past, like R.J. Hampshire, Aaron Plessinger, Austin Forkner, like if you're able to win at that race, even though the track isn't you know a real Supercross track, I think it's the ability to show up uh, on you know with the big guys on TV in a stadium and ride, ride your ability. I think that shows something about a rider that you can cultivate to make him into something, you know, as, as a professional. Who was the guy that Kiefer was expecting to do better and he didn't? Oh, and then I don't know why. Enzo Lopes. And Lopes. Yeah, I don't know why he picked him. There was no no <laughs> chance he was going to do good. That, kid, that kid's very fast. I don't follow these And he's guys in enough, very good so. shape, but okay. he is... You you have to get a start to contend, and he that uh, he doesn't know how to get a start, that guy. Okay. All right. Paul Parabinos calls it. Um, yeah, all like right. It. Yeah, my disappointments are all the crashes for sure. Bogle, Craig, Tomac, and Geyser all going out is not good. Yeah, I would have liked to see more racing, I guess. But even on, you know, usually we've had easier tracks before and the racing's been good. We didn't see a whole lot of racing. Like and, the, and the Joker lane, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Joker lane was, I think it was a swing and a miss. I liked the idea initially, like yeah. when yeah. Uh, first race, when Tomac took it and, and Marvin didn't. Yeah. Yep. I said, cool. Yeah. Then every race after that, just everyone took it. And then that was, that. I and said it, it on the review pod kind of today. No Maybe deal. they need to go like, Hey, uh, evens and odds, take it different times. You can only take it within. They, the they wouldn't first remember half. that. No, they, nobody yeah, would remember they, that. It would no. be, it'd be too tough. for them. Let's do two, two Joker lanes, one easy one. And one that is like, yeah, like you said. Really difficult to get uh, through. Like an from, enduro cross track. What about the, guy, the guy's idea with a set of whoops? It's not so bad. It's not so bad either. Right? I mean, I've it's certainly so heard of worst, worst, uh, worst problems. Um, what did you do after the race, man? Love this Me? guy right yeah, here. Yeah, you. Um, did some typing for a little while, and then uh, went back to the hotel, went to sleep. You didn't go out? No, I'm 34 years old, and um, yeah, uh, I was tired and old, and I'm over it. 
I went to bed. Yeah, you didn't text me. I was asking you what you were doing. Yeah. We didn't go back out. We came home. I had to drop a bike off and then... Yeah. Didn't come out. Didn't have my wife there with me. Um, went... I, I kind of uh, got my uh, fix the night before, I guess. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, are you going to straight rhythm this weekend? Speaking didn't plan on it. No? Okay. Didn't plan on it. Am I going? You're going. I would like to go, um, we have a, uh, I wouldn't call him a sponsored athlete, but, um, cause I don't give him nothing, but, uh, Ronnie McFeller, I think he's using some pro taper product. No, is he? Okay. So I'd like to see yeah. how he does against right. all these, these, uh, yeah, no, no contracts with Ronnie or nothing. No, no, yeah. no. I think the only contract he accepts, he, uh, accepts is, uh, beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Sounds about right. Uh, all right, let's get to our next guest uh, on the show. We've talked to Marvin Muscan. We talked to Jeremy Albrecht. Uh, this man's riders uh, won the amateur all stars and the super mini class this week this weekend at the uh, MEC. And uh, man, the, the Team Green kids, whether it's uh, these two this weekend or any other ones, the MEC seems to be all Team Green in those classes. And this man's responsible for it. Ryan Holiday, what's up, Ryan? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate it. Uh, congrats on the success with uh, Hammaker and uh, and Jet Reynolds, man. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a good weekend. Both those guys rode awesome from free practice through all day, all night. And I mean, really, they both had perfect days. Qualified first. Seth got two whole shots, two main event wins. Uh, Jet qualified first all day, and then didn't quite get great starts, but still still made it happen. So. Made it a little tough on himself, but at the end of the day, he was able to get it done and made for an exciting race, that's for sure. Paul and I were talking about the, have you won all these races? As, as Well, RJ Hampshire won one year, but... He's won like six of seven Super Minis, I think. Have you? Yeah? Yeah, the, the Super Mini class, we've, we've got six of seven. Uh, 2014, we didn't win. Mitchell Falk won that year. Uh, we got second to him. Uh, and then in the All-Star class, it's kind of been a little bit up and down the, the first year in, I think the first year of the race was 11, and that's when Justin Hill won uh, for us in the 250 class. And then the next year, I want to say, was AC. He went 5-1 or 1-5, didn't get the overall, but at least won a moto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I think since, well, Forkner uh, two years ago, and then obviously Hammaker this year. So yeah. uh, three, three of the seven years in the 250 class, but... It's kind of hard with that one because you've got guys that are always in different spots, like the year that Plessinger won it. Yeah. He was getting ready to go into Supercross right after that. Right, right. So, you know, sometimes you have a kid that's fresh out the B class. Uh-huh. You know, Hamaco rode the Super Mini there last year, and then other times you've got a guy that's going right into Supercross three months later, uh, like McAdoo was last year. So it's it's kind of hard to have a guy every year that's going to be capable of winning that race in that class. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, hey, so we did a review, uh, MEC review pod on Racer X today, myself and Wygan and JT, and we kind of talked about the super minis. And JT more so than us, but you know, a lot of carnage, a lot of uh, issues with that with those guys over the years in that class. Of course, the track has to be dumbed down a little bit for for them, um, smaller bikes and smaller smaller guys and everything. How do you feel about this event in general, Ryan? Having super minis, like, is it a, is it super important to you and and Team Green, or do you get uh, some of the fears of say JT saying you know he doesn't like to see these kids get hurt? I mean, I think there's definitely pros and cons to it. Obviously, it's a great opportunity for them to race in that environment. It's a great platform for sponsors, manufacturers, teams, everybody involved in the industry to get a glimpse of what 
these kids are able to do in that environment on that type of track. You know, otherwise, mm-hmm. we're just running four or five lap motocross races all year long. It's sure. tracks that yep. these kids have been going to their whole life. So it's, it can be pretty difficult to get a separation and get a true test of uh, what they're capable of. And then obviously now, and looking towards the future, Supercross is uh, obviously pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times they're looking at kids that maybe have more potential in Supercross than motocross. So that plays a factor. And if you're just going to Freestone and Mammoth and Loretta Lynn's and all these other big amateur events during the year, you know, how do I know how that kid's going to ride Supercross? Sometimes, yes, you can tell mm-hmm. uh, they've got something special, but other times there's there's really no way to know. So. From that point of view, the race is pretty cool to to get them racing in that environment. But mm-hmm. I get the aspect of it too, where safety comes into play. And I think there's a big, and I don't like to say this because all those kids out there are very good riders. But yeah, you know, from the from the top guy to the 20th place guy, it's a pretty big gap. Yep. And the preparation is probably much much, much different yeah. between the first place kid and the 20th place kid. And I think you see. The, the carnage come into play because not that the kids aren't good riders or they're not capable, but they're just probably not as prepared as they should be to go into it. You know, they didn't get a chance to ride on a real track. They probably don't have Supercross suspension. I mean, I know the, the the early years of this race, you know, the first year AC rode the Super Mini, you know, he was legit. He was prepared. The yeah. bike was good. He rode Supercross and, mm-hmm. and it showed. Uh, then the next year we had Forkner on the Super Mini and he didn't ride Supercross one time and he raced on motocross suspension. But his talent was able to outweigh those factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think now you see kids that, you know, unfortunately aren't able, able to prepare probably as well as they should. And that's kind of why you see the, the carnage aspect to it. Because I don't think the track like this year, it wasn't for those guys. I don't think it was terribly difficult or technical. But, you know, if you had motocross suspension mm-hmm. on one little move on oh, a little yeah. bike, it's going to bite you in the ass. Yeah, so ask, ask Tim I, that's, Geyser. That's where you see it. Yeah, ask Tim yeah, Geyser. Exactly. Um, so you, so maybe cut it down to ten or something. I mean, if you were to do, do maybe, maybe, yeah, that's, yeah, that's maybe not a bad idea. But right. again, I think just, you know, I, I know for us, even from the beginning, um, the kids are mu- our guys at least have gotten much more prepared for the race yep. than from the beginning of it for sure. Now, a little birdie tells me that Handmaker uh, is is not he's a team green kid, but he's not one of the guys that gets a, a, the most support. Does does his win last year, his moto win last year, and then winning this year, does that change things for you a little bit? Is this kid like emerging on to, to being like a one of those guys, like a Marchbanks, like a real star, uh, or was this is he just better at Supercross than say a Marchbanks? Um, it's kind of hard to say. You know, I think Seth is someone that right now is really blooming and coming into his own. And, and as we've been able to provide more support and do more for him, he's improved along with it. So I think that's really cool to see. Whereas a guy like March Banks that you bring up, you know, he's been a, a top-level kid mm-hmm. since he was on a 65. Um, so he's always been a front-runner any race that he goes to and always been a winner. And, um, you know, I think Supercross isn't maybe his – best asset yep. uh, from a natural ability standpoint in, in Garrett's case, but, you know, he's a super hard worker. He puts in the work and, and he does what we ask of him. And, you know, he was really prepared for that race. Um, he, he stayed in California uh, for almost two months after Loretta Lynn's leading up to Monster Cup uh, to work with us and ride and ride our tracks and, and test and make sure that he was comfortable. And, 
you know, he was riding fantastic. I mean, he, he looked great going mm-hmm. into it. Uh, just one of those things that, you know, yeah. kind of snowballed from the first time he went out. He had a pretty bad crash and was banged up and mm-hmm. bad starts, and that's how it goes. So, um, you know, disappointing. Uh, we had high hopes for him, and yeah. he was definitely capable of doing well. But at the same time, uh, Seth was riding really well leading up to it. Yeah, uh, great. I'm out in California and rode with all the boys, all of us together, and, you know, he was plenty capable and prepared to do it too so um he yeah. did exactly what he needs to do everything i hear about this handmaker kid is just like he's uh kind of coming out of nowhere he's not one of these 24 7 moto dudes he doesn't get a ton of support and he's really coming on so i like that about him you know i don't know it's just one of those things that i think the kid uh that's kind of kid that you know I, I it's not a coincidence that a lot of these superstar amateur kids outside of rc and james haven't blown over, blown up the sport like we thought they would, and I think a Millsaps or an Alessi or even a Josh Grant or whatever, and the the kids that come in under the radar like a Handmaker uh, enjoy real good pro success. Ryan, uh, do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. You know, and like you said, he he's not uh, a product of a puppy mill mm-hmm. training facility. <laughs> puppy mill. And, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's. One way to look at him, but mm-hmm. you know he he does I it agree. on his own. Yeah. He's got his own program. He, he lives at home in Pennsylvania, and he's got a little track in his yard. And you know it's that's what he does to get ready. And he he manages his own program as far as his riding and working out. And yeah, you know every, everything that I do with him I, I, is through him. You know he's the one that calls and, and handles things, and he's the one that works on the contract, and he's the one that works on uh, you know just getting everything together for himself. So I think that's that's really cool. And he's super appreciative of, of the support that he's given. And, you know, like I said, we've, we've stepped up along the way as he's stepped up and, you know, he's, he's one of our guys for sure. So I think it's exciting to see the the parallel of more uh, commitment from our part and then the return on his performance as well. You know, he, he gets better along the way as, as we're able to do more for him. So I think uh, that's really cool to see. And it's rewarding for everybody. I like this kid. I'm on yeah. board. Yeah. Yep. No, uh, he's great, and yeah. our crew loves him. I mean, it was super cool when when he was here uh, in California this past week, and and riding. And, you know, all of our our mm-hmm. staff is out there at the track helping our guys. And um, you know, when yeah. when he was done and on his way to Vegas, he's like, "Hey, can can you?" He didn't have all the guys' phone numbers, and he's like, "Can you give me all the numbers? I want to I want to tell them thank you." And then the next day, I see all of our guys. And oh like, yeah, hey. uh, we like him. Like, oh yeah, I like this Seth. kid. <laughs> yeah, he texted me. He called me. Just wanted to say thanks. Like so excited for everything and. That's the kind of kid he is, and it's it's super refreshing, and it's just awesome to deal with someone like that. So we're yeah. pumped to have him. Parents aren't crazy either; like they seem they're good, they're not nutty. No, no, not at all. Like I said, I, yeah, yeah, you deal I, with him all the I, time. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I honestly, probably talked to dad on the phone twice uh, in oh, the last year and a half. That he's my new favorite amateur <laughs> rider for sure, without a doubt. Yeah. Hey, no, he's, he's super cool. Hey Ryan, we t- we talk about this stuff all the time over text, but um, and I mentioned it earlier in the show. But do you think the Monster Cup is is better for people in your position to watch riders on a track like that, or watch riders um, in an environment like that? Because you know, if you look at the past winners of the All Star Class, Justin Hill, Plessinger, Hampshire, McAdoo, Forkner, these are all guys that have become real real pros, and now Hammaker's a winner. So again, is it the track or is it the environment, or the ability to perform on that stage? I think a lot of it has to do with the environment, uh, first and foremost. Um, 
the track definitely plays a part. I was a little disappointed in the track this year uh, for those guys in the sense that they all ended up doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was only because the track limited them in what they could do. Um, which, you know, I get it. And, and, and people always talk about this with that event is that you're having to play to uh, Eli Tomac and yeah. Seth Hamaker and Jet Reynolds. Um, all of them have to be able to navigate the track and put on a show for the people there. So you can't put Jet on an Anaheim 1 track, and you can't give Eli Tomac the Minio's Supercross track. So you got to find a middle ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, you know, for the promoter and the track builder, that's super, super tough to do. But um, I think the environment has a lot to do with it. And, you know, you see videos of these kids riding on Instagram and riding Supercross tracks and, you know, they're, they're little Insta clips and they all yeah. look fast, as I like to call it. And right. they look like they're ripping and you're like, holy shit, that kid's going to kill it. Like, he looks super fast. But mm-hmm. they get there and it's a different story. And uh-huh. I think a lot of that has to do with the environment of the race, not so much the racetrack. I think, you know, I think with any kids coming into Supercross, they can navigate the racetrack mm-hmm. uh, to an extent. But when you put 21 other bikes out there and you're going for it and it, there's something on the line and, it, and it's meaningful, yeah. that that changes everything. Yeah, that's why Hammaker, bro. That's the guy. <laughs> um, hey, how are we looking? It's a kid in Dade City, Florida. His pedigree is phenomenal. <laughs> He's got all the all everything going for him. Red hair. His own, his own track. His own track. Dad's a Supercross champion. How's Evan Ferry? How are we looking with Evan Ferry? We're good. We help Evan. He's coming back. I know, but what are we thinking? I mean, is he going to be as great of a legend as his father? Well, you can't. That's got big shoes to feel. Big shoes to feel. Good point. Good point. You're right, Ryan. You know, but no, and I think Timmy's doing it right. Um, He's been there. He's done that. He knows what it takes. He knows that Evan doesn't need to be dominating and going to every single dirt bike race in the country right now. Um I think he's doing it right. He's taking a mellow approach. Obviously, the kid has talent. Timmy knows what to do with him and knows that it's a marathon if he wants to have a good career. So, I like it. I'm a little worried about Evan's Insta-bangers nonstop. <laughs> but I guess that's the age he is, right? Is yeah. that, that's just the age he is? That's yeah. the world we live in now. So. Okay. There's a lot of bangers over and over and over. <laughs> For sure. Hey, Ryan, what are what are your thoughts on amateur deals of like three, four, five, six years long. You're going to get him in trouble. And, no, gonna, no, I won't. You're, you're going to get him in trouble. No, I won't. And, okay. and what are nope. your, and, and, and how those deals of, uh, um, are being affected by the Supercross eligibility rule change that, w- that happened this year? How does that rule change? Do you, uh, how do you view that change and how does it affect amateur stuff? I, I think it's a, a, big change for the positive um obviously from our company's point of view where we were a big supporter of it not not just because um you know it directly affected guys that we had uh at the time or moving forward but i think everybody was on board with it every team and manufacturer thought that was a good move because you know every little tweak that you make in the rules and the, the progression of these kids from mini bikes all the way up to the 450 class it there's a trickle down effect to it so you know, you got to have the top talent in the 450 class, and there needs to be enough jobs to retain that top talent in there. And if you're blowing these guys out of the 250 class, uh, then there's nowhere to go. And, you, you you know, you have champions that can't get jobs, and that's not right. 
uh, in my opinion. Uh, the sport needs to have those those champions, the, the Jake Weimers and Dean Wilsons and Malcolm Stewart's. You know, they need to be out there in the main event in the 450 class on Saturday night, and then the 250 class. You know, I'm okay with Osborne being in there. I'm okay with the older guys being in there. And um, you know, look, we have Martin. Mm-hmm. And you know, Martin's a guy that can win races and contend for a championship. And um, you know, a, a rookie kid or even a second-year kid, a lot of times isn't going to be able to be at that level. And when you're talking about a team like Pro Circuit, you know, they need to win. They need to win races and they need to win championships. And we need to have the guys on that team that are capable of doing that. And if that's uh, a, a Martin, then it's going to be a Martin. If it's an Austin Forkner, then it's going to be Austin Forkner. But yeah, you know, but, there was the, but but does 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 the rule change make it not doesn't doesn't put as much weight or doesn't make it as important to invest in a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old because now these vet guys can stay in the class longer does it make it less important to snatch up a 12-year-old yeah absolutely i, I think if you've got someone that's you know really really special it's worth um trying to make an investment that doesn't mean you need to give them a seven-year deal or something crazy like that but you know a kid like you know, we have a lot of great young talent. And, of course, we want to keep them for the long haul, and our goal is to bring them in to, to pro circuit when that time comes. But, um, you know, there's no way to guarantee that path or when they're going to be ready, when they're going to be big enough and all those things. But, you know, before this rule change, there was this flurry of panic, it seemed, between all the teams of, of needing to snatch up all these guys. I mean, I think it was the end of, like, right around Loretta's 2014 or maybe 2015, I, literally nine kids on my program were called by other teams trying, like, pro teams, you know, the Geicos and Stars and those guys trying to lure them with these crazy long-term deals. It, it was nuts. You know, every other day it's like one of the guys calls and like, hey, this this guy called and wants to do this deal. And they're like, are you serious? Like, you know, Mitch and I'd be on the phone every day. Like, is this really happening? Are these guys doing this? It doesn't make sense. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and for us, we've, you know, look, AC, we did his deal back in the day. Uh, Jet deserves it, obviously. Him in and, and bringing him in the pro circuit. But, you know, at that point, here you are, you're sitting on the, the winningest amateur kid of all time. And it's clearly dominant, very polished, uh, great kid, great family, you know, all of the things that you want a great ambassador for the brand. Uh-huh. Uh, of course we wanted to protect that investment. You know, why wouldn't we want him to come into the pro circuit program? So that made sense. There was nothing that told us not to do it. Um, and then even when we did our deal with Forkner, he was a B rider. You know, he had a, a year and a half left of an amateur before he was going to go pro. So to me, that's not a long-term deal. That's just yeah. committing to the guy you know you're going to commit to. Uh, and, and truthfully for us, the only other one that we've, we've done that would be long was, was Marchbanks. And that was in this time when everybody was, you know, going after each other's throats, trying to get these kids. And he was someone that we definitely believed in and right. didn't want to lose him. And that's what it took to keep him. And, and that's what we did. And, uh, he's been successful, you know, he's yeah. won eight championships at Loretta Lynn's and he's been very dominant, uh, every year in his group. So. You know, we're, we're confident in him and we believe in him, so we're going to protect that investment. It's, but now it, it's different. It's a different environment now. And, you know, you look at our team with, with Pro Circuit and you, Martin and AC and Joey, you know, multiple years out there, proven race winners. We obviously know Austin can win races. And um, a, a 16, 17-year-old rookie is not going to compete with those guys. That's just not the way it is anymore. It's just crazy for me because every Barsher and Canard that work out, 
there's Zach Bell and Matt Bichelia that didn't, or whatever. Uh, um, like, it's no sure thing here. It's very much unsure no. that who's Absolutely. going to make it and who is. And and if you just keep digging deeper and deeper into these amateur things, you're you're enabling parents, you're enabling riders, and in some sense, you're almost setting them up for failure. You really are. Well, and it's a, it's a massive gamble on on the the riders and the families' part too. Yeah. Because look, they, if they're good now, uh, chances are they're going to be good moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they could be really killing it. Like you could. And it's it's happening. It's being done right now. You could throw a low ball offer at some kid just because you're giving them that guarantee mm-hmm. that they're going to make it, quote-unquote, they're going to make it. They're going to line up at Anaheim or wherever under the tent of a factory team. Uh, but, you know, they're going to get paid peanuts potentially of, A, what they're worth at that time or what market value is for a 250 Supercross guy at that time. So if I'm that kid that just signed a seven-year deal and I'm – dominating amateurs coming in. I'm the hottest thing coming into the pros and I'm getting peanuts for pay. I'm pissed. And the team's like, Oh, that's the deal you signed too bad. We're not going to give you more. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's not cool for the families either. And the team's not going to be like, Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah. We'll double your salary. <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. So I, don't, I think it's better to wait and, yeah. and, and, make and sure that if you're good, they'll like, find you like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't need to lock up that yeah. six year deal. You're, you'll find you. I, I don't know, exactly. Ryan. I, I go. I scream and yell about it all the time. Honestly, I I, I know you do, but it's I, it's a tough spot to be in. It, mm-hmm. it really is. And, yep. You know, if you're if you're going to throw that deal in front of someone, nine times out of ten, it's it's shooting fish in the yep. barrel. Of course, they're going to take it every time. Yeah. You know, to ensure their kid has a chance. That's yeah. all they care about. There's they a, don't look beyond that. It's just they're getting that chance. There's a there's a gear company I know that had a rider under contract. And like 18 months before the contract is up, the the parents call and say, yeah, we got a higher deal. We're out. And the guy's like, well, we got a contract. Yeah, no, nah, we'll break it. We got a, we, you're like, what? You have a contract. You can't break it. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're out of here. And, we're, and that, we're leaving. And that's one of the biggest values I think all these parents need to see and realize is, is that they have access to a brain like Ryan. You know, if I was a, if I'm raising my son to be a peewee football player, I don't know anything, but, um, I, I would obviously educate myself and try to be the know the most I can, but yeah. you're never going to know as many as much as the people that have lived it and been through it. And and I I I, I hear so many conversations under Ryan's tent or under whoever's tent of these parents, and they they know everything already. Yeah, they know everything <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, yeah. and I'm sorry, but you don't. Yeah. Like uh, no. Steve, you know more. Ryan knows more. I know more. We've been through the pro thing, and we've and we've been next to riders that have achieved great things, and and you don't know everything at that age. And and the biggest tool that you have is not the equipment Ryan's giving you; it's the knowledge that he can give you. And just listen to what he says, and it's going to go a long way. Yeah, but Ryan, we can't. Yeah, I think we can't overall with our. Go ahead. Well, we can't. There's there's nothing to stop what's going on right now with these deals like you talked about there's no organization there's no governing body the oems it's a wild west it's going to get worse before it gets better right i, I think we've already seen the worst of okay it. i hope we've yep. seen the worst of it yep. I, I think we're uh made a turn for the better right now and that rule change definitely helped a lot and um but does that mean it's not going to happen uh, of course it's still going to happen i mean Two of them just got done. Yeah, um, but right. you know what? I say, I say, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. let them have it. Because, um, like you said, the 
the likelihood of it turning out to be really, really successful, like, dang, we blew it by not getting that guy, uh, is highly unlikely. Um, you know, yeah. you you said it before, the, the Ricky, the James, um, yeah. you know, those, those were the two that really crushed it from day one mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, you know, and the other guys, for every one of those guys, there's, the Cole Seeley, you know, Cole Seeley yeah. was just on Team USA. He's won a Supercross. He's actually Honda rider. Yeah. You know, does anyone remember when he came in as a pro, who he rode for, what he did as an right, amateur? Right. No. Uh, Jeremy Martin only was good the last couple of years. And, all, yep. you know, all of a sudden he, he's Dungy. a two-time champion now. You know? Dungy has one title already as a schoolboy yeah, class. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely a, like you guys said, there's no sure thing. There's no guarantees yeah. whatsoever. It's very, it's impossible to predict the outcome and the success of it. Uh, I, I think the guys, like you said, like Paul said, the guys that end up successful and, and making it happen and doing it are the ones that listen. Yeah. And if I could have one thing for people is that they just, you know, look, we don't have all of the answers. We're not geniuses here, mm-hmm. but we've been through it uh, for a long, long time. You know, look at our program. It's been around for 36 years. We've had an unbelievable amount of talent come through it. They went on to be successful. We're partnered with the winningest team in the sport uh, with Pro Circuit, and that amount of knowledge that they have, um, mm-hmm. you would you would hope to think people would follow our advice. Yeah, yeah you would hope so. I, and also, I don't talk about these gear deals. Like, I don't get it. Like, listen, who's buying gear from? 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old that is wearing it, and as soon as he gets to Pro Circuit or Geico or Star, he's got to get out of this gear that you've invested in all these years. How, how yeah. Do you think those kids are selling gear, Ryan? Honestly, you have a better idea than I do, but do you think these kids sell gear for, for, for what they, these, these apparel companies pay them? Um, it's hard to say because with social media now, it's so influential, and these kids, like for me, growing up and you know paul and i kind of grew up the same way like mm-hmm. it raced regionally and you went to loretta lynn's and that was kind of your big deal and the other guys that were the top guys you didn't see all year necessarily like for me it was justin bucklew and johnny marley like yeah i yeah. saw those guys at loretta lynn's and you see them there I was like that's the kid i read about in cycle news that right 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 crushed it at world mini yeah and he wears fox and his bike is sick and this and that so i think maybe there's some influence in there because i think kids you know, they're at home. They watched Monster Cup. They saw Jet Reynolds win. They're like, that Alpine side there was badass. Like, I like his gear. His graphics are cool. I want to get his graphics. So I think there's some influence there. Um, you know, to put a number on it, that's impossible. You know, there's no way to know. Yeah. Um, kids like what they like for whatever reasons. I don't know if it's because Jet Reynolds wears it or Eli Tomac wears it. Or, you know, maybe they like the gear that some other guy that finished 10th place was mm-hmm. who knows yeah 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 but no i, I think I, I don't get hard it to man. put a put your thumb on it for sure yeah no absolutely I you agree. know obviously we hope that those kids winning and having success is going to sell kx100s and kx250s mm-hmm. True. hard to measure but you know that's why we're doing it at the end of the day yeah no absolutely um all right anything else paul no, I don't got nothing. You got nothing. You can just text Ryan tomorrow. And yeah, call. <laughs> yeah, I'll call. I'll, I'll. He kicked my ass in fantasy this weekend. I'm not real stoked about that. We can we can talk about I heard, that later. Uh, though Monster Tom crushed you too this weekend. This morning I heard that. 
Is that is is that who Hernandez Gun Club is? Yeah. Oh yeah, I lost both <laughs> leagues. Yeah, so apparently he did. <laughs> I I, uh, I also lost both leagues. I was not. I did not have a good weekend either in the Pulpamex uh, uh, league. Not at all. So. Um, I had a great sports weekend. West Virginia Mountaineers won. Pittsburgh Steelers won. Fantasy team wins. Two Monster Cup wins. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you later, Ryan. <laughs> what about your hockey team? What about, what about your hockey team holiday? No, no, no go. I didn't. I didn't check. I didn't check the pen score, but oh, okay. they probably lost given um, the way it's been going so far. Uh, well, hey, um, thank you uh, for coming on, Ryan. Really appreciate it, and uh, um, uh, good. Thank, congratulations on the success, and uh, we'll be in touch, man. Thanks again. Always, uh, I enjoy your opinion on amateur motocross. Uh, you, you're maybe not as hardcore as I am, but I think you're on the right track. Your heart's in the right place, and you want to do a good job. But at the same time, you're not super biased and super, you know, tunnel vision into this into this thing. So I enjoy it, man. All right, I appreciate that. We're just we're trying to do our job, and you know, yeah. Make good kids first and good dirt bike riders second. I like that. And I like this handmaker kid. <laughs> I like him. Hey, he's our guy. We're in. Uh, awesome, man. Thanks, Paul. Or Ryan. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> All right. I'll see, see you, guys. Uh, Ryan Hollett, everybody. Team Green uh, manager. Uh, um, I like some of the things he had to say. Yeah. The smartest guy you'll talk to about amateur motocross. Really? I think so, okay. by far. Yeah. Ask him anything. Uh, uh, Trivia, anything. I might he's, a, do- he's a super nerd. I might do that. Uh, Hal is on the line for Paul Parabinos. What's up, Hal? How are you? Hey guys, doing well, man. Uh, glad to hear you on the on the radio tonight, Steve. Thank Paul, you. I got a question for you. All right, I hope I got an answer for you. Uh, I guarantee you do, man. <laughs> hey, uh, so all right, uh, 2017 uh, 450 Factory Edition. I've been running the uh, standard necking rubber mounted triple clamps, right? Okay. And with the, with the Evo bars, love them. They were nice, plush. Uh, I've got cone valves from uh, Power Band. So everything's plush in the front end, right? So I switch from the neck end triples to the X-Trig rocks, okay. which have this, the old style handlebar mount, right? So the new style handlebar mount on the neck ends had the rubber mount, right? Do you have the neck end like a uh, SF, whatever they Smooth call it? the feeling no, system? Yeah, like the air pressurized clamps or you just have rubber mounted clamps? No, no, no. Just the stock rubber mounted uh, neck Oh, the end. OEM clamps. Yeah, correct. Okay, correct. okay. So so I switched from those okay. to the rock, to the extra rocks, yep. right? And those have got the old standard rigid mount, Okay. right? It doesn't have the rubber mount. But I have the PHDS X-Trig bar mount, you know, with the little yep. elastomers. Yep. Okay, and so I, I ran the Evo bars. I ran your Evo bars, loved yep. them. I switched to the contour bars when I switched to the X-Trig rocks with the PHDS. Yep. And over the last two races, the last two weekends, I've noticed a significant rigidity increase, right? Yep. You're a good, um, te- you're a good tester. So, so is it, is it the rigid mount bar clamps or is it the difference in the, uh, contour bars in the Evo. Where's my rigidity coming from? I, I, I would say it's the handlebars because the difference between a contour and an Evo, um, and I, this is a very hard mission for me to accomplish with Pro Taper marketing, but um, it's not just the price point. So the contour is a $74.99 and the Evo is $89.99. The contour is a five millimeter thick wall tube uh, handlebar and the Evo is a four millimeter thick wall tube. Um, the Evo flexes more, it's lighter, and believe it or not, even though it's thinner, it's it's harder to bend. The contour is heavier, um, it's more rigid, and it's easier to bend. So when 
you're saying that you're you were getting a uh, less vibration, more dampening um, with the Evo compared to the Contour. Yeah. You're 100% correct, and I have lab results that that um you know that I use for that I'm using for my argument right now. But um yeah, so I don't I don't think there would be as big of a difference in the triple clamp. So when you're going, you're still going from a rubber mounted system to a just a different style of rubber mounted system. They're both good. They both work. But uh, I would say it's the handlebar for sure. Yeah, cool, man. I appreciate that. And one one other quick uh, uh, interrogative from that. Do you guys have the Evo bar in the standard uh, KTM, either the stock KTM bend? I think it's the Suzuki and stock KTM bend are the same, I think. Do you have that? In so Evo? we make a we make a KTM stock, um, but I don't know that we have it in Evo. And and KTM's bar bend has changed many many different times because they've gone through many different manufacturers over the yeah. years. Um, and honestly, our KTM stock bend was set up before I worked at Pro Taper. Um, but when it comes to our Evo bends, um, I would just uh, I would say try to um, try to get on a bar bend that you can take from bike to bike to bike whatever you like i mean if you like something that's really low um with no sweep try our carmichael bar if you want something that's a little bit more neutral um still not too much sweep uh we have a new bend called sx race with which is very very popular with a lot of our racers is the bar i use if you want something higher with more sweep there's the henry reed bend um just go on our website and kind of nerd out on the specs and try to find uh one of those name kind of a one of our popular bends and that way you can just stick with it and take it from bike to bike to yeah. bike you know so yeah I've, I've been running the henry reed on the evos i liked them but they were a little too like a hanger yeah like, too I too high like and too much a... sweep maybe yeah try try yeah, sx need, race it's, it's, sx race is brand new it's basically identical to yamaha oem it's very similar to the um kawasaki the stock kawasaki bar the stock honda bar um yeah. like i said it's what i use it's what a lot of people use it's it's pretty comfortable Okay, cool. I'm going to try that out, man. I'll let you know. Thanks, cool. dudes. Thanks, Al. Thanks Appreciate for it. Appreciate it. Vortex Racing, everybody. VortexRacing.com. 29% stronger than the competition. The guys Vortex. at Vortex don't mind you coming in, by the way. I've, I they're know. They're cool. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They're cool guys. Right. Matt's a cool Some, guy. There's a lot of jerk-offs in the industry that, yeah. that you know, would get bad. That, yeah. That I want people to know they're not. That's they're, cool. They're not jerk-offs. I like that. Right. All right, let's get to uh, this guy on the line. Uh, JT, what bar bend did you use? I don't know, but you guys are dorks. I was on hold for that whole conversation. <laughs> Blame Hal and, and Paul. Blame Hal and Wait, Paul. for the, for the yeah. holiday thing or for the Hal thing? No, no, I'm, just the whole bar bend and sweep and just. We were nerding know, out. I, this, I almost is what hung I'm, up. this is what I'm paid. This is what I'm paid for, JT. I Go have to. Ahead. I have to be knowledgeable about this. Go just ahead. how you know how much a buckle is and right? how much a TPR yeah. is. I gotta know. You tell no, me, JT doesn't nerd know. out at fly racing stuff. Good God. Yeah. I just didn't want to hear about it. That's JT, all. what's the difference between the Evo and the hydrogen light gear? Where do you want to get started? I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to get started. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, what bar bend did you use? What did you use? Uh, I used a lot of different stuff. I used Pro Taper. <laughs> I used Renthal. I used yeah, but uh, bend, 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 not brand. What bend? bend? I switched around. Um, all I know is his levers were too low. <laughs> JT was I old school. whatever whatever that got put on my bike typically. Whatever Frank um, and Dan I, said you were going to use. <laughs> I remember using a CR high on Renthal at one point, but I don't know why. I shouldn't have been using anything high. Uh, I remember I used uh, like a Reed Carmichael, but then Carmichael changed his. Like I feel like those guys have changed their 
bends quite a bit like yeah and then between brands so i could never really keep up like i i used the reed carmichael one time and then that turned into like a reed henry and i'm like i don't know like you're like what happened to ricky's bend right? they do change right. like dino just yeah, changed his weird. bar bend before monster cup timmy changed his bar bend in the wrist injury days a hundred times <laughs> you know because it wasn't the wrist injury that was broken it was the bar bend yeah yeah. So, um, well, I think he was just trying to find something that was comfortable too. No, I know. Yeah. Hurting all the time. No, yeah. I know. But I'm like, none of this is mattering. None of this matters. Your wrist is broken. Mattering. 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 Um. Uh. Hey, we had Ryan Holiday on talking about the Seth Hammaker. Um. The wearing the fly racing gear. He took home the making uh, hams. Making hams. He said that Seth texted him to get every phone number of the team green technician so he could personally text each one and say thank you. Steve's new guy. guy. That's, Steve's new that's guy. my guy. That's my guy. All right. Fly Racing Zone, Seth Hammaker. Hammaker. <laughs> that's my guy. Uh, I don't think he wants to be your guy because you can't pronounce his last name. He uh, he killed it for Fly Racing. We're in the uh, hot pink gear. So. Did you like what Ryan had to say? Yeah. You, you were you were skeptical that he would be too guarded. Um. No, no. Yeah, no, it's good. He's probably got a lot of parents mad at him if they listen to his interview. Probably. Right. I that's mean, why, that's why I like him. Though. But but at the same time, Ryan said, like, hey, I we had to give contracts to dudes. Well, no, you don't. No, you don't have to, Ryan. I mean, oh, yeah. I get it that he did. March Banks, AC, Forkner. I get it. Yeah. But you don't have to. Well, he, no one's wanted, he a, wanted to keep him. No one's holding a gun to your head, you know? <laughs> um, Forkner looks like to be the real deal. He stumbled this year, but I like Austin's future chances you absolutely know? you mean winning races his first year you're you're going to go out on a limb and claim that he's the real deal yeah he's a he's a no, just, he's a future predictor in case, no i mean people might be like oh he got hurt this year uh no i'm not, I'm not writing him off at all i got nothing like that he's gonna so. win a race next year come on guys uh, yeah for sure right cool. what are you talking about I didn't say that, JT. People say these things. Um, well, people are. If well, you're writing Forkner, if anybody in hit the, the uh, hit the Watson off, dildo drop, you need to find quicker, quicker, out, quicker. Out All those thing. people in the chat room are 95 percent dildos. Um. All right, JT, we got a question for you. Uh, Danny, what's up? What's your question for uh, the great Jason Thomas? Hey guys, I just wanted to say I love the uh, the LE gear from the weekend. It's really cool. But the MXON gear, the blue, the red, white, and blue one, or red and blue, is that going to come out at all? No, it was just one-off stuff. Um, you know, it's it's hard to do that stuff because first off, you don't know if you're going to have anybody at Motocross Nations. I mean, that was the first first ride we've had in a while. Um, so it's just something we like to do. We, you know, we'll do Motocross Nations and we'll do the military appreciation and retro, but it's we always just like to do try to be a part of this stuff, but as far as in the line plan, uh, no, it won't be unfortunately. Uh, how do you guys usually go about like like making like an LE? Like, like what do you guys? How do you pick like color wise and stuff like that? Like what you think is going to sell the best? Uh, usually, you'll just take you know the the design team will come up with uh, all the looks that they like for the coming year, and then you kind of try to fit them into where you like them to go. Um, you know with Something like that with with that pink color, it stands out so much. You want to get as much attention on it as you can. So uh, we held on to it and released it this weekend, um, the Monster Cup, where, you know, when we go into it, it's not like we had pink and like, oh, that's going to be your Monster Cup. You know, it, it was basically you look at the whole collection and then you start applying it to certain uh, certain weekends and ideas where you think it's going to get the most attention. So, uh, um, so it's let, really good. Do you 
did you have to order the MXDN gear before you knew Zach was on the team? Um, and just kind of good idea. And so. Yeah. So you, but officially, you had to order it and make it get it all done before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you're you well, know, you're scary. gambling on some level. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but it is what it is. I mean, if you're yeah. wrong, you're wrong. But you can't afford to be you know sitting there and him get picked and not have anything. So yeah, it's definitely happened where we had gear and didn't use it. Uh, Paul, do you feel like Danny here on the line is angling for some new fly Ellie gear that we're going to give out tonight? The pink I, stuff. I don't know. I, I, I've never met Danny. I don't know what he has to <laughs> Should say. Should we give it to Danny, or is this too obvious? No, I want to make someone for... answer difficult questions to win something. We already tried that. It failed. It was a flop. We didn't. You were running back and forth with tits. You, no, no yeah, problem. we got a winner, and we have a true fan, a true winner. Well, give Danny, ask Danny a question. Excited. Ask Danny a See? question. Ask Danny a question about what? To get the gear, Danny, um, you ready to win some gear if you get this right? I'll try. Hmm. On the spot right now. Sorry, bro. Nothing better than coming up with questions on the spot with no direction whatsoever. I know. I got a question. I got a, I got a trivia question for you, Danny. Who won the 1997 125 East Supercross Championship? Oh, my God. Uh, I was only two years old. I would not know that. <laughs> hmm. You should take so. a stab at it. Who would, who, would, who would Steve suggest this question about? Tim Ferry. Yes. We got a winner. We got a winner. <laughs> Wait, one more question. One more, one more, Danny. Sorry. Do you like the Nets in Supercross? Yeah, I think it's a good idea, especially considering, like, you know, you mm-hmm. see, like, stuff with baseball and, like, the, the foul balls and everything, like, stuff like that. A bike is a lot more dangerous than a baseball. Absolutely, so. Danny. Stay on hold. We'll get, get his you. sizes, tits. Get his sizes. Congratulations, Danny, on winning the hot pink fly racing LE MEC gear that Seth Hammaker took to victory. <laughs> Fantastic. Good it's, good point. It's not LE. You keep saying that and I texted you that, but we're going to It's not LE. It's not LE. It's just regular fly racing hot pink gear. It's just delayed release. Uh Correct. it's available all year. Trevor, what's up Trevor? How are you? Oh, pretty good yourself? Good. What's happening? I've been listening to some of the 2016 Supercross recaps, and you talked a lot about the chase and possibly implementing that in 2017. Are there any talks about that for 18, or is it pretty well out the door? I don't hear anything, JT, about a chase happening. Do you? Uh, I don't think it's happening for for 19, for sure, or whatever, 18, 18, I guess, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm okay with it, but yeah. uh, Trevor, I don't. Yeah, I think it's kind of gone cold. So. Okay. Well, that's what I was wondering. All right. No worries, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm still okay with the chase, but I get teams being a little upset. But you know, I think the changes that are coming will be a nice spice up. I do too. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to have them and then complain nonstop about them, even though I complain about. All you, do is, all you do is complain. Right, thank you. Um, <laughs> JT, Monster Energy Cup, December 7th at the T-Mobile Arena. Are you in or out if that ever happened? I think I'm in no matter what. You're in. He's in with a smile on his face. He can wear He can wear his, uh, what are they called? Grantstones. Sh- shoes? Oh, Grantstones. He can wear his Grantstones. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I would be much happier with that setup for sure. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, do you think that would happen? I guess let's start that. Is this all just blowing in the smoke in the smoke up our asses by discussing this? 
Um, do, uh, do you think they would I, actually I think move it? If Monster said move it, they would move it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Monster would ever say move it? Um, what about like at the Honda Center in Anaheim, December second ish? It's a good question because I don't know. I don't. You, you always wonder how Monster feels like the event is going. Are they happy with it? Are they are they feeling like we are where it's it's needs a little something different? Or you know, you never really know. Um they could be completely, you know, excited about how it's going and you know, they had a guy win the million again and attendance was okay, I think, and they could be all good. So mm-hmm. uh oh. It's hard to say without the decision maker having them on the phone and, and knowing what's going on behind the scenes because I would bet it's a pretty expensive move uh, for what they're paying right now versus going to, to T-Mobile Arena. I, I bet that arena is pretty sought after right now. If only we could call Mr. Monster. I don't think they would take my call. Well, I know uh, you're tight with those guys. So um, Paul had a good point, though, when we were talking about earlier Eric Pennard was in. Um, you know, they got the drifting thing, and they got the, the best whips, and they got all this shit happening in the parking lot. Well, you can't do that, you know, down at T-Mobile or MGM, you know? So, if that's what they're into, that's what they want to showcase, that it ain't going to happen. Yeah, yeah do, and that's, do that's, need all I mean, that? that's all monster, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all monster stuff. Yeah, absolutely, so. um, Okay, JT, time for uh, your we, – we played this game earlier. Two surprises from MEC and two disappointments from MEC. Tits already said his disappointment was Eli Tomac. So. All right. Surprises. Um, I'd say Jordan Smith was a surprise. He's yep. better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, another surprise. I agree uh, with that. That's a good surprise. Man, I, I, yeah, I, I I would have to say that the millions won. I thought Eli had a shot, but if yeah. it wasn't invited, I didn't think anybody was going to win it. So the fact that Marv won all three. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty obvious, but I think it was more surprised that it was won and, and that winner wasn't Eli. Right. God, there wasn't much racing going on out there. No. No, there was not. No. Um, uh, two disappointments. Uh, I have to say Barsha was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he, uh, I think he felt like he was going to come out and, and turn some heads and get it, you know, back on the right track. And I, that bike should have been really good on that track, flat turns, and uh, it's a really quick accelerating motorcycle. But he just he wasn't wasn't great. Um, he made an impact on his very first start, though, of course. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that wasn't a good wasn't a good start to the weekend. Other disappointment, I will say, um, damn, I mean, Eli, Eli's the obvious one that's yeah. making an effort. March Not, Banks was a no disappointment for me. Yeah, March Banks. Yeah, that's true, man. He's, I, I was getting asked by a lot of people at, at WPS today, you know, who were the amateur guys and who was supposed to be good. And every time I said, like, kind of March Banks is the guy, I got weird looks from people and because they didn't see anything from him and some of them didn't even know who he was. But, uh, yeah, I would say he was him and, uh, Jordan Bailey both were yeah. very underwhelming this weekend. Jordan Bailey, very underwhelming. Both those guys are Hangtown, right? They're Hangtown bound. Yep. That's what I hear. Yep. So, yeah, that's odd to see that kind of performance when you're turning pro at, 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 at you know, in, well, in, in, May. Yeah, in May deals and everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, JGR Suzuki, JT looks to be hang- hiring Dakotas. Maybe Mitchell Harrison. Mitchell Harrison might be going to Husky, though, because Mitchell Oldenburg. Maybe they need a Mitchell. That's why they're doing this. They need a Mitchell. They already team. had the stands printed, I think. Yeah, they already had it. Um, Mitchell Oldenburg went to Star. Um, what are your thoughts on Dakotas and Mitchell Harrison either going to JGR or, or Husky? Uh, yeah, it's, I, you know, the, the Mitchell Harrison thing, I was, I'm happy to hear about if it does indeed happen. I, I think he was deserving of a ride. I think, uh, his results were deserving of help. You know, um, mm-hmm. if he does end up at factory Husky, that's great. But I mean, he almost won a moto. He was, I, I thought he was pretty solid towards the end of the year. He improved during supercross. Um, and then Dakotas, that's, that was surprising for me. I didn't, uh, I didn't see that coming at all. So I was a bit taken aback. Yeah, uh, because I mean obviously you got the whole the whole New England thing with Ziggy and Jimmy D. You know? Right, yeah, I just yeah. uh I don't I don't know what to think about that yet. It's uh it's kind of a weird match. I just never would have seen that coming. So somebody was thinking outside the box and uh we'll see how it goes, but yeah, complete surprise for me. Paul called him a great supercross rider earlier and I said he's good supercross rider. He's hit and miss. Uh, he came out at a couple rounds and was just on fire. Phoenix? And then, yeah. yeah, well, just, yeah, some races, man, he was just great all day and night. And then other rounds, he just was kind of uninspired and you really didn't understand why. So, I don't know. I think, that, you know, that motorcycle, um, they're similar in that they haven't had big updates in a long time, the Honda and the Suzuki. So, mm-hmm. I would like to see how you would do on the new Honda because I think that bike's probably a step forward. But uh, yeah, JGR makes a good bike too. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's a difficult uphill battle though on a uh, and I don't want to say outdated, but it's hard to describe it otherwise than outdated on the Suzuki. Let's um, let's bench race about this race next weekend. Hold on, I'm gonna bench race one more thing. Okay, silly season wise. Okay. So apparently JT Barsha got approached by Yamaha to fill in for Millsaps for at the MEC and turn them down. And apparently it may happen uh, partial partially true. Okay. What's not part what's what what part is wrong? Probably the turn down part. Well, yeah, I think it was um not a like a full season deal. No, no, and, no, I said for the MEC. Right. Well, he he turned it down because it was only one race. Right. Right. So, yeah. so now apparently though he, Yamaha may revisit this for Supercross 18 for Barsha and a Yamaha. Are um, you, is that a uh, is that a subliminal thing with Supercross 18? No, good good job though. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think he takes it? Are you surprised? Thoughts on this whole situation. <laughs> If he rides the bike and he likes it, well, no, I'm not surprised because it, you're basically just, you have a team with needs and a rider with needs, so you're, you know, connecting yeah. dots. Right. Um, I think it'll come down, and I, I think he said as much that if he likes the bike, yeah, why would I not do it, you know? So he's had success on a Yamaha before, and this bike seems and sounds like it's better. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see why not. You know, I think their their big hopes and dreams ride on Cooper Webb. You know, they weren't expecting Davey Millsaps to be the champion next year, so I, I feel like Justin Barsha could be in that same role. I think the bike's better. Much better. 
You do? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You were a Yamaha hater, and then Absolutely. you rode the Kiefer shootout, and you came up board. Yeah. I think they made big strides right. this year. It's a pretty good bike. Uh, okay, Paul, what were you going to talk about? What race? I was gonna. I wanted to bench race a little about Red, about Red Bull Straight Rhythm, but not so much about the 450 class, because I think that's uh, a pretty much... I mean, that's Marv? That's Marv. Who wins on the two strokes? I talked to Chad Reed today, interview out later this week on RacerX Online. And he said, well, he called Ronnie Mack some names. But then he also said that he thinks him and Villa will, will be in the final. I, I, I enjoy all the um, social media I do too. Uh, forwardness and shit talking. I love it. <laughs> I think RV posted just a, a, a photo of his stats yeah. today. Yeah. And I love it. I, I, and said that CR22 was there for all of them also. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, just yeah. in case anybody wanted to know. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, uh, maybe they should erase that white line down the center and let it let let people cross jump. Chad too. said, <laughs> Chad said that that video he did for the straight rhythm was basically all he's been riding two stroke wise, and he hopes to ride on Friday. I talked to RV at the MEC. He has not ridden at all uh, two stroke, and he's mm-hmm. going to ride on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And the pro circuit, it's a pro circuit KX250. Wow. Ronnie Mack, we're going to try to touch base here in a little bit. We're going to call him. Yeah. Hmm. Stank Dog, Mike Brown. Mike Brown is riding. On a two-stroke? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He ain't slow. Right? That'll be interesting. JT, can 65-year-old Mike Brown win? Straight rhythm, no. No? No, I think the whoops are are (laughs) not his forte. Okay. I feel like he's his bike's going to be good, though. But, yeah, I agree with JT. He's got so much more time than these other guys. But, man, he's got... Like he's gonna have a 2017 two-stroke. Chad's racing is yeah, but oh, go ahead. Those guys blitz whoops like nobody's business at the straight rhythm. Like yeah. I don't need Brownie having that skill set at this. It's uh, versus Reed. I mean, a guy like Reed, like he's true. gonna kill the whoops no matter what. Yeah, and it's a 10-second race or whatever. So. Chad said that uh, he's throwing in his 05 works motor because the. The replica motor wasn't as wasn't good. good enough. Yeah, so he's putting his whole race motor in. That's a big commitment because he didn't want to get dirt on that thing. No, no. So, and, I thought uh, he was riding a Honda. Mm-mm. Why does everybody Yamaha. say that? Williamson was saying That's that, too. That's what he said in his video. No, he just said CR, CR like Chad two, two. Reed. Like Chad Reed, CR. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, he's riding his, his Yamaha all with a white frame and white plastics and stuff. So it's, um, okay. So... I'm excited for that. Yes. You're going to be there. Two-stroke. Two-stroke battle. You'll be there. So. Uh, oh, I got a text just right now. There's no whoops of straight rhythm. Oh, boy. No whoops of straight rhythm. And Ryan Sipes is the sleeper. Ryan Sipes a sleeper? That's weird. Is Ryan Sipes a sleeper? I don't know. I think he's been practicing. He, he might be the most prepared. Stank. Stank could be the sleeper? No. No? I don't think so. Maybe. I, I don't think. But, I mean, how much do you have to prepare for this race? It's short and quick. and you, you tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'll take I'll take Reed and Villapoto over anybody that you've named so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> over Stank Dog? I'm going Ronnie Mack. Not bad. Ronnie does haul ass. I'll Here's take the thing. Can, can you... Anybody can, you've named so far. Can Ronnie emu, you know, emulate... Emulate. Uh, not emulate... Um, follow through with his image and his style and still go th- the speed. Cause I don't know. you can't just sky jumps. He's going to be needed. He's going to need to scrub. Yeah. Yep. Yep. For sure. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see, like, if Chad and Villo go to the final, It'd like, dude, great. that's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. If they're on the line, it's a two out of three, right? I'm buying a ticket. Like, give, like I'll, whatever price you want, I'm buying that ticket. Tits, are you in or out? In. You're in. 100%. Right? Yeah. That's probably the only thing I'll watch is just the two-show grace. Villo says... Only because of that. Villo told me he's feeling great. And then I said, have you been riding? No. (laughs) 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 Which is so, so RV. He goes, I'm good, man. I'm good. And I was like, have you been riding? No. Okay, all right. He's been riding a little bit. I saw him posting pictures of the Cowie track and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can't believe anything he says. No, I I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying. So... Someone just uh, tweeted that uh, Sipes will be racing on the Husky 300, so he'll have a slight CC oh. advantage. Power. Oh, boy. There's no replacement for displacement. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? The more I think about it, I still like Chad. Chad Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all this stank dog at Sipes and, yeah. and, and Ronnie Mack. I'll take Chad Reed, too. He did race Supercross last year. Right? RV has been off for... Yeah. I mean, he rode Australia, but yeah. he's been off. Yeah, we'll take Chad Reed. All right. Be interesting though. They did a good thing with this. I mean, this could be really potentially something big, JT, down the line. Like if they, if this works out really well and people get excited, like why can't Wyndham grab a bike or, or Pastrana? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's cool for sure. I, I would not be surprised to see the two-stroke side of this thing grow with guys that aren't really, mm-hmm. you know, full-time anymore. Okay, so let's go the next step. Wardy. RJ. Oh, no. boy. Dogger. Nope. No. Nope. Langston. Langston. Langston could still do it, but. Well, GL, and you're talking about GL, and then you said Rick Johnson. They're like yeah. 20 years old. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. Give me all of that. Give me everybody between RJ and GL. Tim Ferry. The, then you start handicapping them, so like the one guy can start like five seconds before the other guy based on their qualifying times and yeah. stuff like that. You don't think Jeff like Walker out there? You don't th- What's that, <laughs> Coster. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Jeff Ward like would hang it out? Put Bill Poto versus DeCoster. <laughs> <laughs> What's Cars Makers? Dungy, I, I was just going to say it. Cars Makers, too. I bet Dungy would do it soon. Yeah, I think so. Next year he'll be there. Yeah. What about Stu? Stu do it? I, is he still around? Yeah, Stu's still around. He's alive, if you mean by that. I think he's in a longest no, drive. Like, I think he's in a longest drive like contest that weekend. Oh. What do you mean if he's still around, JT? What do you mean by that? Look, he just hung up on me. Yeah, he got He's so mad. He's stupid this question. interview was over. <laughs> he's so stupid. He's mad about Stu. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right. You want to get him back or no? All right, let's try to get him back. Um, all right. Gear Alloy Cold Call. Let's try this. Pulpamex17 is the code. Gear Alloy Cold Call. SoCalSuperTrucks.com. And you enter the pro Pulpamex17 to save with Gear Alloy. Proud sponsor of the uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MCKTM team with Millsaps. Well, not anymore. Millsaps. Baggett and Bloss and Dakota Alex, I think, too. And, um... Yeah, coming up, uh, uh, Gear Alloy is a proud supporter of Ricky Russell, Josh Toth, and Cole Richardson. Of course, Jessica, JP, Money, Patterson as well. Whether you're loading up the head of the track, heading to work, or just cruising the street, Gear Alloy will get you in style. Get your truck in gear, Gear Alloy. This is the Gear Alloy cold call. Ronnie Mack. I got a number with a bunch of six nines in it, Paul. It's probably a landline. Does Ronnie even have a cell phone? 
think it's a landline. Uh, at your, mo- at JT, your mom's you house. JT, you there? Yep. All right, we're, 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 call- we're cold calling Ronnie Mack. Gear Ally cold call. Yeah. Is Ronnie there? This is Pitt. Ronnie, it's Steve Mathis from the Pulp Mech Show. Huh? This is Steve Mathis from the Pulp Mech Show. Who? You're on, you're on the internet radio right now. Is that FM or AM? It's uh, it's a combination of both. Let's 69. call it that. 69.9 AM. So, bullshit me. Ronnie, are you ready for the straight rhythm? Um, fuck. Is a frog butthole watertight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, shit. Everyone wants to always come out. They want to raise Ronnie Mack, like... Marvin Moose scan, too scared to ride a two-stroke, so they're going to try to throw Ryanville Potos. Chad Reed's on me, but it ain't going to happen. You know, I'm going to be the champion. Last year, lost to you know, Michael Jordan. That's what it was. Um, I lost him on purpose because Red Bull, they, they spotted me an extra $2 million. Uh-huh. So I figured, you shit, like, I better just let them win and then take the million. So that's where I'm at right now. Come out this year. I'm not taking no prisoners. Um, are you? Hey, Chad Reed and Ryan Villapoto, Ronnie, are like serious. They're, they're Supercross champions. They're serious pussies. That's about it. <laughs> Did you see Ryan Villapoto's Instagram today, calling you out with oh, all? Oh his- yeah. Well, the only thing that's longer than that record is my arrest record, <laughs> and that's why I couldn't end up being at the races to beat his ass. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're not worried about Chad Reed and Villapoto at Red Bull Straight Rhythm? Uh, no. Man, Ronnie. Why would I be worried about them? Well, they're, they're All great. they've been doing is they've been butt-fucking on four-strokes for years. Yeah, that's true. They have been. Huh, Jake? They don't even know how to, they don't even know how to finger that two-stroke pussy. That's true, Ronnie. How is the uh, the ninety seven CR, ninety six CR, whatever you got? Ninety eight. All right. So ninety seven was junk. I they saw ninety eight. Did you have it on a on a dynamo dynamometer t- meter today? We had a we had a dinosaur machine today that read numbers <laughs> off. Put out sixty 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 nine point six nine pounds of torque <laughs> right onto my tongue, <laughs> and um, it was uh, we ended up a four horsepower gain. Over wow. last year. Mm, that's pretty phenomenal. Um, you telling me. So, have you been practicing? No. Not at all. Why do I need to practice? Uh, Paul. It's called, it's called talent, Steve. Paul here was saying that against Chad Reed and Villapoto, like your technique about, you know, front end high is, isn't really going to work out because it's about speed, you know, at, at Red Bull, straight rhythm. Fuck, who cares about being staying low? It's about getting big air and putting that front end up. You gotta go. You gotta let those girls know what you're doing out there. You want to get that front in there. Let them know that thing straight up and down, and then you're going big. But at the end of the day, like I'm gonna win either way. It's not even a question about it. Like right, these guys, like I said before, they've been on four strokes. They've been part of the Kami Army for freaking. Mm-hmm. The four-stroke commie army for, for years now. They know nothing about protecting freedom. They're probably going <laughs> to kneel during the national anthem. 
What you, wow. <laughs> JT, what do you think about that? You think they're going to kneel? Oh, yeah, and that was another thing. I'd heard that you had, like, freaking all the French people in there earlier today. You run a damn comedy talk show in there, too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we had a lot of French French people in here. <laughs> For sure. It was, uh, how many flags did you burn while you were there? Uh, no, we didn't let them. We didn't let them. Whatever. You're all kneeling in front of each other, probably sucking wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, where are you at? The bar? Yeah, Ronnie. Maybe. <laughs> Ronnie, she... I don't know. Does your mom's house have a bar? <laughs> <laughs> so you're not worried about RV and, and Chad Reed? Like, you're not scared? I'll take Chad Reed in an RV and bend him over and fuck him in the butt if that's to me. <laughs> Not really, but Red Bull Straight Rhythm just got a lot more interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. Uh, gear Alloy Cold Call with Ronnie Mack, everybody. Get your trucking gear with Gear Alloy. Official wheels. Is sodomy of- even legal in California? I don't know. Gear Alloy? Well, fuck, they don't sponsor me. Who are your sponsors? Who are your sponsors? I had. Oh, the last sponsor I had thought he was a good dude, and then he all of a sudden he went off the wagon too, got all drunk, and got me drinking again. Oh boy, um, Ronnie, what if they do any sort of drug testing this weekend? Are you worried? Do you know? Are they going to do any sort of testing? I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter if they test me after the race. I still win. I don't even care if I get no trophy. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter if they come up with it with a water drug test. You, you feel your passing? Ronnie said, "What? What a bunch of horse shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. What are you gonna do? Arrest me? What, what what is going on in the background, Ronnie? I told you I'm at your mother's house. She's dancing on a pole. No, oh, okay, got it. All right, fantastic. Um, so what are we thinking, Ronnie? Like, just no problem here this weekend, victory? I don't know. You tell me. What do you think? Uh, is your bike tuned? Do you need a mechanic? Nope. I ain't gonna have you work on my shit. Uh, Tim you, Barry ain't won nothing ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I go. You don't know what it's like to work for a championship caliber rider. Well, I'll tell you what, right now. So uh, why would I have you work for me? That'd be a downgrade. And I plus, just, I ride a fucking Honda. They don't need to be worked on. <laughs> That's a good point. Hondas are, <laughs> Hondas are known for the reliability. Um, hey, we saw the video where you went back to the future. Saw your saw your yep. son. You saw your kid? Yeah, but he's a shit. What was that like? When did you find out about him? Head. I found out about him in the future. And he, I, you know, I knew right away when he was wearing all sorts of shit that he was mine. And then I was like, well, hell, like, I don't want anybody beat me. He's my own son, so I better go back and dominate and then come back into it, you know, and, and take championship over because he's on this damn battery-powered dildo bike and, I can't have no son of mine doing that. So I figured I'd go back into back into the present and, and come out in the window of straight riddle. And then all of a sudden, two strokes will rule again. And four strokes will be gone. Dildo bikes will be gone. And then two strokes will rule the world again. I heard Josh Hill was not happy with your Instagram smack talk of his him and his Alta. Well, he better not be happy. Like, uh, well, I'm not well, am I here to make Josh Hill happy. It doesn't sound like me. No. At the end of the day, Josh Hill, like, he's the most unembarrassed motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He's out there on a battery bike. Like, what is what is that? Fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, good point, Ronnie. I mean, you know, you're backing your facts up, but solid. Uh, we got a call for you, Ronnie, from Doug. 
Uh, Doug, what's up? What's your question for Ronnie Mack? Hey, I'm just wondering if he's going to shake and bake with the stank dog. What about the stank dog, Ronnie? I don't know. What about him? Surely, Ronnie, the stank dog. Me. Stank dog could be one that you one rider that you bro down with. Stank dog, yeah, whatever, you know, stank dog, great, you know, maybe, what, what, I don't even know what that even is supposed to mean, yeah, I'm throw down with him, I don't throw down with nobody, dude, I'm here to fucking eat ass and kick ass at the same time, <laughs> wow, that's all I'm concerned about, is eating ass and kicking ass, wow, that's, I don't, I'm not like here to bro down with anybody, okay, I'm here to do two things, I'm here to win and eat ass. Wow. Sounds like Langston. That's <laughs> yeah, not far off of what GL once said on our show. I'm going to give high fives and nut shakes. I'm not doing that. Wow, Ronnie. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited, Paul. What's your uh, So what's your Friday prep like, Ronnie? What do you do the night before your race? Eat ass. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, all right, Ronnie, we're going to let you go. Sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on there in the background. Ronnie. Oh, he's gone. He hung up on us. Ronnie Mack, everybody, on the Gear LA Cold Call. Oh, boy. Country Western Studio. Yeah, I think he was next up on the bowl. If, if, if Chad and RV heard that, I don't even know if they'd show up. <laughs> like, I don't even know. That was amazing. Right? Next level, yeah. We're lucky we got a hold of him. We're lucky he had a phone. Yeah. 669-6969. Well, he's still conscious this late. Yeah, it's actually pretty amazing. You got a good point. Gear LA cold call. Get your truck in gear, everybody. Red Bull straight rhythm coming up this weekend. So seriously, though, in the main class. Yeah. Who's in it? I don't know. Marvin, I would guess. (laughs) Marvin and Tickle? Yeah, Tick, Marv. What do we got? I don't know. Where's the entry Jordan Smith. Oh, Jordan Smith is in. In the big class? No. 250 class. Yeah. Okay. You asked the big class. Yeah, I did. JT? I got two. I'm going to pick up some more money. So I... <laughs> Why don't you do it? Who? You. Do the two-show class. What? It sounds like you can be seated into the semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm almost damn near positive that I'm out. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you don't do Enduro Cross. You don't do any races. You won't, you won't do Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Yeah, I retired, Steve. It's part of it. But the, I think he's he's making a Loretta's comeback in a couple of years, I think. No, I, I don't think so. JT, yeah? Um, it's in the plans right now, but th- those plans could change. We'll see. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it's a long way away. It's a lot of work, too. Everybody who does you know, it. It's expensive cr- and a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Chris Kiefer. Paul here. Everyone's like, it's so expensive. It's so much work. Uh, uh, Seth, Seth Rarick, same thing. It's just, nobody seems to have like a lot of great, they're just like, ah, oh, it's so much work. It's your, so sig- expensive. your significant other would not appreciate your plans that summer. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, JT. Uh, thank you for um, coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. And um, uh, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Anything, all right, guys. Anything have else? We got anything else to talk about? Uh, not really. When's the next show? We having a show next week too. No, nope, no show next week. But we're back the week after the SEMA. We'll be here. We'll be in town. Is uh, we gonna have Thomas from Intab on? Oh yeah, and Eddie Ray. Oh, we'll yeah. be here. 
David from, from right. your ally. Oh yeah, we're, we're we got a jam packed studio show. So um, awesome, man! Sweet. Thank you for your time. Uh, appreciate it. Have a good night, buddy. I guess. See ya. See ya. See ya, JT. Jason Thomas, everybody from Fly Racing. All right, commercial break time. Second and final commercial. Paul Parabinos is in house. We will do uh, uh, some voicemails. We will do uh, BTO Sports tweet at Travis segment. Tweet at tits. Sorry. Tweet at tits. Uh, tweet at tits segment. Uh, we've got a few other things. Uh, but thanks to Ronnie Mack for picking up. Appreciate it. Thanks to Marv. Thanks to Jeremy uh, Albrecht. Thanks to Ryan Holiday. And uh, thanks to you people. We'll be right back after this commercial break. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need. Because our passion reflects yours. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyraising.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the Pulp MX Show listeners for your support and share some information about Michelin motorcycle tires. Michelin offers motorcycle tires for everything from cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, and adventure touring motorcycles. And as we celebrate our 10-year anniversary of our iconic partnership with Harley-Davidson, you'll find Michelin Scorcher tires on an increasing number of factory-equipped Harley-Davidson motorcycles. New for 2017, Michelin introduces the new benchmark for sport bike tires, the Michelin Power RS. 
featuring many of Michelin's patented technologies, all of which contribute to the incomparable grip, handling, and flickability of the Michelin Power RS. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Fair enough. Let's focus on the Michelin Starcross 5. Because the Pulp MX show listeners are important to Michelin, we're going to continue to sponsor Steve's janky radio show. That's right. While I'm not like some people who say, I know everything. I do know a few things about motorcycle tires, and I'd like to share some of the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires with you. And I promise it's not a bunch of corporate blah, blah, blah. The Michelin Starcross 5 tires are specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain. They're available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions, and are offered in 21 size and fitment applications. Yeah, you like that? In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the redesigned architecture of the Michelin Starcross 5 features a bead profile that makes the tires easier to install. And everyone knows... Easier mounting, always a good feature. If you're riding on Michelin Starcross 5 tires, but you have friends that are still buying other brands, please tell them... No, 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 no. Encourage them to try a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires. And if you haven't tried Michelin Starcross 5 tires yet... You're out of your mind, dude. Visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires and install them on your bike. Who knows? They might just help you learn to do a backflip in a day. It worked for the Doom Goon. To learn more, visit MichelinMotorcycle.com and follow us on Instagram at MichelinMotorcycle. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys. They've been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike, and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Race Tech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Race Tech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Race Tech products are made in the USA. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Race Tech suspension and engines. Make it happen. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, and our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with 
confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at vortexracing.com or 800 440 extension 222 and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track. E.K. Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D Chain by E.K. The first thing you'll notice about the 3D Chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength, 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-Rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit EKChainUSA.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. 
Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV by taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit. PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented Pro-Launch Start Device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique Tack Hour Meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki, you can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hello, hello. There I am. You're welcome for the song choice, everyone. 
that's Pookie's song. It's Parabinos' song. But then Parabinos passed it on to Pookie because he doesn't care about music. And so and that's I where we're at. I picked this gem for you in honor of John's 40th. It's John's 40th, 40th birthday, birthday, Tits. Today. I don't know if you're aware of that. He's aged well. I did not know that, but I wouldn't have picked him for 40. John Mayer just mm. plowing through Hollywood's finest actresses left and right. Take advantage of your situation. Pookie thanks you, Paul. For the song choice? Yeah. Anything for Pookie. <laughs> That's right. 40th birthday for John Mayer today. Yeah. She's glowing because of it. Yeah. She's just can't believe it. Steve Mathis, the guy who got Nets and Supercross. John Mayer, who can play a guitar. Nets. I bought you a guitar so you could learn how to play me a song. It's right over here. It sits over here and collects dust. Yeah, it is dusty. I don't like your effort, Steve. I took one lesson. You did? Yeah, I did. Wally said you were a natural. Yeah, the guy said I was a natural. Really? Yeah. I think he was just trying to get me to go back, though. (laughs) Well, yeah. Then he goes, uh, he was like, what kind of music do you like? Because he was going to try and impress me and play some music. And I'm like, Van Halen. (laughs) And he's like, how about Pink Floyd? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right. Uh, Okay. uh, So, 702586, what? What's your, what's your problem? Can you just turn my headphones down just a t- tad? You know, honestly, <laughs> just, just slightly. I don't know which one you are. The forget about it. I forget. Hold on. It's fine. How's that? Nah, I got nothing. <laughs> four how's, hours how, into the show. How's that? Uh, down. Uh, too far. That's it. You get that? That's it. It's off or on? I got nothing right now. Hey, let me work the, uh, let me work so, the uh, drops. It's fine. Just forget it. Is that too much? That's good. That's fine. No, the last time we gave somebody the power of the drops, they fucked it up. My so, ears will heal. You're, no, you're, nobody's getting it anymore. It's not rocket surgery or well, brain science. I gave, it, I gave it to somebody and Crap. they screwed it up. So, okay, so 702-586-7857. Leave a voicemail anytime. Paul already got the subject of one of these voicemails all worked up now, <laughs> causing controversy. <laughs> but uh, here's the best of the best that was the voicemails, and, uh, and these are your calls, people. So let's do this. Yeah, I just wanted to know if you guys could give me a little more insight on why everyone's so pouty-pants about the Suzuki having less horsepower. I mean, shit, just get better at riding a dirt bike. It shouldn't matter how much horsepower your bike has if you're better at riding a dirt bike than everyone else. Ken Rockson annihilated the outdoors in 2016 on one of those things. You're trying to tell me he was lacking power? Come on. Come on. Just get better at riding a dirt bike. I mean... We're, Paul, you did the shootout with Chris Kiefer. It's just a stock shootout, so the bike was a little bit down on power. So that's, I mean, this guy saying Ken Roxon one doesn't mean anything when it comes to a 450 shootout. <laughs> yeah, so he's mad that the engine's slow. He says, that, "Yeah, what's we'll get better at riding motocross? Why, why, you know, why are you saying the motor's slow?" That's the point of a shootout. We're giving our opinion. Yeah, yeah I know. and it's the worst of them. Yeah. So. So there you go. If he wants to ride a yellow bike, put put some and make it go faster. He yeah. can do that. I'm Ken sure. Roxon did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great bike. All right. Yo, Steve Ball, Cola, and Bro. Gringo. Gringo. This guy from New York or something? Congratulate you on that beautiful Florida. podcast you did, oh. Steve Mathis Show, with uh, Randy Richardson. I don't know if you saw a direct message, man. That was good. You know, everybody always wanted behind the scenes about that. So it was good to get a good picture on it, on, uh, on that, that whole story behind the scenes. Real good, real good. Another thing I wanted to uh, emphasize, I wanted to tell you that uh, that dude that called in been married for 15 years. 
very important, uh, very important topic there. Um, I'm not disagreeing with anything anybody else said. I'm just talking personally to that dude. Everybody's situation is different, but the fact that that guy wants to go down there and make his Keep his wife happy, reference. that's a beautiful thing. Oh. You know what I mean? The incentive that he has to go down there is big. Guy wants to go down on his wife. Wife doesn't want him to. Oh. Been married forever. Okay. So Kiefer doling out the advice. Got He's it. just not very good at it. Yeah. Big. The guy going and down or Kiefer? And if I could personally give him some <laughs> okay. advice, I would like to say to him, don't, you know, like everybody says, oh, just eat the box. No, no, no. <laughs> don't sound right. You got to be more delicate, more romantic, you know? And when he approaches that situation We should have Ronnie Mack there, on the line for this part. He needs to make it like, if I could put it into words, he needs to make out with that for JJ. Oh, you know God. what I'm saying? I don't know if that sounds right, but don't eat the JJ. You want to make out with that for JJ. This is, and the reason why I'm whispering here is I don't want to, you know, I don't want to creep nobody out. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, you know, this is who you want to take oral advice from. But I want to see this man succeed. Oh but make out with that for JJ. You may have to go back and forth, up and down. You know what I mean? Work the top, work the bottom, but treat it very delicately nurture that mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying and make sure you talk to her tell her hey you know after hey. the fact even if you're not 100 percent successful the first time tell her you know man you can't get those for jj lips out of your mind it's beautiful <laughs> the taste the smell you're 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 special you're different do, i can't i can't even get through the week because i keep thinking well, about definitely don't eat it okay, JJ lips. yeah out. you see what i'm saying you got to make it romantic Gringo you got to know that you got Gringo trauma now. You got damage. Yeah, you can't right? get those no. beautiful lips out of your mind, the texture, the, <laughs> everything. You, you know what I'm saying? You got to be passionate, passionate. Uh, you, you, you may even do a little soak and poke and then have to go back down. You see what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. be willing to improvise, adapt, overcome, you know, go above and beyond. You know what I'm saying? It's not for everybody. But uh, nurture that thing, romance it, romance it, talk to it. And believe me, my friend, you will be successful. And if you got 15 years in now, you get that down, my friend. Mm-hmm. You will have another 15 years even better than the first 15. And believe me when I tell you, don't believe all that bullshit. You could go to the end till your death do your part, and it could get better and better and better. That's your priority, number one. Motocross is number two. You know what I'm saying? So just romance the vajayjay. I don't know how else to put it to you, but romance. Don't beat it up. The ruckus comes later. You know you brought the ruckus later on. After You know when to bring the ruckus. You'll know because when you hear that sound, it sounds like somebody's running around the bedroom in a wet pair of sneakers. When you hear that sound, you know you brought the ruckus. You know you brought anyway, it. Anyway, bro, man, I hope, I hope I'm, I'm cheering for you, and I hope you want to see you succeed. And, uh... It's more important yeah, than motocross. I, just, I had I had to chime in over there. You know what I mean? Sorry about that. And Michael Lindsay, I like that dude. That dude's that dude's very smart, very informative. He he knows his shit. I like him. You know, taking pictures of shit he ain't supposed to be taking taking pictures of and all that. That's good. It's digging deep. Anyway, man. Hey, uh, beautiful show. Have a good one. Oh yeah, Jeremy McGrath was good too. Real good. All right, bro. Have yourself a beautiful uh, beautiful day there. Gringo, bro. Pook, what do you think uh, Steve's ranking is of like, is it like Tim Ferry, hockey, motocross, sex, pizza? 
Where's making Kiefer's, love to the JJ Rankin? Keefer's is sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> vagina. No, dirt bikes are first. He no, loves he dirt bikes. No, he said it was family, then mm. dirt bikes. Then sandwiches. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> I don't know. I think ridge lines were in there somewhere. Yeah, it depends what time of year it is, I guess. Right now he's big into hockey. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's time. I run a hockey podcast, a very successful hockey yeah. podcast. I got to be up on it. How old is Gringo? Have you ever met him before? I met Gringo at USGP. How old is he? Does the actual image match yes. the voice? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you, Gringo. I'd love to see what he looks okay, like. Okay, hold on. Uh, keep going. He, right. he leaves another message here. <laughs> another one? Yeah, it's not. Oh, I just saw that video, man. You riding. Man, that is so cool. Oh, okay. I'm so excited it's right now. I all my balls are tingling. No bullshit. I got goosebumps, man. That is so awesome, bro. I had a call, man. I'm so happy. His to balls you, are tingling. Cool. What did you make? How, how'd you make his balls tingle? From you riding. Yeah. You just made my day. Wow. Peace. Yeah, no. Gringo and Kiefer. Wow. Kiefer's also very, very excited. excited. Very excited wow. to see me ride a dirt bike. Jeez. All right. Mathis. So I'm listening to Monday's show with Bentley talking about the nation's team. And it just blows my mind. We're talking about DeCoster. Maybe he's not to blame. But you think about our industry, about you're talking about Barsha getting cut and no rides. And if you don't perform, you're not winning. You don't get a fucking ride. But we have the same management, the same people that have been picking the nation's team that is failing every year regardless of who's bowing out and they're not making any changes. Like it seems to me that the industry is kind of like we cut the guys that ride the bikes that sacrifice shit to go out there and, and do things. But we have a nation's team that's got the management or whatever that aren't doing well and they're not fucking changing a thing. And I think Bentley is, has some valid points, and he's on the right track, but I don't know. Maybe I just didn't hear him correctly, but I'm pretty sure he's saying that shit needs to change. I mean, anyways, it's not it's not Roger's fault that Anderson got landed on and Jamar broke his foot and all this shitty stuff has happened and the rains came in England. I mean, how's you know? I I mean, I know what Pingree was saying. I know what Kyle was saying. Roger's a guy. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's not a raw, raw, let's get the guys going thing. It ain't going to matter. If you can't get the best guys to go, you're probably right, not going to have a very right, good chance exactly. of winning. Right, exactly. And, they're not, and they're, not, they're not going because of Roger. You know, they're not like, oh, Roger's in charge. I'm not going. That's not the reason why. So, I don't get it. If they want to make a change, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Like, whatever. I get it. Roger's, Roger's getting up there, but he ain't the reason the team's losing. So, Good show. I'm out. Mathis, just I've got a question for JT Money regarding um, the uh, special edition gear, limited edition gear, LA gear, whatever. Is that stuff made in-house in Boise, or is that something, because I know like with the John Gregory interview, uh, they made that stuff, uh, the special stuff right there at the JT Racing headquarters in California, or do you have to order it from your normal suppliers in China? Just curious. Thanks. Yeah, JT answered that. So they ordered it as nation stuff. Yeah, and and Ellie or not Ellie? It's not Ellie. Sorry, breast cancer, pink stuff, whatever. They had to order it ahead of time from their supplier. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's all. What, 
What's the lead time on that, Paul? I mean, um, I know you're not. It depends, like 40, 45 days sometimes. Okay. It yeah. just depends. I mean, yeah, they can, the, you can do the... small runs, though. It's just like ordering samples, basically. Right. Right. Deep Thoughts with Raining Yellow. Um, seven Cell in a Jersey says Stewart on the back with the number seven as if it was race, his race replica jersey. I'm going to purchase that. But I'm thinking, how come other gear companies don't do this? You know, say, um, answer with a Corolli jersey or Axo when he, you know, was wearing that, or uh, Alpine Stars with a Barsha jersey or Fox with a Dungey jersey. You know, I could see kids, you know, kids wanting to wear their favorite rider's jersey. You know, every other sport does it. I think uh, I think it's cool. And then also, you guys mentioned something about Stu. Well, both Stewart brothers put something together. What's going on? Sounds like there's some news out there to the insiders. Me being what I like to consider. I don't know anything to you. Insider guy? Um, um, I mean, I heard from a friend that they, no, didn't. they might race. But no, I don't believe that's correct. Well, how do you say no, Boogie? <laughs> There's so many rumors going around, and like, there's nothing coming from anywhere. It's over. It's over. Yeah, I would agree that it's over. <laughs> it's over. Um, and to his point about, about the, to his point about the gear, the jerseys with like riders' names on the back, like you don't go to a Supercross and people aren't wearing jerseys. Like that's not cool. If we could make that cool, like a, like it's yeah, cool we a, don't. Why isn't it cool? We I, laugh I at know. people. Don't we, we laugh do. at people. Oh. I know. If you but go why? to a football game, everyone wears a jersey, basketball, anything. Okay, and if yeah. we could somehow do that, make it cool. Brands in the industry could make more money, but it is not cool. We How make, do we make, we make it fun cool? of those people? I don't know. Maybe you should start wearing a jersey every weekend. Yeah, why don't you, you, why don't you break through the wall? Break through the wall. Oh, Tim Ferry Tim Ferry t- jersey pickup every kit every weekend. <laughs> not a bad idea. Like <laughs> Wear it with pride. I mean, tits. How do you feel? I mean, You're hey, an average fan. It like, only took a few years to get the nets. Yeah. Yeah. You could do the jersey thing in a few years. Maybe. Okay, you can't tuck it in, though. If you do wear a jersey, don't tuck it in. No. Okay, leave it out. That's okay. fine. No, no. Well, I, the, the, then that's the problem is the jerseys are too long. They yeah, look like a schmo long. with them no, hanging you just, down you just half can't past tuck your... them in. You cannot tuck them in. Well, you cannot... I, it's, it's a lose-lose is what How do you feel about that? What if we hired models? I would never personally wear a jersey to a thing. Would you wear, would a... you wear it to a football game? I would I ever go to a football game is the better question. What about the basketball? Tiz has, no. has no passion What's for anything like? in life. No, baseball. No. Do you like any of those? No, to all all of the above. Oh, we need a new. We need a new. Yeah, panel. I'm, I'm new not panel. the guy to. Well, the to other talk guy, to. the other guy's no better. Pookie wears uh, yeah. Knights jerseys to the to the hockey. Shit, yeah, try and stop me. See, mm. see. Yeah, we're but gonna have a problem on New Year's Eve game. But she's not wearing Tim Ferry jersey to Supercross. No, you should start. But I would. Make a statement. It. Bring it in it fashion. Paul is no, I'd right, have to though. aftermarket, though. I'd have to cut it real low in the front and put some... Companies, That's fine. Companies like Fly Racing, I mean, they would love it if you could buy a, a Wacko and Pike jersey. and It'd be great. Make so much money. Yeah. We I'm laugh sure, at those people. I'm sure Feld would find a way to... Yeah. to uh, How yeah, about himself an insider? Did you catch that? What? Yeah, he's an insider. I heard it. Rainy um, Yellow? Yeah. Yeah, he's an insider. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next, let's, keep, let's keep going oh. to the controversial... Voice now, it's coming. Um, some out. would think I'm inside of James, but, I, but I'm not. <laughs> so, um, what's going on? What's going on? And then I think that Jersey thing could be something. So, yeah, baby. Steve, Matt here. Got uh, something on my mind here that I just got to kind of rant a little bit. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to mention any names, but there is a handful of guys that uh, every year, you know, around this time, you hear they get a ride. And I don't understand 
how some of these guys keep getting rides year after year after year. I mean, do these teams sit around in their conference room and, and discuss really how this rider, how these riders are? You know, I mean, what results are they truthfully going to get out of this guy? You know, is the guy even going to finish a whole year? Um, you know, is he going to be a pain in the butt to work with the whole entire year? Um, is he going to trash the bike or the team? You know, I mean, some of these guys that get rides every year, and again, I'm not going to mention who, it, it kind of just blows my mind. You know, I don't know how you realistically analyze who's available and pick some of these guys. I mean, just because of uh, some hope that you're going to maybe land a podium, but yet the guy's promising you a couple wins or even a championship, it's, it's a little odd to me. Um, and also, you know what? I, I got to tip my cap a little bit to the Moto Concepts team. I mean, these guys like Jake Weimer, Justin Brayton, uh, I mean, shoot, they might even pick up Barsha. Who knows? But, uh, you know, they're hiring guys that are good dudes, good solid dudes. Um, you know, it seems like the program's pretty good. Uh, but you know what? They're getting realistic guys, realistic results, you know, and, and, and that's a solid program. You know, I, I got to respect that. And, uh, and who, who else is hiring those guys, you know? Um, and you know what? When McIndoo was, was up there, I feel like that was a good position. You know, the whole extended contract thing with Geico, wow, that's a really long time. But uh, um, I, either way, you know, tip the cap to the Moto Concepts guys. Uh, anyways, that, that's my rant here. Thanks. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Keep going. I mean, he's got a point, but yet he doesn't. Hey, Steve, Paul from Next World, what's up? Just uh, wanted to offer some constructive criticism on uh, uh, Vital MX dude that was in there this last week. Dude uh, interrupts way too Michael much. Lynch. Uh Several times during the show, man, he just, uh, yeah, decides to butt in on whoever uh, you ask a question to and go ahead and answer it for him. It's kind of annoying. Pet peeve of mine. Uh, yeah. I, uh, what I love Good. about this show is like the, every co-host has, like some people are like, that's the best co-host ever. I like what Gringo just said. Yeah. Other people are like that's the oh, worst yeah. co-host ever. Yeah. Like you just you, you just, can't make everybody like, happy. Yeah, like who cares? I love the opinions of these. It's just an opinion. It's like me and Paul. Barsh's like, bike or something, or yeah, Tomax bike or whatever. Bike or yeah, gear like or this. Yeah, I just find it like I love it that people are so passionate about the co-hosts on this show. Like you know, it's just cool. It's good. It's, it means they're making an impact with people. But I mean, Michael Lindsay got a lot of compliments for him. Some people don't like him. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Good dude. Very intelligent. A lot of knowledge, but uh, shut the fuck up every once in a while. <laughs> somebody else talk. He knows hey, a lot my about name's Slow MX thirteen, and uh, I was looking back on some old footage, and I think James Stewart is hands down the best one twenty five two stroke rider to ever live. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Thank Slow you. MX with a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as James is the number one all time winningest rider. In 125, Supercross and Motocross. I'm going to go with yes, not slow MX. Not Bold. A, not a bad assumption. Bold. Yeah. I, I've said it over and over. James Stewart's the most talented motocrosser I've ever seen race a motorcycle. I don't care about McGrath or Carmichael, Villapoto. Or, or Ferry. Or Ferry. Wow. Stu has done things on a motorcycle that none of those dudes can do. Didn't always translate into wins and championships, but... Always, always, it was always spectacular. It was always spectacular to watch. And uh, 
Why don't you share that story you had during a commercial break? What story? The story you had. Please remind me. I can't because you don't know if you want to share it or not. Oh, no, I can't share that story. It's a good one. It is a great story. It's, it's, it's pretty, I didn't hear it, at least I don't remember, but it's pretty freaking lame that you're going to bring it up and then not follow through with it. I, I can't. I can't. Why can't I, you? I, I would blow blow my source. It, you don't need to say your source. People would know. No, they wouldn't know. Nobody knows. I heard a story that James rode recently. Uh huh. Nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, okay. Nah, nah, I get it. Keep going. He rode recently, and within like two laps, he set the lap record, jumped stuff that's never been jumped, and then two laps later, he crashed epically <laughs> wanted his brains out <laughs> i love that story <laughs> i love I that know. story i don't know so if it's i don't know if it's true but that's right. a story i heard it doesn't matter but i want to believe matter. it so bad it works i'm in <laughs> i'm in that happened it's amazing very good uh, yeah just listening to you guys talk about <clears throat> what they're going to do with all the uh spare time in between the uh Monster Energy Cup format races. Um, why not use that time for track prep and just, you know, smooth out all the sketchy parts so we don't have rocks and type crashes anymore? Um, just a thought. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I paid seventy five dollars for a ticket. I watched a bunch of dozers. I I think he's right though. That's probably what's going to happen. I hope not. Was Roxon's crash due to no. the track? No, oh, but okay. I think he's, he's there's, just saying there was getting bucked over and stuff like that. Definitely with the time I just think there was there was instances that the track really broke down. Yep, like it's not safe, obviously, if you go all the way to the floor. So gotcha. Yep. How about just buy some more dirt? Yeah, great solution, but that lowers your margins. That's That's too oh, easy. okay. <laughs> Mathis, Mark's dog, and uh, JT and Weege. What up, dogs? Just listening to uh, the MXDN wrap-up. And uh, the real issue with the whole U.S. team is we got a leader that doesn't want to be there and riders that don't want to be there. We can't change the date. We can't change the location. So why don't we change our team from the top to the bottom? And what we really need to do is let the fans vote on who the leader needs to be and who the races need to be on the team for that year. And if they don't like it, then we need to figure out a way to find the baddest dudes that want to go, don't care about MEC, want to just rip on a dirt bike and be those French fuckers. Excuse my French. It's over there. I don't care. Hopefully we can do it in France. The next one in France. Let's get them. Go Team USA. You. All right. All right. Bye. I should have cut that one out. Hey, Steve. This is Gus Keeter calling in. I wanted to uh, chat about the uh, sound check you did on the Steve Mathis show with Adam Cianciarillo. That was really cool. I was pumped up to uh, to to listen to it. I thought it was a really neat insight in, into AC. A lot of his music was not a surprise to me. If you've seen any of his Instagram stories and stuff like that and his tweets, you know that that's kind of what he's into. But it was neat to get the behind-the-scenes story from it, and it was just straight music, a lot of personal stuff, not a lot of moto, which was neat. It's cool to see that side out of guys, and I, and I really hope that you do some more of that. I think it was great. And anyway, thanks a lot. The show's great. Later. We'll do one with Paul where he just goes, I don't know, shrugs and goes, I don't like any music. <laughs> ass pookie. Yeah. Ass pookie, yeah. Yeah, ass pookie. Yeah, we'll I don't see. care. 
Later. Michael Lindsay is so annoying. Oh. I love Kiefer, of course. McGrath. Holy fucking shit, that guy's cool. He is cool. Love it. Love MC. Not a big fan of that Michelle Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Michael. Just, uh, I don't know. Something about that guy just rubs me the wrong way. But anyways, more Kiefer, more pain. This guy sounds like Batman. Is he trying to do the Batman voice? No, he's called in a few times. Yeah, Kiefer likes that guy. Hey, Mattis, Factory Pilot here. Listening to your Chiz podcast, really good, very insightful into how a uh, a guy of his caliper is uh, thinking about you know the income he's making. I have an idea. I would like you guys to discuss on the Pulp Show if you could. Let me know what you think. Uh, like you've mentioned many times, uh, the guys making the biggest bonuses in races like the Monster Energy Cup, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, even in the Supercross, they're the ones that don't need it. And then as the bonuses go back in placing, uh, you get, it's almost an inverse curve. The further the bonuses go back, the smaller they get, the more the guys need those bonuses. What would you say to the bonuses beginning at fifth place, beginning at eighth place. Uh, maybe tenth place might be a little too far back. Yeah, bonuses begin at seventh place, and you take the amount that they were planning to spend, compress it down now to spread it over those 13 places, seven through 20, as opposed to one through 20. Ken Roxon doesn't need $10,000 for winning a Supercross. He's going to get 10 times that from Honda. So, yeah, like to know what you think. Later. I mean, I don't. I like the idea. Those guys don't care about the purse money. They really don't. But what are you going to do? Huh? I don't know. I yeah. mean, if you win the race, you should get the biggest prize. Right? Right? You're better. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're good. You're, you're better. Right, right. right. Uh, what I do think maybe could be done is if Feld would, like, spend some money back into the following year. So if you were top 20 in points there's a tiered like structure to give the money back to the guys to go racing. So a lot of these guys don't have rides, but if they were getting money to show up every weekend because yeah. they were a top 10 guy last year or something, I think that would be cool, but that'd be great. I also can't wait to um, ride my bathtub over a rainbow tonight. Yeah. You know, a hundred percent. Right. I know what I mean. So, all right. Just got done watching the monster cup. And I started thinking all these riders are getting hurt at this race. Why doesn't Feld put that money into the pro purse instead of wasting it on an off-season event that really doesn't mean anything? I don't know. Just a thought. All right. Have a good one. Yeah, I mean, they're making money. So, yeah. yeah I mean, that's what they're doing. They're running a race to make money, and they're giving away the racers make money. and so. Steve, I'm telling you to play this one on the air right at the start of the show. Not at the, not the, at the end, because... This is worthy of a discussion on the show. This is correct. Get JT in on this one. This okay, ready? No. Uh. All the years of Justin Barsha blaming his lackluster results on other people and his bikes. The question is now over. It's Sunday after motocross in Vegas. The Monster Energy Cup is done, and 
we just saw the same Justin Barsha on his bike of choice with his team of choice, everything 100% under his control. So what's the lesson? Don't blame other people. Live your life. Don't fucking blame other people. Don't be a dick. Wow. All right. Thank you very much. This is your friend, John. Bye-bye. Wow. I mean, we talked about Barcelona. Yeah, I mean. Hey, got a couple questions from the Monster Cup. Zach from Nashville here. Uh, my first question is, I noticed Geisher and Roxon were both wearing the same black goggle strap. Roxon in the video he released, riding at Paula and Geisher at the Monster Cup. Is that for Fox's new goggle I heard you mention on the Pulp Show? Uh, just a little elaboration on that. And uh, the Super Minis, were they riding uh, big wheels? Because it looked like a lot of kids had big wheel agents. Uh, I was wondering what you what? think the benefit of that would be. All right. Uh, first of all, the new goggle, yes, Fox goggle, right? Yep. Kind of an air brake-ish type of goggle, yeah. I believe. I would imagine maybe coming around around Anaheim. Okay, all right. Uh, so Kenny will be in that. And um, who else did he say? Geyser? Geyser, yeah. Yeah, Geyser. And uh, Super Minis are, yeah, they're 17 fronts. Yeah, wasn't years? Jake asking us this question? Yeah, he was I'm not sure very why. concerned about Superman. I already forgot, but yeah, right. there were bigger wheels. Yeah. Steve, Adam Pankoke here. Calling in, I really don't want to get on the topic of Riders Wise. Cause, you know, it's just kind of stupid. But I'm going to get annoying. on the topic of Riders Wise. I can't help but talk about Jake Weimer's wife. I I don't know if you follow her on Instagram and the things she posts, but it's pretty, pretty revealing and out there for a mom and and just a moto rider's wife. <laughs> just I don't know. I don't know. I I, I want to know what your thoughts are. I don't know who the co-host is going to be, but that's the co-host's good too. friend Paul Perbinos. Good insight yeah, on this. She's awesome. Even um, Ping. Even Langston. Ping would be the wrong guy to talk to. Even JT, maybe. Um, All right. Thanks, Steven. I I did not follow Nicole Weimer, but when I got that voicemail, I immediately followed Nicole Weimer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I just want everybody to know that. (laughs) I was not following Nicole. I don't know. No reason. And then now I'm in. I'm in. And I already like what I see. I already like what I see. Yeah, I mean, but, if, okay, he doesn't, so, if he doesn't like it, don't look at it. So she posted a little risque. Is was he like? I don't. I just followed Nicole. R- risque is not even the right word. Okay, so He's I in just, a bathing suit. So what is this guy talking about? Just that photo that was posted today or yesterday? Yeah. Is there anything else though that I'm missing? That this guy, a longtime follower, would would no? Why he would say that? Mm-mm. Is a mom not allowed to wear a bathing suit and post about it? Is that Tits is a Mormon and he finds it okay. <laughs> right? You're, you're kind of throwing me under the bus. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm he's, saying you had no you're not problem supposed with to know that. No, no it's just. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody knows he's a Mormon. We talk about magic underwear. Yeah, so. yeah. No, um, she's pulling her dress or pants up, or I don't know what she's doing. No, no, she it, just it, has it, a high cut bathing suit that oh, shows her butt. Okay. I didn't see anything wrong right. with it. I mean, just because she's a mom that all of a sudden, you know. Well, uh, what I'm saying is, what I saw, and the reason I followed her was that bathing suit shot. Was there something else that a longtime follower? Does she is she gnarly on there? No. Is he is he jealous because his wife right. won't wear these type of things? 
I've she not, can't pull it off. She doesn't look that good in a bathing suit. I don't know. No, people I don't just, follow just don't her. Conservative. So I don't know. Like if it bothers you, like don't look at it. Yeah. Unfollow why her. would you pick up the phone? I need to call. I need to say something about this. Like yeah. just unfollow it or just keep scrolling. Just move on with your life. Don't, I mean, don't even think about it again ever look, again. Uh, Jake's a buddy of mine, but yeah, you're not. You're not wife. really the right Sweet. outlet to get Ooh. something. You me? Why? You to to get something like this handled? Like. You're gonna go. What are you gonna handle? Well, there's nothing well, to handle. That's the things, yeah. Oh, you mean for the yeah, guy calling well, yeah, me? The guy calling is like, why is he calling you about it? You should be- listen. Riders' wives are out of hand many times. They overstep their boundaries without a doubt. That is for sure. Okay. On their own Instagram, though. No, yeah, no, but I mean at the races with teams oh. and with teams and mechanics and, and all that. Yeah, that's but, but, fine. That happens. But. Yeah, but but so that's what I'm. T- when this guy says, you know, because I've complained about that, and I and I'll stand by that, but. Um, but an old Instagram shot or, yeah, whatever. I don't so. know this for a fact, but I'd be willing to bet that Diana Dahlgren or Brady Bowers has just as bad things, if not much worse on theirs. And they're technically mothers now as well. So, Ah, tits, yeah. are, the, tits are the smart, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, not just, a hot take, a smart take. <laughs> smart take. <laughs> You're right, though. Yeah. No, uh, and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a liberal guy when it comes to that. Like, whatever you want to do, man. Like, mm-hmm. if dude, two dudes want to pork, cool. Don't do it in front of me. If two chicks want to get married, cool. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care. You want to post a photo of yourself in a bathing suit? Awesome. You want? Yeah, to... especially if your booty looks like that. Like, more, please. <laughs> more, please. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, and, yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever. I mean, Paul, you uh, know her well. Yeah, Nicole. I like Nicole. She's a close friend. I don't give a shit what she posts. And this guy, if it bothers him, unfollow her. Yeah. Take it up with me and Paul next time you see us at the races, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't I can post a picture of my dong if I wanted to. Hey, oh. Pro taper. Now with dongs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see it. I, like I said, uh, if anything, it got, it got her an extra follower. That voicemail got go, her yeah. a follower because yeah. I hit that thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> in. <laughs> Immediately, as soon as I said it, by yes. the way. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, don't bro me. All right. I think there's more. Okay. Holy moly. Hey, Steve. Nathan from Michigan. Bought some Answer Trinity gear after hearing uh, somebody on the show a few shows back. Uh, Seems good. Love it. However, the left heat shield, the leather. Why would he buy Schmancer gear when all we do is promote fly gear over and over on the show? Some people, man. And he said, he goes, I bought some Schmancer. Maybe he's a Caroli fan. Yeah, Maybe. We gotta stop talking about any gear. <laughs> shut it all That's down. It. Shut everything down. <laughs> There's an embargo. If As not, Kenny if Watson says, "You got the drops." Yeah. He's got that one. Oh. Um. As Kenny Watson says, "Well, he hasn't been a host." Fuck in a while. you and no, 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 no. Okay, sorry. Good one. Too. Fly Good gear, one. best out there, bro. There we go. He <laughs> got you. Anyways, all right, let's He's go. Maybe burned. Paul can come back from an injury. Paul is not answer guy, but maybe Paul can help or answer because he wears answer. I work in the same office as right. answer. All right. The leather piece gets kind of bunched up when I bend my leg. Um, does that mean it'll work itself out uh, once the pants get a little more oh, you know, broken in, or is, is it just something I have to deal with? Fly racing. Um, I've never heard that problem. About that. Uh, thanks. Bye. What's he say? The leather bunches up? <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, on his leg. I I don't know. I haven't did had that problem. Did you text Nicole and then start something, or are we good? You you want me to text Nicole? No. Uh, did she text or you text? I have I have zero texts. Oh. I don't I don't think she. What cares. about this guy's Trinity leather bun- bunching up? 
Um, maybe. Uh, uh, don't wear it like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with your leg. <laughs> I don't know. Get your leg looked at, bro. Like bro, it. get your leg looked at ASAP. What about Bogle with the lit kit? People were angry about his selection for the, one of the three lit kit nominees. I mean, I personally think less is more right now. Yeah. I, I think that's what's in style. I think f- we'll talk about Fly because they're a show sponsor. Their stuff is more minimal than it's ever been. And I think it looks the best than it's ever been. Ever By the way, out of Tickle, Gaser, and Bogle, Bogle's was hands down the best out of all those guys. Everyone said See, Geyser. I, I, mm. I thought Geyser's was cool. Mm. Geyser won. Everybody at oh. Seven Deuce Deuce added up the votes. Not everybody. This is going to be another fucking year of controversy with Lit Kit and Best Dressed and fucking votes and Can't everything Can't you else. just mandate one over the other? Yeah, it's, it's Lit Kit. You it's are not the boss. Dressed. I can't mandate Kiefer to stop oh, talking see, about Best Dressed. You got to go with Best Dressed over Lit Kit, though, man. Well, it's your show. Yeah, it's Lit Kit. Well, what are you going to do? Tell a seven-deuce-deuce deuce to yeah. fly a kite? Tell them to shove oh, it. Good luck with that. Say, I'm I mean, the who, boss. Where did it come from first? Seven-deuce-deuce. Deuce. Exactly. Who started the trophies? Seven-deuce-deuce. No, but Kiefer was already talking about best dress. Oh, Kiefer says he used to write in a column for Dirt Rider. First, but not the best. Well, then Kiefer needs to start making trophies then, too. Oh, he is now. He did. Yeah, he's following. Okay. He's following. Well, then we're giving out two trophies each weekend. It's ridiculous. I feel like this whole thing is going to be like Iran, Iraq. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to turn into this massive war, and it's going to end up Kiefer and I firing each other. So, all right. BTOsports.com, tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Aw, Travis not even here. Bye, Pookie. Yeah, I gotta go. Where are you going? Bye, Pookie. I gotta take a shower. Hmm. Yeah, alone, Paul. Okay. She's getting ready for you to make love to that but JJ tonight. <laughs> Talk to it, Steve. Talk to it. Talk to it. it. <laughs> um, BTOsports.com. Uh, love these good. guys and a uh, fantastic bunch of guys. Use Pulpamex and the coupon code to save at BTOsports.com or uh, simply call in and mention Pulpamex to get a hell of a discount. Uh, BTOsports.com has got all you need for your bike or body, and we thank those guys. And these questions are submitted to um, a Pulpamex uh, show. At Pulpamex show Twitter. And. Uh, Tits Legendary will read the best ones from myself and Paul Perbinos. Here's a few that stuck out to me. Uh, at Nature Hold, uh, I'm not sure exactly which podcast he's referring to, yours or one of the uh, multitudes of others, but he wants to know what your thoughts are on Barsha wanting to ride a 250 outdoors. You know anything about that? No. Did he say that? Apparently. Somewhere. He'd be, be- he'd be good on it. Sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Go ride it. Good. All right. Joe Ferguson. Which race should I go to for my first Supercross in 2018? A1. Yeah. How do you? Yeah. It's so it's exciting. Yeah. You get to see so many new bikes, new things. I guess it's a good one. Make it happen, Joe. All right. Uh, Chris Gall. When will Pro Taper come out with a composite bar for more bump absorption and flex? Composite? That's what he says. Well, uh,. There's not many other materials that you can use that would dampen more more vibration and, and, and more bumps and still be strong enough to withstand a, a crash. So, um, when you guys obviously couldn't do it with like a carbon fiber bar or something like that, like mountain car- biking. I mean, carbon fiber is more rigid than aluminum and steel. Well, all right. So, <laughs> uh, Nielsen Curtis, uh, Paul. 
Is Kiefer blowing smoke about the one and eight inch bars flexing less than seven eighth inch bars? I've had both in my arms tell me that one and eighth flexes more. I, I talked to Chris about this and I showed him some lab results about it, but it, it, it depends. It's more the argument of crossbar versus no crossbar. Any handlebar with a crossbar is going to flex less than a handlebar without one. Um, but if you had a seven eighths bar without a crossbar and you had an inch and eighth bar without a crossbar, the seven eighths bar I think would flex more even because it's smaller, obviously, but should. Um, yeah, but they don't nobody makes those. But yeah, it's really crossbar versus no crossbar is the flex question. And then, you know, brand versus brand and everything's a little bit different, so I don't want to ramble on too much longer about Vortexracing.com. Twenty nine percent stronger. Twenty nine percent. Uh Gus Keeter. Just left us a voicemail, but also has a He was on question. the phone. He was on the phone. With Webb being just down the street, does JGR make a big bid for him in 2019? Mm, maybe, but I see KTM. Everybody says KTM for Webb. Paul, yeah. what do you think? Um, a lot can change in yeah. a year. Yeah. He could ride a Suzuki. Yeah, it could so, happen. Yep. So. Yeah. Ryan Evans wants to know, are any of the other OEMs working on making electric bikes? Uh, I've not heard. I mean, KTM has electric bikes. Yeah, but it's not really. A... You mean something to compete with the Alta? I yeah. would assume that's what he means. I'm sure that's what he's referring to. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that, Steve. Uh, Twitter report: uh, Weak lineup tonight. Off-season struggles. I saw that. <laughs> I mean, we just had the winner of the million dollars. Yeah. Okay. We had we have a team manager for factory team. Yeah, Ronnie Mack. Ronnie Mack. Yeah. Weak lineup though. Yeah. All right. Co-host problems. Josh, <laughs> Josh Christie, uh, producer problems. Yeah, producer problems is what it is. Yeah, Dino has been looking solid of late. What's the percentage of him finding the top step in the upcoming Supercross rounds, or is he still a ways off? I think it could happen next year. I think it could happen if he races uh, all seventeen races. I could see him uh, maybe getting a win. Okay, so. Tickle, Weimer, and Dino are in a burning house. Mm-hmm. Who do you rescue? Don't you dare say none or all of them. You got to choose one. Two of them are dying tonight. I got to choose one? Yeah. You're saving you one. You only have time to get one, then the house is burning. I'm going to choose Jake because he's a father. <laughs> okay. All right. I still think that's a cop out. No. It's, How is yeah, it a loophole? It's not a loophole. Man, it's man, fine. Man, it's good. It's solid reasoning. I like it. You can only spend the rest of your life with one of those gentlemen. Who's it going to be? Maybe Dean Wilson's chick is fine solace with Paul in, in a polygamy relationship. Yeah, there you go. Right. Leave Dean in the building. I'll take Sarah. Right. Now I'll look after her. Yeah. Dino? Sorry, Dino. <laughs> Dino. All right. Uh, Eddie O'Keefe. Because of Eli's inconsistency and Roxon coming back from injury... Would it be going out on a limb to say that Marv is the man to beat in 2018? No. I don't. I still put Tomac as my favorite, but I can't say you're nuts for somebody saying Marv. No, no he's way. in the hunt for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. If you want to say Marv was a favorite, sure. Okay. If you want to say Tomac's a favorite, sure. Okay. So it's 50 50? Sure. 55 45. Yeah, I agree. Tomac. I agree. Right. Slight edge. Mm, I think that's about it. That's it? Well, there's quite a few. We just rifled through them is all. For motocross to mountain bikes, sport bikes, UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because their passion reflects yours. 
Pulp MX Show gets you a discount at uh, BTOsports.com. Anything they sell. Mountain bikes. Uh, yeah, yeah, also. That's cool. I didn't uh, know that. Moto9, 20-stop nationwide premier tour, kicked off last week in Santa Ana. MotoTheMovie.com. Motorsport.com is giving away a $500 gift card per show. Fly Racing is giving away a complete set of gear per show. Uh, so please go to MotoTheMovie.com to check out the complete tour schedule. Uh, it's out November 21st on all major platforms. At MotoTheMovie for more information. I love these movies. I love they're great. I don't watch a lot of these Moto movies anymore, but Moto 8 was fantastic, and Moto 9 is out uh, November 21st. So I want to see it. I hope they send me a I haven't advanced seen. copy or whatever. I haven't seen it. Um, what? Nothing. What? I just thought it was funny. Uh, Paul Parabinos. Oh, he asked for a copy on there. Yeah, yeah. The reason why <laughs> I like Paul Parabinos is nothing to do with uh, being a friend of his or him working in the industry or, or him used to ride at Tim Ferry's house when he was an aspiring pro rider. None of that is why I like Paul. The reason I like Paul is because his dad likes hockey and owns a Ridgeline. And if you want a Ridgeline with a 5605 <laughs> freeway meet is Honda World Downey. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. Over 100 used cars. 30 minutes anywhere from L.A. Free first-time oil change in your Honda if you mention Pulp MX when booking it at the service department. They will give you a free oil change if you drive a Honda. Best price around. We've had a few listeners buy Hondas through Honda World Downey, and we thank them, and including my Ridgeline, which I love, and, and Paul's dad loves his Ridgeline. I still don't get to go to a hockey game? No. I'll take your dad. <laughs> um, Marvin Muskan, Jeremy Albrecht, Ryan Holiday, Ronnie Mack, who was your favorite interview tonight, Paul? Um, Ryan Holiday. Okay. Tits? Ronnie Mack. I got to go with Ronnie Mack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's there to just, kick just, ass just, and eat ass. Just for the comedy factor. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's only here for two things. Uh, Eric Pernard and Stefan Legrand, of course, were in as well. And we thank those guys and uh, our, our sponsors, too. BTOsports.com. First thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Yep. I'm ready. BTOsports.com. Online retailer. Fly racing. Gear. NFAB Jeep and truck parts. Jeeps. Race tech suspension and engines. Uh, the spring insert kit thing. Spring? Oh, uh, turn your air forks into spring? Yeah. Uh, conversion? Yeah. Uh, Vortex racing. Sprockets. Gear alloy. Wheels. Roost MX. Graphics. <laughs> Pivot works. If it works, it pivots. If it pivots, it works. I'm catch that's catching on, bro. You made that up? Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I made that up. I, I, I thought that slogans. was the thing that you were just pushing. No, but that's pretty it just good. came to me one day. I like it, yeah. Nets, bro. Nets. Uh, X-Brown goggles. Rich Taylor. Michelin Starcross 5. I was, uh, I'll say Randy Richardson. When you uh, Next time you see Castlew, ask him. Okay. Three to four seconds faster. Really? With Starcross 5s. Hmm. Think about you at Loretta's with Michelin Ooh, Starcross 5s. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Loretta's sore subject. <laughs> you could have won. I could have. closer to it. Yeah, you're right. Tires blew it. You still got the whole starts. So starts weren't a problem. Uh, works connection. Uh, aren't they in like Sacramento? Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Sacramento. FMF. Flying Machine Factory. Atlas Neck Brace. I don't believe in neck braces. What? <laughs> Save Jason Anderson's life. Mm. Debatable. Marty Davalos runs one. So? 
Jason Anderson's still alive. Yeah. How can you debate that? He could still he'd still be alive with that one probably. You can't say that. Yeah. You can't say that. You can't say that it it was the reason he lived. <laughs> AliceBrace.com. I like uh, Noof. Uh, uh, w Wheels. Uh, John Anderson. Good company down there. Good dude. Do, do you ever set a W for your bike? Yeah. 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 He's a good dude. You a spare set. He's knowledgeable. Uh, are you selling your husky? Yeah. Did I see that the one I raced at Loretta's. I'm selling you it. Pump it up on the show or no? No, nah, not a big deal. Okay. All right. Ek chains. Vortex. Guts Racing. Seat Foam. Get Data. Dan Truman. Dan Truman? Yeah. I figured you'd say that. Yeah. First thing. Uh, no, absolutely. We love those folks as well uh, at, at Get as also. Uh, Tis Legendary, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Good job. I'm actually surprised I made it through as well as I did. <laughs> Thanks. Love that. Sand, uh, sands for the drops. You did a great job. Uh, drops were never my strong suit. <laughs> Be- being, being coherent is never his strong suit. <laughs> um, uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to no, no, no thanks to Moser. No, no. Mo- Moser did literally nothing yeah, for no, you today. Fuck Moser. He answered, Doc didn't he give pay. questions or something? No, he he skipped he it and to. he gave it to Swisscore. He was at the bar instead, and so oh, Swisscore had to do it. Uh, thanks, Pookie. Thanks to you people for listening. We're off next week, and we will return the week after. Uh, it, it's a uh, pre-SEMA show, uh, SEMA car show in town, so uh, lots going on for that. Uh, stay tuned to Steve Mathis' uh, show on um, on uh, Racer X, as well as Kiefer Tested. We just He just did a knee brace shootout, everybody, so he took eight knee braces and uh, tried them all out, and uh, gives his opinions uh, for and against each one and, and all that, so please check out that. Check out the Pulp Mix app as well. And uh, yes, Paul. Uh, will you please get a post-race interview with uh, Ronald Mack after the Red Bull Street Rhythm race that you'll be attending? <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm this weekend. Looking forward to it. Chad Reed, Ryan Rilpoto, Ronnie Mack, Stank Dog, Mike Brown, Ryan Sipes, Marvin Muskin. I'm just. I just mentioned the two-stroke guys. That's all we care what about. What about Hanny? What about him? Hanny's got to be there, right? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I think he's riding Suzuki's now, right? I thought he's riding Huskies. Oh, I, I think he's on Suzuki. <laughs> I thought he's on Huskies. <laughs> no one knows. It can change. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. Uh, appreciate you coming in. Protaper.com. Uh, go check them out. Uh, they've got lots of cool products on there. Their micro bars and grips are selling well, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, bars and sprockets and uh, foot pegs and uh, chains and... Lots of stuff. Lots of lots stuff. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Easy um, um, uh, bike application loader thing on their website. Fitment guide. Fitment guide. Yes. Brake pads? We got them. Yeah. Help me build Project, 80, Project 89. 75 different styles of grips and colors to choose from. Sweet Jesus, everybody. 75. Who knew there were so many? Yeah. 75 skews. All right. There you go. Thanks again. Uh, see you in a couple weeks. Bye. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.